My God, folks. Ten years ago today, SummerSlam 2013, host of two modern classics, I think it's fair to say, and we're here tonight for a very special grin along. We hope everyone is well. Happy Friday. What a panel tonight. Look at the, look at the all-stars <laughs> on the screen, the horsemen in attendance. Uh, Bobby Two Shoes, I'll start with you, mate. How are you this evening? I'm doing well. I'm uh, looking forward to this. I rewatched uh, Punk and Brock a couple times since it happened, but I don't think I've watched anything else on this show since it went down. So uh, really fired up, uh, happy to be here as always, and uh, looking forward to it. I love to hear it, folks, as I throw it around the room here. Please do fire up your network and or Peacock, wherever you're at at this point. Or Sometime 2013. your <laughs> Blu-ray or DVD. <laughs> I have it, the menus on right now, and it, they use that song they used from O2 with Brock and Rock, that fight song for this, which it's just hilarious with like Heyman looking menacing and whatnot. That's pretty sweet. Contrarian Alex, this was your uh, this was your play call, right? You said let's let's run it ten years, and uh, it worked out by complete coincidence. It was the actual anniversary, which is funny because we were originally going to go earlier and we had to change some things. So mm-hmm. here we are. How are you feeling tonight, mate? Uh, well, we were talking about before we went on the air, COVID's been going through the house, so uh been kind of a tough week, but uh, I called Joe today, and I said, Joe, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make the town, and he said, we need you there, pal, we need you there, and so, uh, you know, doing what I have to do, I- I'm kidding, I-, I might feel like shit, but I wouldn't have missed this, this is my favorite show of all time, Joe was so nice to arrange this, because I kind of asked him on a multitude of occasions to do it, <laughs> we already pushed it back a week, uh, which worked out, you know, fortuitously being on the 10th anniversary and all but um so if there's any sniffling or coughing i'll do my best to mute myself but i'm, I'm fired up to be here i'm wearing the the same shirt i wore 10 years ago today for this too so we're we're off and running yeah. what a time and a very different time a very very different time 10 years ago as you'd expect which i think will be a lot of our conversation tonight manny the hooper how are you yes. this evening my friend <laughs> i just i just sound is this true? Moxley and RVD was on the pre-show to this. Yeah, that was the the pre-show match, as uh, detailed on the Blu-ray bonus feature. Uh, Dean Ambrose <laughs> versus Rob Van Dam for the United States Championship. I might have to yeah. go back and rewatch that. I think it's like two minutes, and then the oh, shield hits the ring. Yeah, there was that was during this weird period where they were pretending like they were cooling off on the shield because the month before this was that. Um, uh, Rollins and Reigns against the Usos on the pre-show that they got mad and had like the best show oh, the best yeah. match on the show because they were demoted. And they, if I no, it wasn't this year. It might have been the next year. When was it Randy Orton was announced on the pre-show and then he mysteriously tore his shoulder and was gone for a year? Uh, I think that was uh, yeah, it was the next year. It was the next year. <laughs> yeah, because he wasn't on 31, right? He wasn't on WrestleMania, so that'd be that year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a time. We'll be talking about Randy Orton at some point, I feel, tonight. I feel that's most likely. Without doing any spoilers, folks. For anyone who's watching this for the first time, stay tuned. Um, yeah. I think it makes sense to, to get rolling on this. Bobby, you are high chancellor of all things countdowns around here. So, um, assuming everyone has got their network or peacock fired up, Bob, count yep. us down from a number of your choosing. Season 26, episode one on Peacock. Um, uh, yeah. Let's go uh, 10, 9, Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, play. Break you know, the walls down. I can honestly say that I expected, I thought Bob was about to count from 26 down, and I was mortified by this possibility. When you said 26 to lead, I was like, what? That's telling people where to go, man. Yeah. Oh, look, he's um, a true professional, like Ricky. Is here. 
to be clear, we are all seeing the Miz right now, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I got the little signature opening, but yeah, the Miz is coming out now. I okay. feel like I've heard enough wrestlers like Rick Flair tell me that the Miz is good, so I'm starting to believe it. He's yeah, a good, good kid. Boy. He's a good kid, yeah. He's trying he's his best. On WWF television for 17 years, and he's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, I, I told you, Alex, on Twitter, I've dived into the, uh, the Bob Holly book. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, there was a clip. There was a clip on my YouTube of Bob Holly shoots on the Miz. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me see some of this. So Bob is at the end interviewed and Miz comes up. And this is his exact answer. He goes, he's just dumb. Well, not dumb. I guess he's actually kind of smart. Mm. I was like, yeah, man. I, I think we've all had that exact sentence about the Miz at some point or another. That makes sense. Yeah. That covers it. Yeah, it's a fair assessment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I every time we bring grapplers or not, we do. I always, uh, I, I don't respect some of the fan base here, the, the youth, and also when they started watching wrestling. And my first thought when I was kind of thinking over the show earlier today was if you're only used to like modern Brock Lesnar, this and you've never seen this match, it's going to be like a is that Shelly. Oh, yeah. that's not Shelly. Yeah. Alex Shelly, man, did you spot? <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was Alex Shelly. This is, I mean, you know, there's a lot There's a lot we're going to talk about tonight and have fun with, but the Punk-Brock match is the most, I think it's the most enduring memory of the show because yeah. of what you just kind of referenced in terms of, honestly, even beyond if you, I think it's kind of a singular Brock match in a lot of ways, to be honest. Yeah. It's like, it's him working a match that we all know he's capable of, but he honestly, if you go for his career, he seldom works a match quite that um, mm -hmm. conventionally epic, I guess would be the, the word. I don't know. I kind of miss my phrasing it, but it'll make sense for anyone who's seen it, I think. Oh, this is cool. Yeah. Yeah, you the know, opening video package is fantastic. They're very good at this stuff. Yeah. Very, very good. I I know everyone gets really upset when you make a comment on AEW that's like, they should do the WWE thing, but opening videos for pay-per-views are important. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. It's, it's big, man. It sets the tone for your show. You know, it's not a hot take. <laughs> it rules. My, my last good memory of TNA was the opening of Bound for Glory 2013. It was like the best video package they ever made. And I was like, they're back, baby. Is that, they had a period in that time where they started like buying licensed music to promote the papes. And it always <laughs> popped me. And they would have like, they would have like commercial music for their wrestling shows. Like, my God, spending some money on this thing didn't last very long, unfortunately. But I saw one the Hangman posted, I think, like a couple of weeks ago, where it was yeah, maybe Bound for Glory 05 or 06, and it sounded like 06. Michael Buffer was doing the. I said, oh my God, mm -hmm. man, I feel like I'm about to watch UFC pay per view or something. 06 like that. was the Alex often cites it as like that's the point in the timeline. If you could go and save everything, you go there and go. Just please listen to me for the next couple of months, and it'll be okay. You know they they showed flashes that night for sure. And then it was weird because it said and it's Kurt Angle, and it shows Kurt Angle turning around while he says, it. and I said, "Oh fuck!" I mean, this is awesome. <laughs> See, yeah, the gist of this, I love the old grainy film scratches on this because it's yeah. supposed to be the biggest stars are here in Hollywood and. Um, I liked when they had the residency in LA and then to Brooklyn. I thought, you know, you can't do that for WrestleMania, but for your yeah. other big show, I thought you every, you know, for five years in a row, you're in the same spot. It gives people mm -hmm. you know, a destination to shoot for. You, uh, you brought it up the other day. The funniest one is, is, oh, they have the, uh, 
they have the movie deal, right? Where they have the awesome stage and all that good stuff. And it's in Indianapolis or where it was. Yeah, I was playing 2K23 and it got to that part because Cena wrestles Batista there. I was like, that stage is awesome. And then I looked it up yeah. and I was like, what what world premiere has ever been in Indianapolis? No yeah, disrespect to any of my Colts fans out there. That is, that is a good bit, certainly. That's, you know that uh, the main event of that show, I just was looking at this. This is not something off the top of my head. <laughs> but the Edge Undertaker match that closed that show has a 9.17 on the cage match, which makes it like 0. 0.05 lesser than Brian and Cena, which is like mind-melting. I couldn't fathom that. Not because I think it's bad, but like, my God. Wait, Edge and Cena's on? Edge and Undertaker's Edge and Taker, they do, like, they do a cell match. And the famous thing about the match is that everything that Edge did to Taker in their program, Taker like does back to him throughout the match, basically. Like he hits him with a camera, they do all these... Uh, oh, callbacks, yeah, yeah storytelling, bro, <laughs> telling stories, and uh, it's. I mean, people obviously love it. I wasn't aware it was that beloved. I, it's very good. I just didn't think of it to that tier, you know. That's that's my review of every Edge match ever. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it doesn't matter when you're when you're looking that badass, you know. Yeah. And you come Man, out to. You, you've decided you're a big Edge guy, which pops me. He's very good. Man, he's revving himself up for Edge's big AEW run. He's not aware of how he wrestles now. It's going to be an still, incredible ride. I just still have memories of shit, you know. We're going to be, in a couple of months, we're going to be reviewing Dynamite, and man, he's going to be like, so this uh, Adam Copeland-Sean Spears match. I don't know what happened on Collision. <laughs> just wait for the next uh, shit. Who would it be? Um, who would he do his backstage brawl with that he did with Orton at the COVID mania? CM Punk. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I love Randy, but that was such a terrible thing to do with him, of all people, you know? Like, I love him, but he's so... Randy's... His whole bit is he's, like, deliberate, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Try to do a walking brawl with him for 30 minutes. Good Lord, man. Yeah, it was It was not fun. Alex, is your DVD Blu-ray? It is. Yeah, I saw it. I saw a, D a WWE DVD at Walmart. And it wasn't Blu-ray, and I said, "What's the whole point of producing a DVD if it's not going to be Blu-ray?" <laughs> yeah, I don't think they sell those. At, like, Walmart's the only place left that sells DVDs, and the Blu-rays you have to buy online. Yeah, because it said new releases, and then it had WrestleMania that Cody and and Roman on it and all that. So, this oh, is almost that's, a year old. that's right. The um, the only Blu-rays they release anymore in the U.S. are the WrestleManias. But wow. it wasn't Blu-ray. It was just a regular DVD. I said, I picked it up and said, who would buy this? I was talking to someone about this the other day. It's popped me very much. I think I spoke to you about this, Bob. But um, Tough Enough uh, winner, Maven, mm. has exploded as a YouTuber in the current climate, which is which is fascinating to me. And there was a clip of it where he talks about his paydays and he talks about how, like, for the, until the network, they used to get real royalties on those DVDs because people really bought those, you know? I mean, yeah. like, that was a real thing. If you wanted to watch a pay-per-view, you buy the damn DVD. And he said, now you get like 30 bucks in the in the mouth <laughs> because obviously everyone has the fucking network. It killed that business. Contrarian and, and co are keeping it alive, brother. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Keep money in those fellas' pockets. Is this the woman that ended up marrying Bray Wyatt? IRL? Yes, it is. Okay. Which is about to age even funnier in mere moments here. Um, That is our opener, right? Mm-hmm. The Ring of Fire, back when like everyone was like, "Man, this Bray Wyatt thing's gonna be huge." And then this was the first match he wrestled. 
and it yeah. was kind of like, oh, cool, like stupid, big, dumb gimmick match. Let's now let's see what he can really do. And then it was just by the uh, by thirty, it was a mercy kill on Cena's part. Yeah, I don't, I've seen this once. I remember it being pretty dreadful. So we'll we'll see what happens here. Um, it's JBL. Okay. He's having fun. Doritos jacked Michael. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're currently in the. Uh, Roberts is currently running down the rules for this, which is which is funny in itself. Okay, Kane's entrance has begun for me. Where are you guys at? Just so I know. Sync Kane's entrance was started. Yeah, okay. it's just started. Okay. All right, I'm going to scooch forward a little bit here. Okay. Because I know we're watching this three different versions of this. So it's, it's good, you know. <laughs> All right, yeah, here comes here comes the smartest man in wrestling right now. Here he this is. Has be, this has to be a fucking rib on him, bro. Just look at him. He looks like an idiot, bro. Just, like, <laughs> have you ever seen the corporate cane run, Manny? No. So you see, oh, like, oh I have. Uh, I've seen one clip where they turn on Dusty. So you see, like he's Titan Tron, he's the flames and stuff. When he was corporate cane, they still kept that, even <laughs> though he was just a dude in slacks. And he Which wrestles. At WrestleMania 30 and slacks and elbow pads. He comes out yeah. to wrestle the shield. Yep. And one of the all-time great original run talking shop moments is the machine gun Carl Anderson watching Raw and being baffled by this. Like he's, he's like, why does he still have the flames? Uh, the, uh, one of the things, like, I'm never going to forget Undertaker's retirement. Everybody's out there in suits and you just have Kane. Just a, in the that, was that, that was one. That was great. That's one of the only things from like the Thunderdome I remember because I was laughing so hard watching that. That was so deeply embarrassing. Bro waited all those years to retire and did it in the pandemic. <laughs> fucking owned. Don't worry. Now they had like, fucking coach Paul Bear. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he does the one man show now, right? He's a. Yeah. He's a he stand does. up. That's what happened. I don't know what happened when you're famous. You everybody does. Charlie Sheen did it. Nigel does it now. Yeah, like all these like. But Nigel does an actual magic show though. Oh yeah. He does tricks. He doesn't just stand out there and tell you about you know the vaccine or whatever. Mike Tyson did it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Foley did it, but his vaccine. Yeah. Foley's funny though. To be fair. Yeah, that's true. I I saw Jim Ross's back in 2017, and like, I don't think much has changed. She just really didn't give a fuck. I'm sorry, man. Why would you have Jim doing that gig? That's fucking nuts, man. He did it on the at the comedy club on the Riverwalk, and it was like eleven in the morning, and it was it was just kind of a surreal atmosphere. And the only thing I remember is he did an impression of Jim Barnett that made me laugh really hard, and it didn't seem like anyone else knew who Jim Barnett was. I love oh. Jim. That does not sound like the best use of his uh, waning skill set, unfortunately. But... What, what would a what would a Brock Lesnar one man show look like? <laughs> <laughs> Give me your money. I'll get out. Yeah. Honestly, with the right host, that could actually rule based on his performance on the uh, the McAfee hey, show. I remember when he went on that and was like, "Wait, what? Brooks mm-hmm. like funny? The fuck? Would it, would it, what would would it be good if Paulie was the one doing the like the host? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Paulie does his own. He does some of those shows with uh, with McIntosh for. Yeah, yeah, inside the ropes, and that's where you get the famous clip that gets tweeted once a week where he talks about Benny. Mm-hmm. You know, when he starts yelling and being poorly. One of the Paul. best I've ever seen. Fuck. Paul, the, the Paul, <laughs> yeah. uh, Gallows, Anderson, Matt Jackson, when they talk about Corporate Kane and Indy, Indy Taker is an all-time talking yeah. shop episode. 
Absolutely. Um, the crowd is... So is, this is, you said, Alex, this is his first match, Bray, right? Correct. They had done a few run-ins on TV. And for again, for those of you who may not understand the context, this was back when NXT was like strictly like an underground yeah. thing. Um, What's that shit? Oh, my God, it's fire. It's <laughs> <laughs> the ring of fire. Um, and so, like, Bray say, Wyatt the, came the in. The debut like, angle was great, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, that fire well, that looks a thing, fucking like, sorry, bro. It looks like the stuff you see outside of a restaurant on a, on a cold day. It was Bray, Paige, and Bo Dallas that everyone was acting like was awesome. Like from the NXT system. I mean, ever like nerds like me knew who Neville and you know Sammy and um, Rollins and shit were. Right. But yeah, so I mean, it's tough though because how do you? That's a cool visual, man. That's a really cool visual. Um. How do you like appraise? Because I was about to scoff at that and be like, "Well, they they did good with those three predictions." But I guess on like a broad level, Bray has been a success, right? He's got over huge. He's been a big star. He's just for people like us, it's like, yeah. Imagine watching him, you know, like it's difficult. Well, and also even to this day, no no one can convince me that people actually like him beyond his entrance and his like histrionics. Yeah, like yeah, what (laughs) on like. Limiting like Goldberg and matches I ironically enjoy. He's got just maybe five like truly great matches. Mm-hmm. I think there is, I do think there's a disconnect between like what we like about wrestling and what uh, he's fan. They like the Easter egg stuff I've, I've noticed. And uh, I don't care for that. But yeah. that's something that is very like, I mean, Bob, you probably see it. Like, like when he was coming back, it was insane. Like, the people yeah. really got with that. And it was just all about, like, hints and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's fucking nuts. I don't know. He's been a very interesting character. I'll say that for him. This Not is kind of like, screen, yeah. this is pretty analogous to his career. Like, everyone yes. popped the first, like, fire thing. And then it's just kind of like, it's just a match. Mm-hmm. But, again, yeah. defending it because this is my favorite show, you know, to be a truly great pro wrestling show, you have to have the one big dumb match. Like Tracy Smothers mm-hmm. needs to wrestle a bear or some shit on your show. This match doesn't feel very dangerous. Well, the problem with this is, is they've obviously put him with Kane because internally they always trusted Kane as like this, you know, this steady hand will put him over. And, but the problem is Bray needs guys who can create the motion in the match. I mean, he's trying his best to do it here, but yeah, it's just, there's not a lot of, uh, to your point, Manny, there's not a lot of fireworks beyond the literal fire. <laughs> I need to see what how MFW M F. Oh my god, I can't say now. FMW, MFW would handle this because um, when I watch those matches, I feel scared for everybody involved here. I'm just like, you know, just don't take. To a be fair, you're not wrong, but for 2013 WWE, them doing this all was still kind of like, yeah, yeah. Should be said for it. Yeah, it's got to suck to be in there, dude. You can, oh yeah. I, you could probably barely breathe. Oh, yeah. imagine being a imagine wrestling in that after the ring's hot. You're like, fuck, man, this bad's hot. Like, what am I gonna have to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just take a bump on a hot ring. That ring's gonna get even hotter when Nikki Bella comes out later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bray, yeah. like the comment there about his offense being loose. It's like he does that one thing where he like heaves his body at you, and he he's knocked the shit out of people with that before. But other than yeah. that, it's Oh, I mean, fuck. this match sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. No, that's the whole point. And then you got him in there with Kane doing this shit. And it's like, all right, come on. K- Kane looks dreadful in this match, man. 
Kane Kane got a second lease on life with, or I guess at that point, a seventh lease on life with that tag team with Brian. And then after that, it was just like, I I don't remember anything he did of note. That was, did he yeah. run any like house show matches before this? Because they look like they've never spoke to each other based on the way their timing is in this situation. I don't... If I remember correctly, like they the Bray's first match on the main roster thing, they tried to keep that a shoot. I know he worked a few house shows here and there, but like right. they didn't want people to... <laughs> It was uh, Gable <laughs> Steveson. They're like, we don't want we don't want this to get out until it has to. I don't I don't want to. Oh, man, I'm not the guy that you know perfect health. But was Bray always like Bray like always like he was a big boy? Yeah, was he never uh, like in shape? Because here he looks out of shape. He's a big dude. Like if he's if you look at his like chest, you can tell he is just a big dude. Well, but I feel like um, if you wrestle, that was I also feel like you would just be in ring shape, so you can still look like shit. Yeah, but you'll be. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, in real time here in 2013, that was kind of part of his, of his appeal too, because yeah. it was still Vince firmly in control of just bodies are all that really matter, and so you got kind of a bigger dude on TV. It's like, all right, this looks cool. <laughs> the wild card, Eric Rowan, <laughs> the man God, who retired, man. Dwayne Johnson. I really would have avoided having them do that spot on ringside. That was super goofy for their first. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? That was a that was like. They were like they were in a silent movie then. That was yeah, insane. It feels weird because they're both mythical, <laughs> mystical, you know, char- all of them are mythical characters and they could just just turn off the yeah. fire like Kane. Fucking I, did, uh, I feel like they'd have been well served to give Bray a, a worker who's kind of, you know, fluid and quick, to be honest. But yeah. yeah. Uh, now I'm just thinking of Rowan doing like a, a chaplain dance out at ringside. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember the big one they did like was they beat up R Truth or some shit? And like, why not just give Bray R Truth for five yeah. minutes on this instead? But I suppose yeah. though, in fairness, look, we all know it sucks now. But going in, this definitely was an attraction because of the gimmick, oh, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. Ring of Fire, and the last time they'd done the Inferno deal was when MVP got like fucking disintegrated, wasn't it? Remember that? Yeah. Remember how bad he got fucked up in that match? Yep. Yeah, that was uh, man. If you've never seen the OG Inferno match with Taker and Kane. Yeah. There's like I think I've seen it, yeah. one of the most iconic things Taker ever did. He did a suicide dive over like the wall of flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I saw that as a kid. I haven't seen it now. As a, I haven't seen it as an adult. I just remember that like, picture too. Kane, you know, they, this whatever it is, like the cellophane around his hand that gets slid on fire. And he's, ah! <laughs> yeah, MVP got like legit <laughs> fucked up in that. I don't know if you guys are saying this is Bray's first match. I don't know how I feel about the interference in his first match because yeah, you're trying to I say agree. you're trying to establish him as a world beater, but it's like how is he a world be beater? Kane he can't, yeah, he can't be <laughs> yeah, no, I agree, and it's even weirder because I would think the one reason you'd use Kane is because he's happy to put guys over like this. You know, it's kind of weird that you protect him anyway. It's strange. And I feel like you kind of did like I think you just killed the gimmick here because it's like nobody can enter the Inferno match. And these guys just put a, a fire <laughs> blanket over it. I wouldn't worry too much. <laughs> it wasn't dead on night one, which it wasn't, to be fair. They certainly killed it in the years that followed. Don't worry oh, too yeah. much. How many times has he been champion now? Three? Uh, two. two, right? Yeah, two. Has he held the belt? Did he, or was it just no. the... Yeah, yeah he, the belt. The, the no, one he had the first time was... Twice. Wait what? Wait both times, right? No, it was no, because no, AJ had the WWE belt. That was the WWE belt. 
Uh, yeah, that would make sense because Brock yeah. and Goldberg was for the Universal, so Orton yeah. and him for. I'll just look. Oh, it up. You should know that, Bob. Come on, bro. Bro, bro just got dunked on for Brock Bill Goldberg trivia. That's crazy. Oh, I was match yesterday. That was you cool. Did. did anyone quote tweet your support of that match? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that, dude. Come on now. Bray, Bray Wyatt shouldn't have this long of a Wikipedia page. Telling you, look again for us, we all feel a somewhere. I'm telling you guys, in 20 years, he's gonna go to conventions and people are gonna come up to him with fiend figures and be like, Man, you were my it's the way wrestling works, yeah, it's the game we love. You know? He was a one time WWE champion, it's a shame, <laughs> <laughs> and he's a two time Universal champion. It is funny that he's reign after all those years waiting for it ended the way it did. It's incredible, like just. As good as it gets, man. And he's a one-time tag champion with Matt Hardy. Yeah, that was. I do bad. remember that? Oh, he, had, he had the tag belts with Orton, also. Yeah, Orton and Luke Harper. That's SmackDown. Freebird rule, brother. You want to read his observer, his observer Hall of Fame, or his observer list? Huh? huh? He yeah, has, man, He has most overrated gimmick, or most overrated 2020, worst gimmick 2017. Worst gimmick 2020, worst shoot of the year 2017, worst shoot of the year 2019, worst shoot of the year 2020, worst shoot of the year 2021, worst worked match of the year 2014, worst worked match of 2017, worst match of the year 2019, worst match of the year 2020. Was the 2014 one the cage match with Cena? 2014, yeah, John Cena Extreme Rules. Yeah, that match is really okay. bad. Alex, you were right, it seems. Free time champ. Seven day reign before Roman came back. That makes sense, right, Bob? Mm-hmm. One of the few times I'm not proud to be right in this big circle. Big free, brother. The big free. Man, I would I I, I wish I batted this good as Bray Wyatt with the worst gimmicks, man. Just Big Brother just... Bray is sweating bullets. <laughs> now they're gonna execute Kane live mm. in Los Angeles. Mm. Honestly, probably could have done the world some good, you know. Oh shit! You know, in 2014 for PWI, he won Match of the Year in 2014 with John Cena. <clears throat> All right. Wow. Anyone, to be most- fair, though, to be fair, and again, I'm sorry to do the. I don't want to defend Bray Wyatt, but and Alex and Bob, you'll be able to for this. It is a tried and true tradition that the things that get over in there to be for hated by the observer readers. Oh, yeah. To be fair, oh yeah, that is—I mean—that is a tale as old as time. If we're being we're being totally fair, his um I mean, his last man standing match was seen as very good. I don't know if I've seen it. That payback, it's right before one, uh, second Shield Evolution match, which is also very—that's one of those things that I didn't watch live, and the idea of me sitting down to watch John Cena versus Bray Wyatt is just like. It's just Fair. I can't, you know. I he's one. he's the case that like solidified. And Brian's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. But like, yeah, every singles match they had, it was like substantially better than anything else you'd seen Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. do. And it was like Brian is a fucking miracle worker. Even even the Fiend stuff, the strap yes. match with the Fiend was good. Yeah, was very- that was the most impressive because. 2014 Bray, while not a super worker, it was clear you could have good matches with him if you were of that caliber. The Fiend, he's the only guy who had a good match with the Fiend. He's the only one who even came close to having a good match with the Fiend, actually, for that matter. His, his last two accomplishments are Feud of the Year and Most Hated Wrestler of the Year as part of the Nexus. <clears throat> Why not? That rules. 
So contemporaneously, we're thinking, well, that was okay. But this Bray Wyatt guy, he's got a lot to give. This is going to be good. Oh, I forgot about every segment he had back then ended going, Dat! and it was just a flash of like that goat mask. Good shit. Bravo. And look at Shawn Michaels. My God. Man, that's crazy. Look, what happened between 2013 and like 2017? He went bald, right? He went bald, right? <laughs> He's hanging on at this point, bro. He's hanging on. The front is the issue. Oh, fuck. It's Vicky Guerrero. Jesus wept. Man, Booker's one of those guys you always... He's a big dude. He was just in that generation of, like, giants. And so you see him next to Sean, which, again, Sean is not a small human. No. And Booker's just, like, towering over him nearly. How tall is Sean? He's, like, 6'1 or 6'2". No, there's no way. I've always been told Shawn Michaels is like five five or something. There's no, no. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the the narrative of like uh, who's uh, Johnny Gargano. He's small, but so is so is Shawn Michaels. It's like Shawn was like six yeah. foot two twenty. Like he was small because the guy before him was Hulk Hogan. That happens a lot now. It's like there's a oh, real misconception of, of what the smaller guys used to be. In the it's not when you watch the old uh, cruiserweights, or especially when WWF had their fucking light heavyweights. Like yeah. Two I, four, I, you know. Like. I thought I can always kick the shit out of Sean, but turns out we're just on the same play. We're on the same playing field. I still think you could, to be honest. I, I, do. I think you got it. He's only got one eye, man. You got this. Vicky. Yeah, this is a, a murderer's row here. <laughs> Nightmare blunt rotation. <laughs> Why is Michael Cole talking like that? He sounds like so scared about the Brock Lesnar CM Punk match, like real somber tones. Because they just kidnapped Kane, Manny. What? They have this, to... is how, this is how wrestling promotions put their angles over, bro. You got to bust out that Owen voice. Yeah. <laughs> Manny's used to Excalibur going, up next. <laughs> Jerry Lawler's shirt is certainly a choice that he made on that day. Yeah. yeah it looks like those affliction shirts. Yeah. He's an interesting fella. <laughs> it's a way of putting it. It is. It's the best I got right now. <laughs> the other week on Dynamite Alex, they did an angle where uh, Swerve went to Nick Wayne's like backyard mm-hmm. and attacked him and smashed a frame with a picture of his father in it over his head and Nick Wayne was bleeding buckets in this angle and it was like really serious and they went back to ringside and Scalable was like things are getting personal and then Aussie opens theme hit you know the Aussie 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 <laughs> and, the, and the camera just moves on away we go folks tag team action oh the funniest one too was he's talking about can you make a game beat up this week and he says <laughs> But let me pass it to Hangman Page. I was at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, that is not, you know, like, think what you will of Excalibur, but that's on the people in his ear to tell him, like, it's, he has too much going on. You know, he has to do 100 things. So I don't mean that as a knock, but it is funny. My favorite one of those was um, back when <clears throat> Midian got abducted by the ministry. It's like... Uh, they're just showing him backstage and he's like not crucified but kind of just like you know handcuffed mm-hmm. and like it's in this dark dank room and like there's smoke and he's just going help me somebody help me <laughs> and then it cuts to a wide shot of the crowd what does everybody want and jim ross is like and hey, we're back live 
Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> no, look, it's the national champion, Damian Sandow. There's no way he's still got that belt. Is, is he really should leave Damian Sandow. Does he still work for the NWA, Manny, or are you just popping yourself for that? Last time I remember him having been the national champion. Yeah. The attache was funny, how he came out with it handcuffed to him. And uh, this was a fine, like, old school character of, like, you know, it's the genius. But, like, we're about two years away from people telling us that he's, like, the most slept on talent in wrestling. And, uh, yeah, you know, it, we still battle it daily with wrestling Twitter and whatnot. There's no shame in being a mid-card, lower-card Is that Michael actor. Elgin? Where? In the front row. Well, I hope not. <laughs> now, now I'm an Elgin watcher. <laughs> Some jokes I'm going to leave unsaid there, folks. And, uh, My Manny, bad. You, can, you, you, can detect that, you can detect that moving forward. Oh, we'll try man. and get Manny a, a signal to kind of warn us in future, you know? I can't believe I'm breaking my rule of watching a Cody Rhodes match. Look, there he is. Oh, you missed it again. Okay. Now, this was the uh, the Rhodes Scholars deal, right? Yeah. Yes, the way Sandow won the Money in the Bank was he pushed Cody off the top of the ladder. And that's how he M turned on him. MJF has that kind of uh, role. Yeah. Whatever happened to this guy? Look, there he is. Look, he's right there. You see him? Oh, he's like super over at this point, and it's just fascinating if they'd have actually gone with him, how much that would change history. Like, if they God, actually just pushed Cody Rhodes, that would change everything, you know? I don't think it's dramatic to say he's put on at least like 40 pounds of muscle since yeah. this. Well, yeah, definitely. Going to the gym and meeting some friends around the gym, you know, that helped you out a lot. He's going to be president yeah. one day. I know Crosby will be voting for him. He's fired up, man. He's got all the merchandise. He's like a like a child, isn't he, Bob? Yes. Great punches there, by the way. Well, hello. This is pretty good so far. We're for about 15 seconds. I'm at about four stars. It's Charlie Robinson. Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> Charlie he's, Robinson. He's the only ref I know besides Aubrey. I remember being really like jacked about this at the time because it had been forever since they did any kind of like undercard match with stakes. Like it was a tag team that broke up that wasn't like a main event program. Yeah. So, it, and, you know, it's okay to have storylines everywhere on the card, bro. So where did <laughs> where did Sandow? Uh, when did he do the cash in the, the failed cash in deal? When is that? Like October, uh, I believe. Cody looks so much better with his hair. He's never the same after that, right? That's like the end, right, basically? You see him? Wait, Bob, how did Cena get the belt back? Because it was on Cena that he cashed in on. Um, That's a good question. Let's see. Well, there's two belts, right? So he probably he must have beat Alberto. Right, right. When you see Cody right here, he looks like a real person. When you see him now, he just seems like a fake guy. Like his hair. That's why he's over, about man. Yeah. He's, he's like a cartoon character now. How dare he look like a star? He looks like an yeah, anime man. villain. He should look like a mid-car like he's supposed to. <laughs> hey, man, if you still believe he's a mid-carter after what he's accomplished in the WWE, then <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm just and by uh, what he's accomplished, I, I mean losing at WrestleMania. 
Manny's just lashing out. It's very personal for him, you know. Cody used to be his favourite mid-carder, and now it's, it's, it's turned into a... It was, it was a love relationship, now it's very much a hate one. It is what it is. It is pretty fascinating to watch, like, how he's moving here and how he's very, like, wrestler. And I'm the, and now he's just, like, you know, as over-the-top as can be. That's kind of the way wrestling's supposed to work, right? Like, you Yeah, there was do, a guy you know, with a big blonde mustache that would just go, oof, and people would be like, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I broke it down yesterday. Why I hate Cody? He, yeah, he did the. Bro. He put the fake. He put the boots in the middle of the ring, bro. You don't do that. You know, that's a sacred. It's sacred. Thing. Yeah, sacred time. Yeah. Leaving the gloves in the octagon. Yeah, you don't. You don't play around with that stuff. You don't. Yeah, that's Ever like seen? Malachi Black's gimmick in AEW. You know, is he like collects people's possessions? <laughs> yeah. They just finished a feud where he had Andrade's mask, and then this week he stole Billy Gunn's boots. Bro, I'm so <laughs> mad that we never got the Andrade Malachi match. But yeah, Malachi doesn't he doesn't really wrestle singles matches anymore. It's crazy. Good gig. Do they have singles matches in AEW anymore? Um, I'll just add calling MGF in any woman's match. A couple. The bunny has a couple. What are we doing here? All right. Alex, you're lucky you don't have a podcast because then you have to talk about AEW's women's division every week. Yeah. Yeah. Manny's really good at talking about the women's division. He really breaks it down and sort of dissects it, you know? <laughs> After I get caught as sexist for a bit. <laughs> yeah, he's not making a comeback. <laughs> it's the least you could do, I suppose. We need more Cody on, on top in this deal because... This Sandow heat segment is no fun for anyone. <laughs> oh my god, he's gonna do the muscle buster. I'm not I'm not a fan of when people do the headbutts and they, they grab their hand and they put it on top of their head and they do it. Just to, if you're gonna throw a headbutt, just fake it like you're gonna hit him. Just don't throw your hand up there. You know who had a, a phenomenal muscle buster? Yeah, you don't remember Cody was using that at this point? <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh <laughs> he uh oh, wow. there was that time in like ninety eight or 99, when Billy Gunn started using, like, the diamond cutter and the jackhammer. It's like Cody found a Samoa Joe match. He's like, I hope no one else has heard of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Sandow is, uh... I don't know how I feel about, you know, Cody throwing those lariats and, you know, Sandow taking huge bumps for him. Well, to be fair, it's Damian Sandow, and he's Cody Rhodes. Watching this through 2023 optics is very yeah. different. <laughs> you can definitely see why there was hesitancy about oh Sandow just watching God, this match. Though, you know? Yeah. Like he's like he's feed there and everything. Like he's very uh his work's pretty messy, man. I can't remember. Was he a guy who like it was his lifelong dream or was he one of those guys that just they found and tried to make a wrestler? Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. It's a good question. What? Bob, are you are you aware of anything about the Sandow's uh, background? Um, I am not. I think they just kind of found him, but he wasn't like an athlete. I don't think he was a. Uh... Is he trained with Killer Kowalski in two thousand one and just kind of because uh... they signed him in like two thousand four and took forever to get him up. What? <laughs> when did yeah, he go on? He was there for a long time. Yeah, he was. He was like an OVW. Yep. Oh my god. But wait, he went up I in like twenty twelve, like, didn't he? Year, but... Yeah, Jesus. he um, I think he, he might have left wizard. a couple times. Was the Finally original Angelo Dawkins? So he yeah. was 
most likely trained in some way by Cornette and made yeah. up in 2012. That's insane, man. That's proposed. That's like mine. They're two different worlds to me. I can't believe this is a real thing. I don't know how I feel about Cody moving like uh, like he's in the X Division or something. He looks man, great Cody. here, man. Yeah, and that little cute homage to SummerSlam 92. Who's doing the Brett uh, Davy finish next week? CM Punk uh, and some old I, can't, I can't answer that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you were talking about headbutts, though. I was watching another old SummerSlam. Old, I mean, relatively, but um, you know who had amazing headbutts was Paige because she knew how to use like her hair for that. She would just whip her hair into it, and they looked incredible. Mm. I don't See know that? if she still does those. I would hope not. No, she doesn't. Yeah. You know, when she wrestles, nobody watches. So you know, just... oh, good, good <laughs> lord! You just try to fight the allegations. Oh, you calm ups. down. They, they they put her as the last match on Rampage. Nobody watches that shit. <laughs> You're not wrong, yeah. They got the right finish there, at least, right? Perfectly fine. Second match on the show. Uh, yeah, but yes. you were right. The Sandow heat segment went a little little long. Is it? Is this not like New Japan where you win the briefcase? Um, No. It's not like New Japan in any which way, actually. Man, I thought you'd have noticed that for the first 40 minutes of the show. <laughs> well, hold on. We get, we get some strong style in the main event we, of the show. We do, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. handcuffed to the turnpost. That's funny. Later, did people know in four years, you know, Tyson Kidd will never wrestle again with that one? Yeah, it's tough, bro. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. It's not even four years. It's two. It's not even two years. Oh, May shit. 2015. Yep. So, that feels like a different WWE. Right? No way. Samojo comes in two years later. After this. Yeah, I was, I was at that Raw, but we were late. And so, like, we missed that oh. match. Kind of for the better. That It's not something I would want to see. No. That's one of those great reminders of like, you know, we will have our fun and talk our shit, but like anything can happen on any given night. It's very ter- it's actually a terrifying thing to ponder, you know? Like mm-hmm. how many dudes has Joe hit that move with no issues? Just fucking insane. Hayabusa to me. He did that move a million times. Yeah. Perfect example, yeah. The biggest Absolutely. lie I've ever nobody ever told me, but I, I thought it was was that Dusty Rhodes did the the crossroads. And I, I never seen him do it. <laughs> I told you that. No, I just, no, I just assumed he did since Dude. Cody and Dustin both did it. So I said they must be copying Dusty. And I said there was no way Dusty was able to do that move. But I'm like, they, they got that move from someone. Dusty would have called any if anyone like did that move on Dusty's show. He'd been like, you a fucking mock daddy. <laughs> God bless Dusty, but. You ever watch a Dusty match? He ain't leaving his feet too often. No. He didn't need to, to be fair, right? So, God bless him. Well, that's the whole point. I was listening to Theavon, and Theavon asked him about uh, Dusty, Ric Flair. Theavon asked Ric Flair about Dusty, and Dusty said, man, if you know, he said, Dusty was a big man, but he used to go an hour all the time. Yeah, he said, to be fair, though, when you wrestled like Dusty wrestled, you could go that long because, as Alex just said, he didn't need to do anything. You know, he was over. He just he could hit a few jabs and sell, right, basically. And against Flair, he didn't even have to take big bumps. He would just lie down a lot, really, <laughs> effectively. Is everyone on this video package for Christian Del Rio? Yes. It's yeah. quite good. This video yeah. package feels very 90s. It's very weird that. Uh, well, the whole point of it was like, <laughs> LOL, this was supposed to be like Christian's last hurrah. The storyline was like he had come back to WWE and all he wanted to do was win the world title one more time. And they, uh, one more match was like his catchphrase he kept saying. Yeah. So this match was like 
supposed to be the culmination of his career. So the whole video package is like his whole run here. So was this was this his first match since coming back from TNA? No, he had been oh. around for a few years. He had already oh. he had won the world title too, but Orton won it two days later. Oh, from him. that's right, he did. But this was like um, he had been on a hot streak, and then honestly, he his last match was. I was at the SmackDown where he won the number one contendership. It was him, RVD, and Orton in a really, really good three-way, kind of a hidden gem. Um, but anyway, his last match would have been in February of 2014 until 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was almost it was almost spot on the idea of this being his last try. Obviously, that's changed dramatically in the last couple of years, but almost, yeah. And this match is oh, great. I have no memory of this, and I'm excited to watch it because. I think I just love watching Christian wrestle. I mean, obviously the guys wrestling is a piece of shit, but well, um, as, I assume as they're saying, gonna have a great match. It's, in my opinion, one of like Del Rio's three good matches. Other two being his Punk match at Survivor Series 2011, Dolph. and of course, yeah, the uh, Dolph Payback match. The, Christian the shirt's a little time. bit busy. It has to uh, be said, this I love Christian. I'm happy I watched this match, but it's kind of crazy that this wasn't the show where Dolph like won the belt from Del Rio after the double <laughs> because they did that like just before this, right? <laughs> yeah, and it was weird. We'll talk about it when we get to Dolph's match in a little bit because they had a rematch at Money in the Bank that had a non-finish, so it yeah. really felt like they were going to circle back around to Dolph and uh, Z- um, Del Rio after this show, which, spoiler alert, does not happen. <laughs> he never gets like... I mean, I guess they kind of float a bit because he has the Survivor Series moment the next year or whatever, but I don't know. It's weird, man. That double turn, indeed, yeah. The double turn went so well. It's crazy to me. I I love Christian. He's the best. I was always always a Christian guy over the edge. That's right. Now, Del Rio sucked, obviously, as a person, but he looks good in that big gold belt. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. He's a, I'm not as big a fan as the Oracle of Wrestling is, who I think has declared him one of the great wrestlers of the generation. <laughs> he, he was a good work. If you'll notice, uh, Birdie here has a black eye. Um, the story at the time was he got in a fight the night before, surprisingly not with a woman, but uh, he and Drew Mack got in a fight with like some frat boys or some shit at a bar the night before this. That's, I'm sorry to say, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Bro, it's so funny that this is the guy that fought, you know, Krokop, Kro- Kro- and then, like, he tried doing MMA and all that and just wasn't good at it. Yeah, but, I mean, to be fair, though, like, could you imagine picking a fight with Alberto Del Rio and Drew Mack? That's fucking crazy. God bless those kids, man. That was that, but couldn't, I mean, they yeah. obviously hit Del Rio. He's got black eyes. So. Yeah. Like, I wonder if he, if you think this is crazy, I don't think about it. Probably let a luchador fight with his mask on. Like, no way that happens today. Like, yeah, fighting or well, uh, Pride did a lot of things that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what made Pride awesome. Manoa Man versus Giant Silva. Oh God, Manoa Man. Do you remember when uh, Dream did that like Hulk tournament, Alex? Super Hulk tournament it? with yeah. Jose Canseco. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Hong Man Choi. Was Musasi in that for no apparent reason? So I swear they put Musasi. Yes, yeah, Musasi. And then um, one of the opening round matches, Melvin Manhoff knocked out Mark Hunt cold in like 10 <laughs> seconds. That's one of the craziest. 
And because like Mark Hunt outweighed him by like a hundred pounds when they yeah. fought. And he, he took that on a day's notice too. Speaking of late notice, we have a fifth man. Like we're starting fire's about to be complete. Just in oh, time shit. for Alberto Del Rio match. The Oracle of Wrestling. <laughs> Here he is. Michelle Beetle. All right, where are we at now? Del Rio and Christian is just starting. Uh, okay. Bobby, can you timestamp our friend, the Oracle of Wrestling? Yes, Great man, Oracle was here. I've, yeah, I've got a new laptop, and there's fancy things you can do with it now. Yeah. Like I can actually pull up a shirt. double screen, and it's not like complicated. Yeah. So. Um, 4435 at the moment. So, yeah, right about uh, 45. I, I, know we're I know we're trying to get Oracle in here, but I thought Dream was a. Uh, was a, a wrestling promotion. I didn't know it was uh, a shoot promotion. That was like the spiritual successor of Pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved Dream, man. The Xano's New Year's Eve shows, it was on YouTube until a couple of years ago. The 20, the one when Fujita nearly died, 2009, 2010, yeah. one of those, that was on there. And it was like eight hours long. Chevelle and Mayhem on comms. <laughs> was that the one where uh, Uberim killed Todd Duffy in like five seconds? It was, that was the year after the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, the one really that was when it was uh, it was Sengoku versus Dream. Remember when they did like, oh, the promotional yeah. war? Yeah. Those New Year's shows, man, they kind of got close to the feeling of it. But... Joe, the funniest yeah. the funniest thing I listened to was I listened to Rogan earlier. No, the other day he had Brandon Schaub on, <laughs> and he had he had Brandon Schaub and Brian Callen on, and they and the thing was they brought up a thing where Brandon Schaub was going to fight Derek Lewis maybe, and uh, they were going to use Pride rules. And then Joe was just like this. Pride rules. So head kicks. And he says soccer kicks and stomps. And then he said, and then they said, yeah. Was and Brendan Schaub saying this? Yeah, that's what Brendan Schaub Yeah, Schaub's that didn't saying. happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. This was right before they announced that Derek Lewis was, he resigned with the UFC. And he said this was in talks. And he didn't want to do it, but Brian Callen kept trying to tell him to do it. And Joe said not to do it until he heard the rules that they're going to use pride rules. And Joe sat back and said, well, maybe. Just <laughs> maybe just so you can see it. Yeah. yeah he was probably thinking he... maybe Shaw will get out of my life. <laughs> this, this is how I get rid of him. Yeah. Oh so guys, this match is fucking awesome, man. Listen, I gotta tell you something. I was I was on the way home, something crazy happened. So I'm riding and I see looks like a Jeep, looks like you know, some kid's Jeep. <laughs> Such a freak around the road. And I comes up on the shoulder, starts yeah. waving some you know, some fucking pistol at me. It was really, you know. Do you have a mustache? I, I missed that for a second. I was like, where is he going with this? But yeah. I hear no, he's a sweetheart, though. I wasn't concerned for like a split second. I know exactly where he's going. He's not luring me in with this trap. The funny probably, thing is, I'm, I'm probably awesome. like 20, I'm probably like 20 seconds ahead, but I'm this roughly. The match is awesome, though. Yeah, they're going to, to work on the outside. Oracle, right before yeah. you got on, I was explaining to me this is one of Del Rio's three great matches in the company, the other being with Punk and Ziggler. But uh, I, yeah, he's, uh, I was telling them, too, he's got the, the black eye going because the story that Dave put out at the time was him and Drew McIntyre got in a fight with some frat boys at a bar the night before this. That's right, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Has anybody seen Del Rio before he came to the WWE? I've not, no. Just a croak up fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was so, confused uh, at the I, beginning of this though. The the ring announcer wasn't screaming, so how do I know that it was good? Brother, Christian Cage is like uppercut strike is incredible in this fight. I mean it's always good, but in this match, 
Go he's to, a beautiful there was a match. Elbow earlier on that uh, that yeah. um, ADR catches Christian with that was nasty. Like when he came when he came into the charge in the corner. This is I a just, classical match. This is right here. Oh, I love yeah. the urgency Christian's wrestling with the whole time too. Yep. So I missed this show live. I was uh, I was helping I was helping friends uh, move into uh, their dorms in college, and uh, I missed this entire show live. But Dad and Dustin ordered it, so I watched the replay when I came home. Nice. Yeah, it's a classic. Oh, absolutely. You I'm know, a bit uncomfortable with how this is making me feel about Alberto Del Rio. To be totally honest with you, fellas, because this is you know, this is Del unbelievable. Del Rio, when he's announced for wrestling shows in Mexico to this day, he says former WWE World Champion. That's what it, all those guys will put on their resume forever. Of course. And then, I, then when you ask him about it, he says, "Yeah, I still constantly in talks with them, you know, and all that." <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's the classic Del Rio move. Yeah. Do you remember how weird his return run was? I was in the line at Survivor Series 2015, the crazy line, because there was the ISIS threat with, like, dogs and shit sniffing everybody Fucking in the line. insane is the world we live in. That and, was a real um, sentence, Mark, we just said. This guy, this, this couple in front of us, this guy was like... Oh, hammer bump. Oh! Del Rio, Del Rio got... Good Lord. Del, Del Rio got paid uh, $10 million to come back for this run. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, sure, buddy. <laughs> Del Rio landed Ronnie's ass there on the ring side. That was, crazy. Oh, yeah. that, that, was the, yeah, that was the infamous uh, Fuarza Guerrera bump there. Beautiful. Chris Hamrick, of course, would take that on concrete because he was yeah. he was not an insane person. I gotta say, I love. I get why people were insulted by the belt not really meaning anything, but I do love when you had like traditional workers for the big gold. There's there's sank to that, right? We've done a couple of these matches in Grin Grapplers. Like, I don't know. This is a certain this ain't special about. It. I like it. My mic's broken, so you're going to hear a lot of weird noises. Yeah. You actually sound really clear. Was that, uh, was that a, 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 a pop top there, or is that you clipping the Glock, getting ready to go driving out in traffic? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just a mellow yellow, thankfully, for y'all. But <laughs> Mellow yellow, Daddy, the taste that beats Mountain Dew. Woo! Thankfully, for you right. like going to shoot the webcam or something, you know? <laughs> God, I hope not. Although I got this laptop on a good deal, I'll no say that. way. He, his cotton ears fucked up like that. Come on, man. No way they punched him that hard. I don't yeah. know, man. He's got a big fucking head. This is tremendous. This match. It's so good. Oh, I love Christian as a worker, baby. As a babyface worker, I mean, he's a bit of heel as a personality, he's, obviously, he's but as a worker, amazing he's amazing. Babyface worker. Just a brilliant wrestler, really. And just... I love when he like gets the crowd and just smacking the mat and shit. That shit rules. Yeah, Alex, you should genuinely watch the tag he where he teamed with Ricky on Collision recently. Mm-hmm. They had like twenty five minutes and they worked like a house show main event where they stretched everything, got the most out. Oh, so and Christian wrestles in a turtleneck now. <laughs> That's his gimmick. I saw a picture of that like with the sleeves cut off. That's hilarious. Well, it's yeah, funny, it's Alex, awesome. because Christian's in better shape than he is now. Like he's been better shape yeah. now than he is here, but he nice. wears a turtleneck, so you wouldn't even be able to tell. Yeah, he's like a he's like a Bond villain now. It's very funny. You can tell his body's worn down here at the time. Like you can just look at him. Yes. And he's like yeah, yeah. Right yeah, before you hopped on, we were talking about like he he wasn't even around for six more months. Mm-mm. In oh, fact, so he, he was around for a week after this, and then he was gone for five months. Came back like right after the Rumble, and then was and then got that bad concussion right before Mania. Because he was it in the chamber match. He got the concussion. Uh, I believe it was in a shame. I believe it was in a match with Sheamus because they had like no uh, 
Yeah. But didn't wasn't he wasn't he oh. world champion before before he, he retired? No. Yeah. So what happened is 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 they did have the chamber match, Alex, but he and Sheamus were still having a TV feud, and then Christian he turned heel on Sheamus, and oh. he um was the number one contender for the U.S. title against Ambrose, or I I, th- I think it was against Ambrose. Or no, I'm sorry. It was against Big E. He was the number one IC yeah, title yeah. contender for Big E. And he won a four-way on Raw, and that's where he got concussed. I remember he was supposed to be in the, the first Andre Battle Royal, and that was like the last time he was ever advertised on their TV, mm-hmm. and he wasn't in that. Wow. Yeah, he was supposed to have like an IC title match with Big E on main event or right. something, and he got concussed. And Like you said, he was advertised for the Battle Royal. but Yeah, that's the big what-up match I remember. I always saw – like all we saw once he came back was – we never got the Big E Christian match. Yeah, dude, we're there was some a comment not long ago about how hard the WWE tried with Del Rio, and as someone who lived in Texas, I had mentioned that SmackDown I went to in the build of this, where Christian won the number one contendership. It was during one of those weeks where like half the roster, or one of those times where half the roster was overseas already. So they did SmackDown. They taped it on like a Wednesday afternoon in Houston. And that place was sold out. I've been to pay-per-views in that building that weren't as packed as that because wow. Del Rio was on top. And when Del Rio came out, like the place just went like ballistic for him. So it's like, yeah. they, and I went to a house show in Waco where he was on top that was really well attended. So they definitely, you know, they always try to have a strong Hispanic star. But like with Del Rio, for some reason, at least for a period of time, it was working. So yeah, I, understand why I tried I, I will also say I will add one more match. I'm not sure if you've seen it, Alex, but the Big Show last man standing match where he wins the title is great. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, that that, uh, that match is great, and it's like a great crowd too. I can see what they like, why they loved him. To be honest, watching this, like he's I mean, he's I, tremendous here. I got to say. he's an awful baby face, but like just like this, yeah, yeah he's excellent here. I, I mean, right. I, I get I get what they try to do with like the Mexican guys and all that. When WWE has them, but. I feel like they would do so much better if they just had if they kept the luchador with his mask on. Like there was no point in it. I think I I get uh, Santos Escobar is a very handsome guy, but I don't know if you want it. He's still so much cooler with his mask and everything like that. I don't know. He looks pretty cool, man. He's pretty cool. Wow. But he looks so much cooler with the mask. I don't know. I, well, you're a mask pervert, though, man. You have like hundred of them right next to you there. You know. What spot did you just pump your fist at, Jeff? Frankenstein. <laughs> oh yeah. So so we're so we're basically at the same spot. Okay, yeah. good. I think this is like, like I know it'd be good. Don't get me wrong, because Christian's great and Dario. Told you, man, it's a hit gem right here. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, did you guys see I, what Angel Garza? I don't Garza. hear about it. I guess I wouldn't. Oh, like, that's Dario match. That's fair. This is great. Boom. Ooh, that was a sick counter drop kick there. Did you guys see what Angel Garza is hinting at on on Twitter? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> He's hinting at the Peros, you know, maybe being in, in WWE. Who is Angel Garza? The son of Hector Garza. <laughs> like he's Hector. a. What has he been doing on TV, Team with Humber? Yeah, I don't think he's on TV. Yeah, they're not. Well, like, you know, like, yeah, in theory, yeah, yeah. I just think it's funny. AEW has Los Singer and Alvarez, and you know, they're gonna have Los Peros. Fellas, the timing. The timing. Oh. Ooh. This is an absolute ripper. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's not even just like a good, like, tidy match. Like, they're actually, like, going for it. So they're, putting, they're going to have a big finish here and everything. Yeah. It's a big part of the reason I love this show so much. In addition to, like, 
great matches. It's so well laid out. It's kind of like, meh, meh, yeah. boom, meh, meh, boom. I will say, the uh, whoever those kids that fought Del Rio and Drew, they beat the shit out of Del Rio. He's busted open all over his face. It's insane. Yeah. Which, of course, kind of makes him look cooler. Oh, that was fucking <laughs> slick right there. Uh, if, if Watts had the pencil, Christian would have won in like 30 seconds. <laughs> Beautiful. I love those little sequences, Fair. man. Christian's so good at those. Well, they, you know, the, the sunset flip into the of near fall into the spear—that's good shit. Christian is the best, one of the best ever, I think, at like Whoa, producing yeah. sequences that are smooth without looking overly choreographed. You know, they still look like guys competing. I think he's so good at that. That Del Rio here, like actually fighting to get like the wrist control yeah. and like that, yeah. going for that armbar was pretty sick. Mate, look at that. Detail of the oh my god, that's a great heel touch there for the Oh my god, this match is fucking awesome! Yeah, this is great. And Del Rio was a smart. I've only I remember this match, I don't remember him as a kid, but that was such a smart. I'm pretty sure at one point my uh my stream went out, but I was like so fixated on the match, I I looked over and I was like, honestly, we like that's not a surprise now that I watch this because. Del Rio is a guy who he's not as good as, but it's similar to Orton where he seems to it comes natural to him, it's easy to him, and he's not always the most, like, you know, dynamic upstairs. But that's the, you know, look at what Christian did with Randy, right? If Christian can plug you, if he can take your skill set and put them into his matches, my God. Mm-hmm. Beautiful match. Yeah, banger. Better than I remembered, actually. Been a while since I watched it. Yeah, this is true. Like, I look, God bless Dave, but this is such a good Willie said. I also gave this three and a half in 2013. <laughs> Can you imagine that match today? What you'd rate that? Like, it would easily be fucking four plus. Not that it matters. Bless Dave, but it is funny. Speaking of Dave, did you see his uh quote today in the Observer about the punk no. thing? About when he, oh, you remember when he put he uh when he said that CM Punk was cheering, no, when Tony Khan was cheering for CM Punk, and then I guess he added more to it in the Observer and said that. He says that's why nobody in the comp the wrestlers aren't coming up to him and talking to him anymore about it because they just know it's a lo- losing cause. Yeah. Owned. You get what you get, I suppose, you know. Yo, Renee. <laughs> it is what it Renee. is. Um there's a promo here. Uh not, not sure anyone, strong, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure we asked for this, but Am I still here or is Bobby gone? You're, you you're fine. Yeah, you haven't lost. Oh. I think Bob's chopped up a little bit, but Bobby's very polite and he doesn't yell, so we won't know very often. Oh, shit, rest of us Renee. assholes, you know. <laughs> if I didn't know Renee knows the show's fucked. <laughs> I didn't know Renee was here. See, look, you see Michael Elgin. He's right there. Started uh, October 2012. The first show of Survivor Series 2012. He's right there. Oh, come on, he got. Will you stop the most Michael Elgin? shit. You could possibly yeah. know about well, stuff. One man's useless is another man's worthwhile oracle. You know, it is what it is. Right. He's still talking, huh? Back, yeah. back when, when, back when uh, Renee was good. <sighs> look at that belt. <laughs> he does look good with it, man. <laughs> that belt is so beautiful. My God. I don't know, uh, Oracle. Who ended up beating him for it at this run? Uh, what? Who, who did he beat it for? No, who who beat him in this run? Uh, uh, Cena. 
<laughs> Why are you kissing champ. it, though? Why yeah. is he kissing the bow like that? Because then, cause then, and then Cena was the last yeah. World Champ, and then he uh, and yeah, this was the year they yeah. unified him in mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. biggest match that's, of all time. Because that's how Sandow Cash. Because that's why Sandow Cash is in on Sandow. Where's my Mountain Dew, Michael? What did you say, I said, look at JBL. Do you think his clothes fit him here? <laughs> his face doesn't look like he fits him. It looks like an N64 <laughs> mapping on his face. What the fuck is this shit? Dude, my girl there. Oh, my God. Imagine putting this on TV. That's crazy. Oh, shit. Come on, man. This is this is it. This is killing the business. What are, are you guys watching, Maria Menounos, right now? Work at clinic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Best worker in there. I would have probably. Cut out, I don't <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm too harsh on the. It's obviously maybe, good over time, but yeah, not, too harsh on the AW women on that one. Yeah. My God, double seg, Maria Menounos. <laughs> double <laughs> seg, brother. She's so pretty. Is she wearing a nap by nature? Oh my God, a shot. I know that girl. She's in, she's in the movie theaters. Every time she comes up on the theater, she says, you know, this movie theater. She does the movie trivia. Yeah, she hosted a show called Extra, I think, at this point. She's like a real celebrity. And the, her story was like uh, my friend Julio, who I do my podcast with, when I explained to him one time that she had like matches, it like blew his mind because he knew her as like an actress and like as an interviewer and a, to- a talk show host. And uh, she, but they, they just lucked into it. She's like an actual fan. Yeah. Wait, she wrestled. She had a match at WrestleMania. She pinned Beth Phoenix at WrestleMania. Um, fellas, I appreciate that was like insightful and had that required a certain amount of knowledge. But I feel like we've glossed over and should have really spent more time on the T-shirt that she's yeah. <laughs> she's wearing, That's which is honestly one of the funniest, funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Nat by nature spaced out like it was fucking. An Einstein quote. <laughs> Someone needs to make that shirt. Speak of the well, devil. I, I will wear that shirt oh, on the rest fuck, of the I'm putting my pizza in. I'll be back. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you, dude, you got to wait for Nikki Bella's outfit here. It's like amongst the all-time legendary Nikki Bella fits. Look at this entrance. Look at that. <laughs> there has never been a whiter person to ever live than Natalia Neidhart. <laughs> You've convinced me to stay now. Also, uh, also a sensitive person. And this is her about four faces ago, so. Oh, <laughs> four faces ago. <laughs> this show is really taking a turn, you know. I still I, remember. Like, I still, suggest I still... it. You do whatever you want with your life to make you happy. There's no judgment yeah. there. But it also means that jerks like me can kind of jest from time to time. She's She's in a much better place in life than I am, so good on her. Contrarian, do you remember the day where she got mad about the Fox uh, rankings? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, oh, that was a happy yeah, right about that. Oh, here we go. All-time worker right there. <laughs> was Eva not clued in on what they were going to wear? Dude, she doesn't know how to stand. She's like, what do I do? Three beautiful women. Look at poor Eva, bro. <laughs> she looks so confused. Just constantly vacant. It's very unfortunate. And in case anyone's listening to me speak for the first time, I don't just lust after Nikki Bella. I really think she's like an all-time women's wrestler. Oh, my shit. God, look no, at her there. Her, Jesus. I, I thought Brie was the one with the red thing on her hair. I said... <laughs> so, hold on. Did, did, did Eva get like a lobotomy when she was a child or something? 
She's like, I've never walked in high heels. I imagine it's not fun. She looks like she's walking in high heels for the first time and just like, and Vince is just, Vince the day of the show walking in high heels like this, god damn it. That lock up was about as good as the one I gave Alex at SCI. We work way more snug than that, Oracle. I just saw that our viewership dropped ever so slightly, and I've just seen in the chat that the OC are wrestling on SmackDown. So I just want to say credit to anyone who's left because I understand that's fair. It's so weird because. If Brie was wrestling, why was she off to the side and why was Nikki Bella in the front and center? Huh? I don't know, man. Uh, the year after this, Nikki or Brie Bella was in the co-main event. Mm. <laughs> yes, she was. she was. Oh, shit, she almost rocked her. <laughs> is that any good, that match with Steph? I mean... Like, you know, like, in the... You get what you it's get. Not, you know, yeah, but is it like a good, like, McMahon whole shit match or does it suck? No, because they try to like wrestle, and it's oh, just yeah. Fuck that. yeah. But man, matches need blood anyway. I'll be honest. And Stephanie, what the? I think the match with Lita on Raw is about the only like single Stephanie Bravo. match I've ever really. They just attempt to break Nate's an- ankles. That was crazy. Whoa! Yeah, that was crazy. That was a horrible landing, man. Poor Nate. So any of I can think whenever I see her, just bless her, you know? Tries her best, doesn't she? Gives it all she's got. Oh, good baseball slide. I'm so, like, fascinated by what her, like, Hall of Fame video will look like. Cause, like Daddy? Yeah, because, like, obviously she's going to go in and she deserves to, like, all of her peers love her. God bless her. Marcy like, popping his fist. What are her, like, highlights, you know? She never wins. No. No, no, it's true. She should, she should start doing the horror with pat on the back thing so they have something to show in the video, you know? What's honestly the highest profile match she's ever had? Was it the SummerSlam match with Becky in Toronto? Probably. Actually, you know what? Pondering this, I'm off base here. Oh, wait, no, she was, she was uh, her and the other, I don't remember her name, were the first women to ever wrestle in Saudi Arabia, right? That'll be the centerpiece of like her yes. Hall of Fame. And yeah. she wrestled, uh, she won the belt from Naomi at one of the SummerSlams too. So she actually has because she's got the Charlotte matches. She's got some stuff. The Ronda you know, stuff from uh, the good Ronda run, you know, the little Christmas match or whatever they did. Natty is a good case of if you're lo- if you had a place long enough, people are just yeah. gonna think you're good. I'm trying. And then, bro. and then and then you're you're a Hall of Famer because there's no um, way when you. When I'm you in de- year seven. I'm trying my best. Uh, to be fair, she she like. I legitimately think is one of those behind the scenes heroes that maybe she yes. might not be the most dynamic presence on television, but has helped yeah. a lot behind the scenes. No, like, she's yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah, genuinely, yeah. we have a little fun. She, she seems like somebody who'd probably be like a decent trainer in terms of just like yeah. fundamentals and like yeah, mechanics, definitely. We'll and you can even that. see her like remember when she went to NXT and her match with Cora, and that like she actually led her to a pretty good match. Like she's a. Uh, we have a lot of fun at her expense, but she's been a credit to the to the company. I mean, she's done a lot of good. I'm she's sure. had some good match. I mean, that Rhea Ripley match. Alex, did you see that match with Rhea yeah. on Raw? Was it in like no. a minute or two? That match fucking rolled, dude. They beat Very the piss out of each other. Like Rhea was doing like Kawada kicks and shit. It fucking rolled. Yeah, Rhea Ripley's like just she definitely incredible. turned a corner. Of like she congratulations like, to Rhea. I look. I'm just. I'm gonna be hesitant how I phrase this, but like she's. In terms of all of them, the most valuable assets in the business. Fuck, bro. He's like twenty-five. Mm-hmm. She has to be in the top top pack, right? Like, and, and and her popularity beyond wrestling is is growing, which is it's crazy. Yeah. 
like she's my niece, she's my niece the is whole almost deal. 21 and like they have friends who are like you know fucking obsessed with Ripley and they're not even what is you know, wrestling fans the we yeah. want table chance during this match is pretty sick old behavior yeah <laughs> 20,000 Manny the Hoopers in attendance can't appreciate the sport look at that hold what a maneuver look at that Eastern stretch modified. <laughs> Shades of Kawada Mago. Oh, Mago. Oh, Mago. Do you remember when, when JBL's way of getting over AJ was? He would say he's an IWGP champ, and then he would go, That's the same as Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because you know he just said IWGP, and Vince was like, What the fuck is that? You know? Yeah. yeah. yeah is, John, you have a stroke. I used to his, love when he would like when he would comment like as like a hands that I'm brought it. Is Bree dating Brian this time? Yes. Cause this episode well get more into it when we get closer to the main event, but uh this episode was like uh it might have been the season finale of one of the seasons of Total Bellas because you know Nikki was with Cena at the time and like it's about it's so stupid the way they blur like the kayfabe of like are they really mad at each other because their boyfriends are having a fake wrestling match oh god <laughs> you know it's really man Bree didn't even try to get out of that submission she just tapped right away the first couple seasons of total of, of uh, total diva is fucking awesome and hilarious uh i the only thing i remember i remember that episode we used to watch it when it was on the network like just kind of yeah, pointing and laughing at it, and there's some episode where Natty says to somebody, "Because we need you, girlfriend," and like it was just so bad, so white, just ridiculous. Tremendous. Huh. All right, big ones up next, Nick fellas. Yep, I believe so. Oh, Punk and Brock. Height of our sport coming up, folks. Oh, let me tell you something. That one is something else. Paul starts flinging himself at Brock and just like Brock's like. Are y'all getting this backstage going? segment and catering right now? Okay, yep. Bully Ryback was fucking awesome and the been the best thing he ever did. The the vest in like the Reebok font re, uh, instead of Reebok Ryback Ryback rules. I, I can't <laughs> speak. I'm so fired up here about Bully Ryback. You know, Ricky Starks was in one of these segments where he, he got was. bullied backstage. Yeah. I love stuff like that. <laughs> it pops me. It's fun. Oh, um, kind of like when Kurt Angle beat the shit out of Roddy Strong in the fucking. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. That. He beat him in the back of the head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kurt used to murder those dudes. Yeah. The funniest thing is when Roddy told the story, he said that like the the agent note was like we're trying to get Kurt to be more aggressive and intense. <laughs> A pilled out, drugged out Olympic gold medalist to go to get more aggressive. That's a good idea. That's actually crazy. That's what they were going for. Like, that's definitely not the thing he needed to be doing. But nonetheless, well, the, the crazy um, one was the first one where they they told the guy to sh actually shoot on him. All right, is that what happened? Like they told oh, Daniel Pewter. They told oh, the Pewter. Yeah. 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 Did I'm that guy ever actually have a contract? Yeah, I'm not sure. Dog fight at Armageddon 04. I'm currently in uh, I'm currently in tough enough season three, 
I'm, I'm binging it. Dude, your your clips of that are unbelievably funny. Yeah. <laughs> the one awesome. with that one dude was like about to pass out and die, and like he and then he posted the face off with he and Al Snow. Yeah. The show yeah. Rules. It's actually funny, the segment, because Ryback's complaining the soup's cold and the guy goes, it's gazpacho. Like, <laughs> I think that might not be played best for wrestling fans, but yeah. I think that's a pretty funny joke. Look at um, JBL's face. He's so mad at this. Before, He's before so we, drunk. Before we get to the big one here, folks, uh, I need a shout. Hates to resubscribe and moves for nine months and says, the big men are back. Indeed, they are. And speaking of such... We're about, to, we're about to settle in for a big match here. We've got a video package ahead of us, I think, and then it's time to get out yeah. of business. I'm going to go refill my Kool-Aid. I'll be right back. Go for it, mate. Very excited to watch this here. Oh, yeah. It feels like Brock has aged more than Punk in the last 10 years a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Punk always looked older than he was, to be fair, right? Mm-hmm. I, I forgot who said this, but ever since they said I can't get it out of my head, they said, yeah, Brock walks around with that dick on his chest all the time. You know, just... <laughs> You ever seen this match, Manny? Oh yeah, this is I, this is my this is my uh, number one Fed match of all time. Okay, just okay. I, I was like, uh, please tell me you've seen this because I feel like you would love this shit. And then this it's number is, it's in my it's number five on my all time list. This is free. Yes, definitely free too. Free all time great pro wrestling. Just people doing their mm-hmm. thing yeah. at the highest level. This whole angle and program is great too. This part yeah. was. When the afterward, the after stuff, I remember like being on DVD VR and they were like, it was weirdly divisive because people just like decided that everything Punk and Heyman did was good. But the, yeah. but the posts. Imagine that. <laughs> like, <laughs> my favorite segment of the whole thing was when like there was one Raw where Punk comes out to like do a promo and some fan was like, you're a loser, Punk. And Punk goes, shut up, fat boy. And starts like <laughs> cutting a promo on him like live on it's Raw. Like, fat he did that on fucking Dynamite last year. And he was like, yep, yeah, he's still that dude. He's just unchanged so in that regard. Yeah, well, how did what? He does it sometimes. He also, did, like, I mean, famous examples he just did this weekend with Hangman. Somebody had he a Hangman did, sign. Like, last year, there was a dude who was like, they tried Colt Cabana like twice, and he's like, listen here, you fat piece of yeah. shit. And it's like, fuck, man, like, calm down. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of the Dusty Rhodes promo that I think it was either Bix or Zellner posted one time for Between the Sheets they were doing. And like, Dusty's like kind of promo, and somebody like calls him fat or something, and Dusty's like, or, 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 or somebody's like like heckling Dusty and then Dusty of all people go shut up fat boy or something like that like or something he makes some comment he's a baby face he's Dusty I think this was like during the period where like his booking was getting out of hand you know and yeah it was kind of like coming to the surface onto the screen a little bit and mm-hmm. them you know because you know the NWA fans were very vocal back then and hardcore oh yeah and, like they would heckle you in the studio and shit even if you're a baby face and I think Dusty didn't take it kindly. There was a shift among like the hardcore fans even then too about Dusty, yeah. right? Like that was a thing that because obviously people love the Horsemen. Right. Like, there's a myth that it's only fans in recent times that like the heels, but oh, no, the Horsemen were... were fucking beloved. Yeah, especially in the studio, they'd always go with the suits and shit. Remember those mm-hmm. fans? Yeah, especially like the college like prep, like yeah. like, like, like the uh, <laughs> college kids or whatever who were fans. That's so crazy, man. I, I Paul, it's weird seeing Paul Heyman get physical. Like, you know, he just slammed fucking from behind. Bro. He never can do it well, but he tries his best in this particular His selling of Jay's super kick was hilarious yeah, a, a, like a month back. Yeah. 
it was weird because like he ended up having to like almost no sell it because he had to walk away from the segment. And he didn't know how to sell. He didn't know how to sell like this. That's the one knock against him as the greatest manager ever. Is you compare him to Heenan, they're in different galaxies oh, yeah. in that regard. Oh, yeah. You know, Heenan Bobby's physicality like, was incredible. Felt yeah. like death, you know. Because... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cornet is like nowhere near as graceful as Heenan, but was fucking nuts and would just like destroy himself <laughs> for the sake of taking a bum. <laughs> Heenan's bad. Where he killed his body and knees was insane. Oh, that's nuts, yeah. Heyman's actively bad at that part of it, which I mean is what it is, but this is uh, I think I've told the story before, but you guys know you guys know who Rick Rubin is, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he when Sam when Heyman was interviewed by him earlier this year, he said he said, Well, you know, uh they talked about CM Punk and they he said, Well, CM Punk, you know, what CM Punk was ready to beat the Undertaker and take in the streak, but Philip Brooks wasn't, you know, he wasn't he wasn't ready to end it. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> okay. Rock is, is just arriving here for me. Is that where you guys are at, roughly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Duke's in the chat. Oh, so I'm going to try and call out when the bell goes. I forget, so I forget he comes up with a beanie in this match. Yeah. Yeah. So that so sweet yeah. Jimmy John sponsorship. And weren't the rest of those mad because he was sponsored at the time, too? Probably. Yep. Yeah. He's, a, he's this, the only one allowed to be. The wrestlers were mad about something? Fuck. Really? That's crazy, bro. Is this like... At least they didn't pull a gun out. <laughs> I remember... I, 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 I've, I've got mine on mute, but I remember the commentary being pretty good for this match, too. Is this... Is this uh, Brock's greatest match ever? <sighs> I like... I, I always... This is one of the ones that comes up... I, I kind of think it is in some ways, but I, I, I do too. No, yeah. no, no. I think to me it's this one or Kurt Angle or Brock at uh, WrestleMania in Seattle. Yeah, that's not that's not better than this, many. No way. Hey, yeah, what do you think? You're the you're the I'm, super fan. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't know. This one's I mean, better than that for sure. The the Brian match is up there with this one, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I remember really loving the AJ match and picking the AJ match I like better the, than the Brian match. I like the AJ match more than the Brian one, and okay. I, I, that's the only one that like immediately comes to mind that See, would go up there. Both of those two are great, but they both settle into that rhythm, which is fine. But this that's is true. the one where Brock works. Like they go back and forth a lot in this. You know, there's a lot of. It's, uh, it's Brock, Brock never really worked another match like this again. Yeah. Seeing it Extreme Rules is a good call because that match is like a yeah, fucking that's tornado. That's one of the yeah. great like spectacle. Like it's a great match in you know in and of itself, but it's like when Brock does that bump out to the floor and almost dies and he just laughs. Yeah. That's where like, does this rank for Punk? Where where is this in his catalog? It's uh, depending on what day of the week you ask me. It's either this or the Cena Money in the Bank match is his best yeah. match ever. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I'm 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 probably with you there. The second Joe match is fucking incredible though. The second draw. Well, the yeah, second I, draw is unbelievable. I think I think John Moxley and CM Punk is up there too. Yeah. Actually, it's funny that Punk fucking hates that match. It's so funny to me. He's still one of the greatest matches ever in AEW history. <laughs> it was great. No one will ever remember it because he had a fight What's afterwards that? with PvP. Oh, yeah, it was a great the, match. Uh, uh, the main event of uh, all of uh, yeah. all out last year? When he had that awesome, like, Chicago white and blue gear, remember that deal? When he was bleeding mm-hmm. buckets? It was awesome. Yeah. It was a real good match. Yeah. He's, Danny uh, Kingston he's... won. 
the Eddie match is great. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. The Eddie match is his best match since he's been back. Like in terms of like, I think so. I I do think the first, the TV match with Max is very good too. The long one. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not. He's definitely. He's definitely lost. He's lucky because a lot of his skill set is story. So he's up. He's the guy who's always mental anyway, right? So he, he's still very good, but he's definitely. This is prime this year. If you want to go, oh, yeah, that's Samoa Joe six man tag. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Wolverine Phil. Yeah, he's wearing uh, X Men colors here too for any old school X Men fans. Absolutely. All right, here we go. I'm going to try my best to uh, to sync this up for anyone who's joining us here. Heyman um, definitely looks younger here. Yes. All right, the bell was just rung for me personally. So anyone try to catch up? And then sign smarten up, Dixie. Hang 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 hang. It just rocked for me. Look at this, man. This is fucking. Bro, fucking Brock is one of my. I wish Brock tried, man. It's one of the biggest what ifs if he tried. Well, tell the crowd to stop cheering every time he just does a German suplex. Yeah, it's tough. It really is. I'm protesting in silent. I don't watch it. Hoofing him around. At least, you don't, at least you don't sit around and fucking hate watch it like Bobby. <laughs> that was so unnecessary. <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's a meme for you, Heyman. Here. I, just wanted to, I just wanted to pop old Bobby there. You know, he's, he's always good. quiet. I respect that. Respectful. That catch. Bro, I like how Brock is just holding his head back like that, like a little kid. Oh God! Oh, fuck! Fuck! He kicked him right in the rib, dude. Look at look at that spot. I always loved that spot when Punk charges. God, Brock is oh, lucky cool. CM Punk is in a brown bed in jiu-jitsu. We were joking about that, and you know we'll talk more about it when the end of the match comes. We were joking about Meltzer's ratings these days. Yeah. I think he only gave this like four and a quarter or four and a half, and it's like. This, he was yeah. like, this would get like into his six star club these days. I bet it was the, I bet it was the fact there's like shenanigans in the finish because people used to get so upset about that stuff, you know. Alex, you're super wrong about that. He's not gonna get. He hates CM Punk. He's not gonna get six. <laughs> who, who said he hates CM Punk? CM Punk? No, damn. Oh. <laughs> both. <yeah. laughs> it oh. broke better the big bumps to the floor. Brock is already sweating me. like me outside in this Texas heat. Oh, that, that knee was awesome. See, and that's another thing, too. You know, Brock doesn't often take tumbles like that at the beginning of a match. That's the thing. That's why I think it's better than those two Survivor Series matches because this is already a pace those two never operate at. They're great matches. This is unbelievable. Yeah. This is a people, man. I love when this is like, this is a hardcore match, obviously, but I love when they don't get the weapons involved right away. They're just having like a, a match, you know? It's awesome. The, the, Intensity of this is great. Yeah. Like the the weapons is just their intensity and their like you know physicality. It's not, you know, chairs or whatever. Yeah, punk oh is God. in great shape here. Look at his back. Yeah. This awesome. version of punk, this like uh this like three years of punk, Ooh. two years of punk is Dude, I still I, think it's genuinely loved, one of the best wrestlers. I was ever. a huge mm. punk fan from like I mean I was a big punk fan from, from the beginning. Oh yeah. yeah. But I would say from really from like the summer of 08 until he left, he was awesome. Yeah. 
But like the like the top guy version, oh, yeah, I guess yeah, you should yeah, say. Like, uh, He's an all-time great pro wrestler. Oh, yeah, awesome, yeah. Awesome. But do you remember like how sickly he looked when he lost the belt? He like yeah. was pale and gaunt and like clearly just burnt out. Yeah. He'd never admit it though. No way Brock was 35 here. He looks old as shit here. Now he's probably if this is 10 years ago, yeah, he'd be 35. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Pace, man. I'm telling you, the pace. Oh my god. This is a singular match for Brock. I really believe that. I... Jimmy King special. <laughs> yes, oh shit, who's have. bleeding? Jimmy King. <laughs> we're, we're still working on the ending. Is Brock bleeding or is it just Tanner on the floor? I'm pretty sure. Off, your five minutes are up. Brock's copious amounts of sweat as he slides across the floor. Oh. He lit on his knees. Bro, it's... Everything CM Punk does is so shitty, but it's just so awesome to watch. Oh, yeah, man. Not an athletic fuck, but... He puts the matches together really well. Look at Heyman. There's a question about a, a blade. No one... Blading was already outlawed at this point. Yeah. Yeah. That was outlawed in 08 at the PG change. Although it happened a few times after that, like I think Flair. Right. Well, that's because Flair played on Raw when Jericho Mate. and Jericho got Jericho beaten up to the legend. No, that announce table bump is insane. He throws him so hard that Punk like lands on his feet. Knocks over JBL's bottle of Jim Beam too. My hooch, Michael. <laughs> Look at that, man! Oh my God. There is no way that Kurt Angle matches better. Is that Kyoto the ref who had to like duck out of the way of Punk's feet from being flung into his head? Fucking Manny the Hooper. Listen to this. Look at this shit, bro. This match is unbelievable. Joe, I think you're right. I don't even know what a good comparison is. Dude, we haven't even gotten to like the drama yet. Oh, yeah, with like the chair and shit. I love that stuff, yeah. So my anecdote about this match is since like 2010, I think, um, me and my buddies every year, we have a SummerSlam party and the whole thing is we all wear Hawaiian shirts and shit and like that extends itself to uh, other people who aren't wrestling fans um, getting invited and coming over. And usually what they'll just do is hang by like the food I put out in the bar and whatnot. This is the only match ever like the 10 years of us all getting together and having people who don't give a shit about wrestling that the non-fans like were watching. And then by the end of the match, we're all in the living room, like watching it to see like what was going to happen. Like, you know, it was one of those show someone who doesn't watch wrestling, what a wrestling match is. And like, it was just so engaging that all these non-fans were like super into it by the end. And uh, who was that? They called that Larry. Good God. The thing about the blade, I just saw what they were referencing and it was Kyoto doing the thing of punk landed weird on that. So like, I hate to peel the curtain back, as they say. Uh, he basically it, it refs will put their finger in your hand and yeah. it's your squeeze my finger if you're okay type thing. So, Punk's uh, his back is cut from the stomp on the. Uh... Oh, that looks gnarly. Oh yeah, yeah. kind of like a mini Bob Holly situation now. Bow, down, down, bow, down. You you knew the assignment. You knew what I was asking for, and you delivered immediately. Thank you very much, Alex. <laughs> You know what's also funny about this match is like 
they thought Triple H was the Mania match. Like, Triple H and Brock are going to kill it at Mania, and that match sucked. Yeah, it's very bad. And also, what happens at after this match, the result they get is what Triple H tried to do the year before and got, like, laughed out of the building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. See, I just... Oh! When I watch matches like this, uh, and I'm look, I'm someone who I love the re- I love the wrestling to looks to looks good, Manny to look. Um, to, you know, I love watching a guy like Christian who's smooth. And but when you watch a guy like punk wrestling, it's like you do realize what's actually important about this deal. You know, like yeah, and it's, 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 it's I mean, it's the same we did the Piper episode of Grappler. It's like it isn't a routine. It isn't a dance deal. It's like I, look at you feel it. You know. I and, wish I had a notepad and I was in this business. But man, I was just taking notes like that yeah, bear hug, and he's just throwing those twelve to six elbows on his face and all that. You know, shit that's banned the UFC, and he's just doing it here in the in the WWE, man, just for a great spot. Fuck, oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and Punk also, it's like, yeah, it's fun and easy to joke about him because he's a dick and kind of like a. He's a 50-year-old high school kid, but right. he, he definitely knows what he's doing in a pro wrestling ring. That's yeah. been, like, categorically proven. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, again, you know, we, we talk about it a lot, especially once we get done with Green Grab, we have our fun. And it is what it is, but it's like, you know, it's wrestling stripped to its raw ingredients. It's emotion. It's that feeling. It's special. Look at him sitting to a bear hug. Here. Big rock's I, I, head. I love, I love how yeah. the, the bear hug is supposed to be, like, a rest spot, but it's just if it's like doing so much damage and just like it looks like it's killing them and all that. It's awesome. Yeah. You can, brother. The rest spot is a thing that fucking bad workers do. You're supposed to work those holds, you know. That's the whole point of it. You can catch your breath while working and fucking putting facials out there and keeping the people engaged, you know. Yeah, oh, when, people, when people say punk is a bad wrestler, man, I just watch stuff like this and I say, bro, what the Jesus. fuck are you talking about, man? Like, Robert, did you oh, see that? Uh, did you see that fucking bum? Oh. <laughs> he launched him. Fuck. Back of his head just bounced off the mat. Yeah, 100%. Someone needs to shave Brock's shoulders. <laughs> oh. Man, he's so red, you can't see his eyebrows. Based. Yeah, here you go. Is that LeVar Ball? Yeah. What is that? LeVar Ball. Oh. What is wrong? Man, he's on fucking Elgin and LeVar Ball watch out in the crowd now. Look at this. Look at Manny. Fuck. <laughs> Man. Bro, oh. see, look, I mean, he still takes a big heat segment here. Don't get me wrong. He still takes it. But it's just, I mean, he's no Sandow, but... No, no. But it's not the same as... Uh, the AJ and Brian match Ooh. is like front-loaded with heat. They do like 10 minutes of heat at the start of the match, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, those matches are basically just the little guy gets five minutes in the end. Yeah. And they're Look great. He took again, them back yeah. there, man. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. See, this is this, that's the whole point. Brock doesn't do this shit no more. He'll get the Kimura mm-hmm. on you, and you got to fight out of that yeah. with this type of shit. See, this is what I'm saying, right? It's like, this is why the rest hold thing is so fucking lame. Technically, they're in a rest hold. What did the people do when they went into that hold? They came up because the whole point of it is you let the people come up while feeding, you know, while giving them something to react to. Punk, all, all Punk had to do was do this deal with his hand, this deal with his hand, and the people fucking came up. Do you think that... Nice. 
Do you think this is what like Ambrose foresaw that he wanted to do with Brock? I'm Brock? not sure. I think he wanted to do like a stunt show with him, to be honest. So that's what he seemed like. He wanted to take all these like weapon spots and things, you know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't know. I like Moxley. I've, I've, really... I've been popping huge, man. Like, oh, uh, that's brilliant. That brilliant. comeback, and then he caught him with the with the fall away. And then like Brock like gave him like a backflip slam or power slam or something. That was crazy, crazy yeah. Look at Brock's stagger cell. This is so real. This fucking rocks, bro. Just look at him. Oh! <laughs> Brock, big Jeez. tumble bump for Brock. Oh, fuck those knees, man. Oof! My friend Brock did, by the way. He just, he just lets people hit him in the face. Yeah, well, God bless. Let's, part of his deal, allegedly, is like if you don't take it to him, that's when he just kind of eats you up in the ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, this match is great. I'm sorry, folks. I know we're all falling over this. If if you're always sweating like these guys and I watch a wrestling match, like, what the fuck, man? What are you even doing out there? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I think you're sweating like this out there. (laughs) You're out here wrestling like it's Reseda, man. I need you out here. Like like the Staples Center, man. It's like, look at this, man. Look at Manny. I just just see him, like. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, fuck. This match is so good that even Punk's head kick looked good. <laughs> oh, no, Punk. That's rare. Yeah. Oh! Dude, box, uh, box, Brock's skin tone is starting to resemble like a, a heat graph of the <laughs> desert. <laughs> the elbow drop still doesn't look good for anyone waiting. Still, that's the one, that's the one impossible mission for... You know what? Oh, he just Phil. does like a clump jump. He just like he just like just, just, just froze his, his body arms yeah. Probably hurts. I will say though, that House of Black match, he covered a lot of ground. You see how far he had jump right there? He fucking oh, launched yeah. himself. I was, was scared. Funny. I said, "There's no way he was gonna make it." Yeah, he did. It. I was quite impressed by that. I didn't think he was gonna make it either. The way they built this match is just beautiful, man. There's not been a finisher yet, and the people are rocking like the finishes. Imminent. It's just beautiful. Let's go, punk. Put him to sleep. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get this ready. Look at this. Always got to make sure to turn the oven off, you know? Indeed. Pivotal. <laughs> My God, he hits two decent head kicks in this one. The second one's nowhere near as good as the first one, but it's better than the, the crowd, man. Classic pro wrestling crowd. They started it sitting down. Now about half the people are standing up and getting into it, and they're working them into a frenzy, man. That's a, another part of the reason I love this show is it really feels like um, the last crowd that wasn't a lot of people on their phones and not like reacting the opposite to the way they were supposed to. It's just a really hot crowd. Uh, oh, this is just immense fear, man. The drama on display here. Look on his face. No. Look at this. Look at the cell on this on both sides. Look at Brock. Look how urgent Brock is with this career. How desperate he looks to end it. You know. Man. Look at that shit, man. Come on, Punk. You go to Dukas Rufus. You got this. That move what broke Shawn Michaels' arm. It broke <laughs> Triple H's arm. Fuck, roll around it. All right. This The one thing I'll say about this match is Punk's triangle choke is fucking insane. The fact they let him put that on on TV is preposterous. Look at that shit. Again, I, yeah. I, I have it on mute, but JBL's had to have at Hold least said down. one. Michael. So yeah, I'm yeah. punk man by the oh, yeah. by the life tonight, Michael. 
Look at Alex, look at Punk's feet. <laughs> Bro's just resting his feet on Brock's shoulders. He's pulling the head down, though, so he's doing he some is. proper execution. And then Brock just, fuck you. But again, oh. let me be. Let me, it goes back to what oh. we were talking about, right? It's not the it's not the way it oh, looks, so much as the way it feels. Oh yeah. She's a rampage Jackson. Oh, he sinks yeah. it in. It's not quite a Rona though. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, remember, Joe's had to shoot out there. You know, he's not trying to. Isn't it? Don't tell that <laughs> to the uh, Cash Wheeler. <laughs> Many of the, the Hoopers saying that while he's on his feet is amazing, by the way. <laughs> oh, effortlessly picks him up. Oh, I, think it's, I, I think it's your Ow! time, Joe. Hmm? I, said, oh, shit. I said, I think it's your time. Dax is going to need a tag oh. partner. <laughs> I did break it on the Wembley show. Oh! That running like... powerball, Moe's. Don't worry, Ed, Adam Copeland's going to be tagging with Dax When was Harwood. the last time Brooke did the running powerball? <laughs> Before or after this, to be clear? I remember he gave one to Big Show just because it looked as insane as it sounds, but aside wow. from that, yeah. Was that the Survivor Series match we covered? It was uh, the triple threat with Angle at Vengeance. Oh, yeah. Okay, Vengeance, yeah. Which that match is pretty awesome. Is that when Kurt wins the belt, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Baby I know. I, Bro, this no building way. is rocking. If anyone hasn't got volume, the place is ex is so loud. But the CM Punk chance is crazy. I know. I know. Don't you don't really mean that. You don't. I want you to go back and watch Rampage do it on in Pride. Fucking rocks. <laughs> Are you talking to the chat again? Like they're fucking yeah. on the show. <laughs> yeah, if we were. Oh my. Oh. Float over. Oh my. Oh my god, those suplexes. The way he's hitting the mat. Bro, it's like he's just floating, bro. It's this like, is like, it, it's a different guy than who we see now. Mm -hmm. It's 100%. These suplexes look are insane. I do wish Cody got a chance to wrestle this version of Brock. Not because their matches were bad, but this version of Brock, it would have been very, I think mean, they could have come, come up with something really quite special. I like the SummerSlam match a good deal, but it was just yeah. like, I, I'm, I am with you there, Joe. Like, Cody, there, there was like no little like mini comebacks at all. It was just no. like, yeah. He just slaughters guys now. You know, like you put him over clean, but he beat the fuck out of him. Well, mm -hmm. I just think it depends if he respects you or not, if he wants to do that kind no, of thing. No, he didn't, man. He stopped being spiteful. He definitely, he just doesn't, he doesn't work 50 50 at all. It's not, this match isn't 50 50, but this match is like 70 30 rather than 90 10. You know, that's the, that's really the point. Yeah. Punk has a lot of comebacks in this match. Here we go. We're going to the big theatrical close of the chair now coming up. Which is Lawler's just I don't want any trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> he said that a few times in his life. Ooh. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, come on. Reach for comment. Doug Gilbert cannot add to the, the narrative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that chair spot is so gnarly, bro. Punk, watch out. Oh. I mean, Brock. Watch chair spot is oh, gnarly. The best part is the chair just comes and hits Brock in the face. Yeah. Look at this. Brock watched... turned over and said, they're hot, brother. I watched this a while ago and it restarts. He watched the way Brock sells these upcoming chair shots. This is this is professional wrestling right here. You know, watch, watch, watch how much they get out of these chair shots here. Oh. 
Look at Brock's face, his body, you know, look. Ooh. Amazing Ooh. what you can achieve with these things. Ooh. This match, and I know this phrase, this word has been ruined in wrestling because of Twitter and shit, but this finish actually does have like cinematic qualities, like legitimately. It, it yeah. genuinely does. Whoa. Oh, shit. Look at this. Brock's Achilles heel, the dick. <laughs> so perfect for Punk's character too that he'd throw one. Some baby faces can't. Punk does it, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. It's a fucking masterpiece, man. man. Just watch this shit, man. He's talking shit. He says, Where's your cup, UFC boy? I used well. <laughs> See, man, look, man, this is, this is the art of having a hard format, or like, fuck, man, just, like, this chair is death, man, this is life and death between these two guys. Yeah, of course. You should, nowadays, guys throw, like, 30 fucking chairs in the ring. Nowadays, like, or go old. through ro- Or go through real glass, you know, they just don't get it, man. <laughs> It does spot me that when I'll use two guys that I obviously like to make clear I'm not being spiteful. When Jay wrestled Roman last week, it was a spot where Jay threw 20 chairs in the ring. It's like, you need 20 chairs, bro. You just get rid of them, you know? It's fucking pointless. That, that was my biggest complaint about the the Blood and Guts oh. match. Yeah. When they, it was nothing but a, a weapon fucking match. Manny. Oh. <laughs> Manny giving these opinions while he stands like that is incredible. <laughs> One. Are two. we talking? Are, are we talking to Manny or uh, Manny's stomach? I can't. I can't tell which. <laughs> way. Talking to my stomach. It rules. Incredible. Meanwhile, I'm you know devouring a fucking DiGiorno pizza like a moron, so I can't talk to you. Oh. Hey man, ain't nothing wrong with little DiGiornos. Right. Oh, cheers, shots. Here it comes. Again. Every one of them counts. Brock sells every single one of them. Paulie is out of position here. You can see Brock's mad about it, and Paulie has to scamper around to the other side of the ring. You see that? <laughs> you see Brock look at Paulie. You're like, where are you, piece of shit? <laughs> here we go. This is incredible. The crowd reaction to this is insane. Um, yeah. and anyone who says this shit ruins the match, listen to the people. They get hotter. It's also Heyman just as the comedic doofus. It's choking me. Yeah. <laughs> Let go. Here it comes. Fuck. Crap. Beautiful. Look at the crowd stand up, dude. Let's go. <clears throat> Heyman. Heyman, man. <laughs> Awesome is this what you're referring to? People don't like that Heyman got <laughs> well, like, I've, I've seen reviews where people say it gets overbooked at the end, but it's like, but that doesn't mean it's bad inherently. Listen to the no. people. It, it rules. Yeah. This, yeah. And yeah. also, that's the whole point of the story anyway, is Paul Lee, you know? It's like, fuck. You know what's so insane is that Paul Heyman is still on top of, as a top manager. In oh, yes. Today. It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Ten years later. Game. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, fuck the counter. Oh, I forgot he did that. Oh! Mate, 
This is, I forgot he did that shit in this match. This is definitely Brock's best match, fellas. I'm, yeah. I'm convinced. Oh, and a kind of vice. Forgot about this. The filming. Okay, I will say this: the way that they film and like produce him interactions are incredible at the end here, with like the face shots and stuff. Yeah, this is this is pretty much perfect, right? Beat for beat, shot for shot. This is right. like. It's, it's uh, stuff you can put in video packages, you know. Of course, yeah. Punk isn't that anymore, but Punk's about to give Heyman one of the best working punches I've ever seen in my life. Yes, like fucking Lawler oh, and Memphis shit for look real, at, right? Like, just the way fucking Lesnar's trying to fight out of this is not something he would do anymore. Like, <laughs> this is Heyman the, here, like swatting him like he's a bug. The visuals they get out of that chair, I just think, are so great, so so great. Punk takes this big, like, deep breath. Like, you know, fuck it, just make, get the most he can out of this, you know? And Heyman's just, please, no. Yeah, this is such a good shot. Boom, look at that. Holy oh. shit. The pop, too. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Camera work on this. Camera work on this chair shot, mate. It's beautiful. Bro, the art That's of the... Legit, mate, that... That moment there is like a horror movie spot. Oh, yeah. That's the art of the punch, Jason coming man. out so, at yeah. the end of, you know, yeah. reaching Ooh. to the boat. Genuinely, like, so blunt and violent. Just boom, immediate. That reminded me of Chainsaw Massacre when he came out and killed her in the Tesla. What, on Dynamite? Yeah. No. <laughs> I still need to watch that. That looked incredible. You would probably like it. It's unbelievably bad, but yeah, funny. Yeah. So, okay. It's dangerous in here when Jeff said there that. Are, there are some quirks as fans of the movie that will pop you, though. So it, Brock yeah. put the chair, the you know, the pointy side up or whatever, and Phil takes a fucking header into this for the finish. Yes, yes, he does. Fuck. Incredible. Oh, you weren't lying about that header. I knew he took oh. it on the good lord. He fucking crashed on it. Oh, concussion city, baby. And just the way oh, he's like dead weight and rolls him over. Oh, Bro, he, just dragged, he just dragged his ass like a dead body. He's genuinely, I, I honestly think it's one of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen. I really do feel that way. Top 25 yeah. WF match ever. It's unbelievable, man. Because it works on multiple levels. The physicality is great, but the 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 Heyman stuff at the end gives it like a real, you know, theatrical quirk and kind of gives it some color too. It's incredible. Brock does like this. There's this psychotic shot of him in a minute where he's just like peering with one eye, and they get this yeah. like really weird shot. Oh yeah, yeah. I just yeah. got to. Yeah. Oh, that really is a horror shot right there. Good lord. <laughs> But he doesn't no, know what he's a doing. Brilliantly produced Matt. Like in terms of the shots, like people rightfully rip on the fucking squirrel for a shitty yeah. ass fucking the squirrel. It took me a the second. Squirrel. <laughs> uh, but this is this is excellent stuff here. This is the ultimate compliments this match. I agree with this completely. The match gets better on every rewatch. I completely agree. Completely agree. Uh, every time I watch mm -hmm. it, I come way more impressed by it. It's, it's remarkable. Wow. Let go. One of the questions is, is this Punk's last good WWE match? I would assume so, because I don't remember anything after this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. My God. That question run them off, Alex. I always <laughs> Bob there with the... Uh, well, never mind. Um...
Great match. Love it. Incredible. We've got another modern classic ahead of us with Cena and Brian. So our night is not done yet. We have an hour exactly pretty much left to this show. We hope everyone's enjoying the grin along so far. We've had a hell of a time. It's flying by. We're almost two hours. It's been, it's been a hell of a time. I still think this is the greatest match ever in fat history. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's, up there. I, it's always hard. The one thing that holds it back is it didn't go on to do anything in terms of like significance for what followed because it's that's it, you know, for these two. Whereas like if you compare it to Austin and Brett from 13, it's like that match changes the course of history, you know. So it's very hard to compare those two. Hey, I think it's a difficult. Three hour pay per view, what a novel concept, right, Alex? Jesus, I know. SummerSlam, good lord, this year. Oh, it's ridiculous, yeah. It changed the history of the Hooper. That's all that matters. That's what matters most, yeah. Um, Joe and Oracle, I mean, if you guys think you could get it to it, we should consider in the future doing our top 25 WF yes, matches. Oh, yeah. Yes, we should. Oh, yeah. That would be a great... Um, that would be a great, like, I don't want to say debate because it sounds like we're going to do fucking first take, but like one where we actually try to put our list together as a group, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and figure out our positioning. Where would you start from? I mean, like, obviously, I wouldn't go back to like the 60s, but like, I think it's for example, Sheik she and Slaughter is like definitely in mind, but that's like before WrestleMania one. It, it feels like the just the Vince Jr. regime, right? It feels like yeah. that kind of day. So, so that would count. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Patterson and Slots. Is that mm-hmm. was that Vince Senior or Vince Junior? Oh, that's eighty-one. So that's like Vince Junior was basically running the ship by that point, right? Yeah, I mean, we could. Yeah, I think so. We could. Uh, we could just do nineteen eighty the... on. To be honest. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I think I think Titan was started in seventy-nine. I think Vince and Linda started Titan Brother. in seventy-nine. So honestly, I'm I'm just sitting here mulling it over because I don't I, that those lists like that are not saying that I, I venture into a lot. But I honestly don't know any matches I'd have above what we just watched. Genuinely, I don't think it'd be a long list for me personally. I, that match is unbelievable. Michael Michael Cole said during the Edge match today. We've all read the the rumors online. If this is it, tear the house down, Edge. <laughs> Who's he wrestling? Sheamus. Sheamus. That's that'd be good. I'll watch that. Yeah. Yeah. I always like in Sheamus. Always, always happy to watch Sheamus wrestle. Oh man, that was tremendous, right? Oh my God, that's Mark Henry. Okay. Okay, you guys have this little segment here at a live yeah. event in Portland. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. This whole thing is uh, for free tickets to SummerSlam. Will you let Mark Henry splash you? And I'd be like, of course, it's fucking fake. Let's go. <laughs> it appears that. All in has passed WrestleMania 32 while we've been on yeah. the air. So. For anyone cool. keeping count, literally. <laughs> it happened. So what are the... What, I imagine they're going to do something. They're, they're not going to take it lying down. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They're going to they're spend this for sure. In five years, they're going to run it at WrestleMania at Wembley. Yeah. I mean, it's, but to be fair, though, everyone's going to... You know, whine about that, but that's that's real graps. That's the way it should be. That's the that's the good shit about competition. Oh, yeah. You know, immediately get immediately lashing out and trying to figure out how you're going to break the record. That's what it's all about. Well, because the problem is we've 
watch this for too long to know how they think and how they react to things like this. So they're like, this can't be. Um, and yeah, people are, Henry just gave that kid the safest splash ever. He really did. That was really kind the way he did that. He could have been a real dick about that if we're being real, you know? Like, like uh, Yoko with the jobbers back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Or fucking Umaga when, when they had the jackass guys in. Oh, yeah. Who did he do it to, Steve-O? Yep. Steve-O and Chris Pontius. So all you, he all killed him. To, so all you had to do was just take the move. And then you got to sit ringside for this mixed tag, which also it doesn't have shit on what we just watched, but I, I love this match. It's a really cute little filler match. And Ziggler was still like people thought they were going to do something with him. Yeah. That was the last time they thought that. That was probably what Survivor Series 14 was the last time he was like. Yeah. Yep. I liked Kalo too. His last like good run was, uh, it's beyond what you're saying, Oracle, but Mm -hmm. just as a run in itself, his run with Drew was good. That was like an actual good run he had. You know, when he was kind of like in the IC thing with Seth Freak and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Iron Man match fucking sucked, but they had some good ones on TV. Drew's acting was good. AJ Lee was on the poster. Why didn't she? Oh. Speaking speaking of the Drew tag team, they had a they they had a really good tag match with the with the uh, tag team with the one half who's uh, known for uh, wielding uh, weapons in their car. They 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 work babyface in that match. The the uh, the FTR. Enough, man, I need five. God, look at the rack on Big E here. Good lord, real. That's real. <laughs> okay, so the finish the month before was the AJ cost. Dolph the match, right? Yeah, that's what I was saying. So they did the double turn, and then they did the rematch at Money in the Bank, and AJ got him DQ'd because she thought she was helping or some shit. And then and that was the finish you were referencing. I got you. Okay, got it. So the thought was, like, once he gets done with his AJ and Big E program, he'll be back in the world title hunt, and that did not happen. Fuck, man. That's crazy, because that story was actively set up. (laughs) Yeah. You can see why he doesn't give a shit anymore. And this, like, I remember... Everyone, like at the in real time watching this, people are like, "Oh man, they're in a death slot of all death slots." But they get the crowd into it by the end. How many matches has Biggie had by this point? Because I know Biggie, he was a second. Biggie's been on the main roster for nine months by this point, brother. Yeah, he, he wrestled he at wrestle WrestleMania when he was Dolph's heavy. I thought he was just like the heater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a bit of an excited boy in there. Oh, the they teamed at Mania, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the match they had with Kane and Brian, and they gave him eight minutes, and you can tell the four of them are just like, we're going to do everything that we can do in eight minutes. Got you. Yeah, for whatever reason in my head, I just thought he was just like, just the heavy when he was with Dolph. I forget these things. Yeah. AJ was good, man, but people overrate her. Like, she was good when not many people were mm. but I think the problem is, is that people always frame why she was good in the wrong ways and mm-hmm. she always was like one of those people that people list as like she's one of the real wrestlers she that pipe bomb promo like yeah. the week after this show by the way yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that got so much annoying buzz people were like mad that's about what I'm saying it. yeah like <laughs> I, I think she was really good on... talent like, oh, don't worry. like I mentioned earlier, I was on I was on the message boards a lot of the time, and I think it was Death Valley Driver. Somebody went on there and was like, "That that that whore or something." Like she said that. And I'm like, okay. So I, 
I only remember one other Caitlyn match besides what she did with AJ, but they were really good together. It was a case of just like there weren't many gals to work with, so those two really figured out how to work with one another. They had a couple of really good match matches. Good. Yeah. And it was a really good dynamic, too, of Caitlyn's, obviously. Oh, shit. Spin kick. Oh. AJ had fantastic ragdoll physics. Like, she could get yes. hit and just like... Like those toys where you press the bottom and all the limbs just fall out. Sounds like it really fucked Very her up physically, bumper. too, yeah. the way she would take bumps, right? You heard yeah. talk about like, her back and stuff? Well, and again, I mean, look at her. She's, what, She's 115 tiny. pounds? She's tiny, yeah. But look at the... Wrestling and Converse can't be good for you, either. Cravat. Study to Chris Hero tapes. <laughs> Man, Big E looks young there. God, AJ's calling it in the ring. You see her there? Yes, she is. Look at her. Bring him up slow, brother. Duck Shoot. two, get it again. Shoot me off. <laughs> Slam me, AJ, boss. AJ's another person who had a good match with uh, with uh, Natalia on main event one time. They're pretty good. Incredible comment there from the Oracle of Wrestling. That's Speaking of great thing. women's wrestling, Grin Grappler Mickey James on the way yeah. this coming Tuesday. I've finally completed the mission of Green Grappler and got an Alexa Bliss match on our on our uh, listing. God Some bless. of my finest work. Didn't even see that that effort coming. That's, that's, the, that's the best triumph she can produce. So. You should have waited until uh, she had this rep pro match. Bro, how good was that review I sent you guys from Cage Match where the dude gave it 9 out of 10 and said it was a it was the handwork match, which I, I remembered. That was beautiful. That was wonderful. For, for mm-hmm. anyone who's, uh, that's not us and doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about, I, I asked our friend the Oracle of Wrestling, I said, is that Alexa Mickey match the handwork match? And I thought he's the only person who can answer this. And he said, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. So I went on cage match and there's a review of that match that's like severely demented and, and says it's like one of the best matches of the year. And it says it has this portion about the hand, the work on the hand, you know? And I was like, fuck, I was right. <laughs> Nine out of ten. Oh, it's like the worst match to have somebody front row at. No, don't be so rude, Hooper. Some people like women's wrestling. No, no, I'm saying the guy looks disinterested. He's just eating a they're bag of Doritos. Put, they're not going to put the Doritos, bro. Out there for Brock, are they? You know? Yeah. What do you want him to do? Hit the ring? Oh God. Well, you know they could just put him, you know, like where CM Punk landed or whatever at the at the announce table. Yeah, I'm sure that'd go over well with Brock. Hey, Brock, we're going to put these fans out by the ring when you wrestle. Yeah. Wow, what a great feed on that. If, if not, you could put John Cena oh, out there. Shit. With a damn good bumper, man. Fucking hell, man. This version of Ziggler is a great work. He's cooking, man. He was such a good pro wrestler at this time. Do you know what fucked him was when Triple H signed all the indie guys, he like the style changed and he no longer was the work rate guy because he's like a classical WWF work rate guy. You know, he's yeah. like the Henning, right? He's that mold. Once they had the fucking bowler line up in, it didn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah like he was like your traditional yeah. WWE work rate. Right? Takes big bumps, good athlete. Well, Him and E are having some fabulous combinations in this match. Really good. Oh, got wrench, Doctor Bomb. Yeah. Oh, so, no. Some would say he would be good on collision, but now he's not allowed there anymore. Yeah, he's definitely allowed there. <laughs> fucking... oh, Caitlin that... broke it up. Biggie's just like. Boss. Did Biggie and Dolph have some singles? That fucking ruled. I don't think so, because this is like the ex- that's what I remember thinking. Like. 
this was the extent of their interactions. I was like, man, they're fucking cooking here. Yeah, Shining wizard. Like you can see Biggie's oh. rushing, but Dolph is so athletic that it doesn't even matter. You know, like he can keep up. See, they got the crowd up on their feet now. Oh, he didn't take a header like Bill. No, you're spot on about this match. This is the kind of match that like star ratings doesn't do justice because they're actually keeping the people engaged and they've got it over. That's all you can do, you know, like especially after fucking Brock Punk. Like, exactly. Yeah. You, this was never supposed to be a four star match. That's not the point, but they're getting the people in. Spear! Well, the company was also hot at the time and too. Then, yeah, know, like, AJ just eats shit here. Oh god. <laughs> oh, what's the one in the ring? What's running the ring? Oh, oh my fuck. goodness. This match is oh. good. You're right. Oh, oh, I miss Big E. He's got them sweet titties out, ready to put this thing to bed. He, I'm going to tell you what, he might have the best rack in the history of the Fed right there. It's possible. Oh, what a zigzag. Tremendous little match that was. How long did they have there, too? Didn't have that long, did they? It felt like six or seven six minutes. And a half. Yeah. That's how you get it done. That's a lost art, by the way, the six, seven-minute match. Oh God! Like fucking charge. Once again, fucking SummerSlam. God damn, dude! What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. I honestly didn't hate the show, but it was so long. It, was, it wasn't I liked, bad. Like, it just wasn't tweet fun. Alex made about the length of the show. I was like, that show is ungodly long. It just hours. Hours. totally unnecessary. No, guys, you're wrong. The best rack in WWE history is Versa. Who? Vince. Ver- Let me see. Versa. Viscera? Viscera. Viscera! Fucking Versa. Fucking Nissan Versa. <laughs> I thought that he was saying Mercer, and I'm like, are we talking about punk staff infection now? <laughs> I thought we were talking about the world class announcer. <laughs> Bill Mercer. <laughs> Bill Mercer. <laughs> oh, tremendous. There was a match on TV this one. I don't know if you saw Dynamite Oracle. Uh, Gates of Agony had a six minute match that ruled. It's like, yeah, man, that's fucking wrestling. That's what it should be, you know? Oh, man, that's too bad. I fast-forwarded through it. You should just watch it for them. They're so fun, you know? Like the faces of fear. I was uh, I like fantasy... Yeah. I was fantasy booking a... Uh, Pop. <laughs> five, a five-minute squash on WCW Saturday Night in 92 that was Cactus Jack against 2004 Jack Evans and just what could happen in that match. <laughs> Tremendous. Who's our like commentary team for that if we're fantasy booking it? Like who's our we can have Dusty in the booth for that? Jim Ross and Dusty, yeah. So so, like when Jack does like his one like hope spot where he does that like standing corkscrew fucking uh (laughs) shooting star that he does, Dusty be like, What what was that, Jim Ross? What was that? It always puts me when when Well Dusty, I don't know quite what it was, but (laughs) it was was effective. When uh, when Tate was doing his Monday Night Wars watch, and he kept clipping up the sea shows where like Shivani would say that Eddie and Ben are the best pound for pound wrestlers, and Dusty used to get mad every time, <laughs> just insulted by the idea of pound for pound. Like, I, I, wish du- I wish Dusty was on commentary for AEW. I want to see what his. <laughs> he would get so mad. <laughs> Jack Evans, of course, one of the uh, tied, fine tight ends from Winnipeg State. I think we've told you, Alex, but are you aware that like, when JR watches Buddy Matthews wrestle, he starts like fantasy booking his football career if he had one? Like talks about the positions he could play and 
It's fucking amazing. <laughs> watching, watching the, watching like 91, 92 Saturday Night with Jar is hilarious because like all of a sudden he'll be like calling a match and like it's like you know Dustin Rhodes versus Rick Rude yeah. and suddenly he's like I'd like to congratulate the Atlanta Braves on their victory over the Marlins last week. <laughs> what the board Triple H in the graphic here? Like the kid, come on, pose in your new outfit for school. Um, oh, Alex, did you see the the get the meme of Jr. this week from? Uh, <laughs> disappointed parent Jim Ross. Yeah, yeah. that was fantastic. Um, so this match at the time was like, it felt like a, that guy? a culmination of my fandom because it was, you know, my indie yeah. guy against the top brass. And Oracle, you might remember a little bit better than me. Um, didn't Cena request this? He wanted this and that was like part of it. I think that's, I think that's true. Yeah, yeah I believe so. Who's this, who's the fuck is this Vaughn villain right here with Vince? Uh, Brad Maddox. Google it. Uh, don't. <laughs> if you do, don't put Paige on that Google search as well. <laughs> oh. No way this is that guy, really? Oh, I mean, he was one of them. Oh. He's very important to this storyline. Oh, that's what I'm yeah. learning from this video here. He, they were. He was a guy they were obsessed with for like a second. He was the raw general manager, and then they were just kind of so, like, "It's so weird, you know." One unbelievably weird wrestling promotion they are, always and forever, you know. Like, yeah, just like they'll have like all these great the, wrestlers. Uh, Mick Foley deal. Where like you know, remember when uh, Mick Foley did the uh, makeover thing, Alex, in like ninety eight. Yeah, they they did that here with with Brian. I, I remember. They did are you that. aware that TNA did that with Mick Foley in twenty ten? Of course, I, do. They did. I am aware. Yeah. But um, it's worth calling out that Brian was, like, ungodly over right at this period in time. Oh, like, it was yeah. Uh, yeah. kind he of... He had been for a while, too. That And that was the whole thing of that segment where Cena announced who he was going to face at SummerSlam. Everyone just assumed it wasn't going to be Brian, so they tried to, like, just chant Brian the entire segment. And then when Cena announced it was him, it was, oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, this match is amazing. And they have an interesting history, too, that whole thing about they called Brian for extra work to lose to Cena on Velocity, and Cena yeah. got in trouble because he let Brian call the match. Fuck. Again, one incredibly strange company. <laughs> I know. But the, the go-home segment for this... I just was so invested. I was like losing my shit watching it. They were on Miz TV. Paul did. I think that's what's in the package right now. The They're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He said and they, he and they incorporated into the match. It's one of the best I've ever seen from a promo incorporating a promo into a match. Yeah, because he said, you know, tradition of slapping someone in a wrestling match to fire him up, mm -hmm. but he doesn't deserve it. Uh, old. Yeah. Man, I mean, it's going on way too long, man. Let's get to the fucking match. <laughs> you say that, but this is, this show's like two hours shorter than the SummerSlam that was two weeks ago. Yeah. God, that show is long. We should talk about that more. I wouldn't know. <laughs> God, that show. I only watched like it all in one chunk, and it felt like an effort, you know? Yeah, it was a lot, man. Yeah. It was fine. That was like. I'm sorry. You're main eventing the second biggest show of the year with fucking Jey Uso. Like, yeah. 
Well, you don't get a chance. Well, that's, it's probably my fault, I feel. You did. Yeah. You did. Uh, you caused that shift there, yeah. Albert. Yeah. It is what it is. We have to wear some of these things, you know? <laughs> you got to own up to it, man. Yeah, that's why I, I messaged Bob the exact same thing when I saw about the Jordan Peterson deal earlier this week. I said, well, I'll claim that one, mate. Have you I, ever seen that picture of him getting milk? Huh? <laughs> Jordan Peterson. <laughs> what about him? You ever seen the, fit, the photo of him getting milk? I haven't. You do strike me as someone to be very well versed. On yeah, yo, I'm going to send it to you. Are you sure? And I want your live reaction. Oh, I don't have to. Okay. There we go. Paul's got the shirt tucked in because he respects the position. Always drove me nuts when Sean wouldn't tuck the shirt in. Piece of shit. Uh, for real. Disrespectful yeah. piece of shit. Triple H. Look Paul looks young here, man. Like, I mean, I've been 10 years ago, but it's just crazy. It's like. <laughs> Look at this freak. Look at him. <laughs> what, Triple H? <laughs> Yeah, like, look how he's trying to be like understated because he's supposed to be the baby face official. Like, look at his face. <laughs> he takes himself so damn seriously. He's yeah. so one of the lamest people ever. Dude, the, the thing of him being understated, but he got his own individual entrance. Pulls the Aubrey Edwards here. Hmm. She's in the video game, you know, Alex. I'm aware. Uh, for those who have volume on, Brian comes out to just like Jesus came back to Earth level pop. God, man, that's quite the. Uh, it's quite the thing. It's quite the visual you just sent me. I just sent you the image. Good lord! Do you have that just saved on your phone? Yeah. Oh no, we were talking about it the other day in Discord. It's yeah. bookmarked next to the uh, Brad Maddox page Google search. <laughs> 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 and Brian, uh, people liked him. Oh yeah. I mean, not to say people don't still, but he. Uh, well, we went through it with that Sami Zayn thing earlier this year. People were like this is just like Brian in 2013, 2014. It's like no, that was a bit of a different thing altogether. It's definitely. Too bad Brian gets hurt now. It's also fragile glass. It sucks. Yeah, he gets hurt all the time. It's a shame. Poor fucker. Well, this match and many others are an example of why that is. Yeah. This match is fucking hilarious. I'll never forget the Lariat scene. Dude. Look, yeah, you're right, man. Look, the way Brian wrestles is a love letter to pro wrestling, and I wish more wrestlers wrestle like him, but I'm just a no ball. (laughs) Real. (laughs) Look, your, your career might be short, but. He'll be a lot more top tens, you know. Just he's done okay for himself. He'll be all right. The best wrestlers are the ones like 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 uh, Danielson or uh, Misawa, and then Kenta, and then, um, uh, you know, Randy Orton and stuff. You know, the ones you just don't try. Those those yeah. are the best ones. You know, the elusive one or the other. Yeah, <laughs> the elusive. I'm taking my title match seriously, Cena, where he actually wears the belt to the ring. Man, you know, I oh, can't. Shit. I used to love Cena, and then he just then he sold out, man. He just became a person for the kids, and I'm like, "Fuck, man, he's, where's my shit talking?" <laughs> he Cena, sold bro? out many times over, brother. Yeah, he sold out the Staples Center, Madison Square Garden. Uh... <laughs> that is, the, it must be said that that is one of the worst T-shirts in the history of the world. There are shirts oh. more offensive from Arks on them that are less offensive than that. Oh, what the champ is here, brother? Look at that shirt. Look <laughs> at the belt print on it. Joe, did you know at this time Roddy Strong was a PWG champion yes. and he had a shirt that said that with the PWG it, title on it? It ruled, yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah, Cena. <laughs> it's bad. Cena Our time this, equal now. Freaking shirt. It's not even the right yellow. <laughs> I used to. I. I used to uh, when like one time I watched like all Cena's pay per view matches many years ago, and um, I uh, I memorized all of his uh, like t shirts and like okay. what time and 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 like what time period he wore them in. I I've forgotten yeah. totally forgotten now, but it's the so- all time equals now. That's the, that's crazy. Crazy. Boys, this match was a big fucking deal when it happened, man. That's oh, like, oh, yes, it, it, like you can feel it a little bit too of like the really a true main event atmosphere that was surrounding it, and it's uh, well, the thing about also even more impressive is... that we were just talking about that tag match. Sorry to cut you off, Oracle, but I was just gonna say like the fact that the crowd was so rabid for this match even after like being completely blown up by that Brock Punk match. Well, the like the thing about this show is they're not. I'm. I think I'm getting bad feedback from my mic. I'm sorry, y'all. There's a little uh, mic scan on. Don't worry about. It. Okay. It might be me. I have my mic. Okay. Um, but uh, this show, the company actually got hot over the summer, and um, it's one of those shows in WWE that's kind of rare where they built to it really well, and you were like super excited for it coming in, and they actually delivered on it. Mm-hmm. And Cena also, he had like a torn tricep, right? His arm was all fucked up. That's why he's wearing that big Sid sleeve on his arm. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, yeah. You know, Cena, it, to me, the perfect Cena is him wearing camel shorts or tan shorts. That's just... Call up a tie. Someone said once, and I haven't watched the Velocity match in a long-ass time, so I can't confirm, but they said they opened with the same exchange that they did the Velocity match. I believe they do, yes. They wrestled on Velocity? February so just, 2003, it's on YouTube, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was saying, Manny, that uh, that's when Cena was starting the white rapper thing, and he got in trouble because he let Brian call the match, and he let Brian put the match together. He came back hey, to the C- curtain and said, What the fuck wrong with you? The crowd going banana, and it wasn't because of you. <laughs> peak, peak Cena to me is uh, the Umaga at, uh, yeah. at Survivor Series. Rumble, yeah, that match is great. It is. That's an you, unbelievable. That might that might be my top twenty-five Fed match. Yeah, that'd be yeah, mine. That's in there. Yeah. Did y'all notice uh, when Triple H held up the belt, uh, brother? He held it there just a little long, so you could get that visual of Triple H holding the belt over his head. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Look at this visual. Yes. Maybe a glimpse into the future. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, I saw. Uh, yesterday, I saw the clip of. Uh, Batista holding up Randy Orton at the, as he celebrates that he's the youngest world champion ever, and then but and then Triple H like doing the thumbs down, thing. thumbs down. Yeah, I remember the angle. Yeah, that rocked. That's a really good angle. Share about everything that goes on afterwards. Yeah, yeah. It's an awesome angle on there. Like, it's just I was because like we like we'd be it's weird. Randy Orton, we'd become huge fans of his even 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 though he was a heel, and um. I was only like turn. We were like ready for him to be babyface Randy, but like we were so mad that you know, because I was still a kid. I mean, I was in sixth grade, so. But like, I remember being like super pumped for babyface Randy Orton, and then it just it went so terribly wrong. He but. was awful as a babyface, and I was like, probably just sixteen when that happened. But even then, um, I knew what that meant. It was like, oh, Triple H must pose. Yeah. Yeah. 
Although Randy Orton and Ric Flair did have a kick-ass steel cage match where they yeah. left talking for like 10 minutes. I still never seen that. I've heard that's good. It's awesome. The, the Flair, Flair Triple H cage match is fucking awesome from a couple years later. The one that oh, goes yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, 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 both both yeah. Flair uh, Triple H matches are awesome. Yeah. The last man standing, so, Triple H gets a ball-peen hammer and starts like threatening <laughs> yeah. Rick's life with it. Those matches are too long, but they are awesome. They are yeah, awesome. they're good. They're good. The Greensboro Raw match was fantastic. Yes. That's also mm-hmm. good, yeah. I thought Cena couldn't wrestle, guys. Cena is yelling spots. What beast? Well, I mean, that's... <laughs> Look at him. Look at John. Day one. He might as well look to the people and said, I've grabbed a headlock so I can call some stuff. <laughs> Bear with us, folks. It's fake. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love the way they're working this opening, though. Now, Shinsuke. Now. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember uh, the uh, the uh, the last SmackDown of uh, of last year that Seems tag match big. with Cena and uh, what was it? Yes, Cena, Cena and Owens versus Zayn and, and oh, Roman. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Where, uh, totally, Cena, they just actually Cena did was, like, that. calling the spots loudly, and then ref just slow was, like, down. Yeah, slow down. Yeah. She was even louder. Fuck. <laughs> um, Wait, how that, is that bridge up was man. crazy, bro. Yeah, Cena's massive. See, the you know we talk about Punk earlier. And the irony of him and Punk being viewed as these like alternative Cena and Punk, that is, is so funny because Cena fits the exact same description what we were talking about earlier, right? It's not how the shit looks, it's how it makes you feel. That's the whole they're in that way, they're identical in, in that sense. Just that it's the way it's packaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here you go. I found the match. Here. Nice tease of the finish there. Great physicality from Cena in this match. He really works as the horse. Oh, yeah! It's the way Brian hit the table. Brian took a big bump too. Cena's oh, doing yeah. the doing the conflicted. You may boo me, but I have to win. <laughs> <laughs> I assume at some point already JBL said that the farm animal hit the table. Cena's like Cena's campy drama is like fits so well. Like even yeah. though it's campy, but like. The way he like reacts and like feeds off the crowd is like he's a little reined in here too, right? A little bit. He right. feels like he's approaching this more like a contest than he did sometimes. I think right. like all his in your house shit is always just like oh, 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 Cena stuff. But like if you look at like uh, the crowd just going fucking. There's nuts, a reason Ryan. you know uh, laugh out loud JBL, but like the reason there's a reason he called him Big Match John because like, literally thing, in yeah. big matches yeah. he's like amazing. Like something I always go to is his performance in the first Rock match in Miami of like, he's like overly confident and like, yeah. you know, he, he gets surprised at the thing the rock is doing to him, but then at no point does he ever think he's going to lose. So he's not doing like that. <sighs> and then of course he tries to be a dickhead and that's why he loses the match. Yep, people's elbow into the rock band. And then they had a match the next year that. That was a t- total disgrace and awful. I've they, seen, I've seen video game matches better than that video game match. That's that right. awful. Oh, I fucking was, hate that show. Twenty nine. I do not like WrestleMania twenty nine. So Punk Taker is awesome, but like Punk Taker is good. Um, Punk Taker, and yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and 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 and, and I guess that six minute tag where they throw everything. That's about yeah, it. that's but that's not like go out of your way to watch it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Seeing a loading up the big rats here. Punk's amazing in that Taker match, by the way. God, he's good in that match. That's one of his best performances, yeah. 
John Cena, of course, one of the great linebackers from West Newberry. <laughs> the um, guys on Laps Fan always pointed out that like it was silly. They were like John, because like Jr. be like John Cena's from the from the blue collar town of West Newberry, Massachusetts. <laughs> like, oh. There's no way John Cena was a bouncer. I can't see him beat anybody up. You know, just... <laughs> he's a big dude, man. Uh, yeah. my, my my brother got beat up by a bouncer last week, and I saw what he did to my brother's face. <laughs> There's no way John Cena would be able you to do that. You have to bury your brother like that, man. Good Lord. Putting that shit out there. Should have been packing the steel like cash wheel. He didn't have his car with him. Look at Triple the H. Steel. Cadence there. Triple H, look. He's a I'd forgotten about him, luckily. So, well, that's for what comes yeah. at the end of the show. He does a really good job of not Aubrey Edwards' yes. the situation. Uh, oh, don't get me started about true. her. That's definitely true. Yeah, Cena, drop two, tackle, get it again. That was interesting because Brian started like responding to him. Then I'm trying to see his face. <laughs> Real. <laughs> Do you have staff right there? Cena doing a confused face at them booing him is amazing oh. because he gets booed in every building, but he's doing it here because it's a baby face match. That's so awesome, you know? Like, yeah. What's that white thing on his arm? Who, Brian? Yeah. I don't know. What's that stuff? Is it alopecia? What's that skin thing called where you lose pigmentation? Yeah, yeah I think that's right. Something like that. Well, I'm sorry. No. You're just Matt, but I think it's just a Matt burn, to be honest. Could be, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just guessing because it, yeah, those fuckers hit the tanning beds like they're going out of style. Yeah. It's, it's right under here. Yeah, I, I didn't see it, so I don't know. Could I, be I like somebody's elbow. Kevin Randleman style staff where he just has a giant hole in his God, body. That was fucking disgusting. Yeah, that's what I thought right, it was. Pete. Absolutely. Come and back. remember, guys, it was the chant that was over, not Brian. Despite the fact that, because <laughs> shortly after this, for those who remember, they tried to give the chant of yes to Big Show to nope. see like if That's it would correct. rub off on him. A strange company is putting it lightly. All those segments where Stephanie was like emasculating and browbeating, yeah, all white on national television. And all then white. there was the famous one where Dusty put his hand in her face and she and like he got in trouble for that. That was yeah, the last times he able to have a live microphone i'll be your huckleberry all night long <laughs> cena oh oh fuck they hit the mat i love that kick counter awesome so fucking good oh, that was sweet man that was a really nice little sequence there yeah oh, oh right back to it John Cena ruined the match. That, shit like that. that was really cool. Oh, watch the UFC tape or two before the match. Oof. Yeah. Just waiting for Paul to get in there. All right, guys, 17 minutes left. <laughs> that was a good way to break your ankle. That was right there, mate. Fuck. Whoa. I love oh, that. man, Cena just took that right in the fucking teeth. Yeah. I think Brian was pretty mad about the way he landed and said, have someone is. 
There's a spot in this. When don't they do like a crazy like bridge suplex spot that's like psychotic? Uh, but on that drop kick scene, went ow. <laughs> it's funny because you always the Lex Luger school of selling. Yeah, I love that shit. It's funny, like when I first got back into wrestling, I I heard stories of, like I thought Brian was like a nice guy and. He's also, you hear stories like, and you actually he's hear him. Like, he's, he's a, a fucking animal. animal. He's a dick, bro. He's savage. <laughs> you can see, look at Cena. He's got a fucking mouse under his eye there. One of those forearms caught him. Yeah, he does. Holy shit. Physical, man. It's physical. They're bringing it. It ain't ballet, folks. <laughs> oh, no. I've, I've heard that some people say you can learn how to fall. You can respond to these allegations. <laughs> but <laughs> it is entertainment, but the hazards are real. How's he even able to stand? <laughs> Trainers, EMTs, referees. referees <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I always hated you couldn't fast forward it, too, you know? Yep. You just sit there and watch the whole damn thing. They didn't let you. It's like, I just want to watch my divas and hedonism. I don't care who gets killed. <laughs> Man, he's beating the shit out of Cena. Yeah, that's uh, that total divas. They kept showing Brie and Nikki watching this and like acting like they were watching fucking, you know, like a real fight. Tyson and uh, fucking... Tyson Holyfield or some shit, yeah. I like how Brian just rushes like he knows he... It's so like a physicality that he's like, fucking fire me if you want, bro. I'll just go work on the Indies or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, kind yeah, of, fuck, yeah. That he was the story about that, when he got fired the first time, Johnny Ace fired him, and he, he said, okay, you're not upset? He's like, yeah. no. <laughs> I'll if make the, more money now, right? Is that what he said? Yeah, and that's the, like, Vince and, like, everyone else got pissed about that, that, like, you know, he was mad that he... They were mad that he wasn't like upset that he got fired. That's a good oh, STF. And that's also why they hired him back because they couldn't stand that he wouldn't. Uh, that's that's yeah. one of my theories. Yeah. And then now so you hear dumb. Brian talk. And you hear Brian talking about Vince like he's his favorite person ever. Well, I mean, swimming upstream a lot of the time, but he still is a millionaire off of what Vince yeah. let him do. So. And he's a pro wrestler. Yeah, That's true. as we've learned uh, several times this week, they're not the most intelligent crop of people. Right, them circle tweets age well, didn't they, fellas? Oh, uh, leg capture German! Ow! Oh. Rolls with it. Shades of Ooh. another wrestler. Fuck TNA, bro. I still remember. I'm so mad about that. <laughs> Shades of shades of a shades of a pilled head drug <laughs> drug rattled voided up psycho names Kurt Angle. Oh, nice. And I like this too. It is such a sweet one-two to have with that Brock Punk match because that Brock Punk match is just like uh, urgency and you know just kind of like a car wreck. And this is like these two dudes trying to like one up each other and out finesse the other one. Oh yeah, it's great. It's they complement each other really well. Absolutely, yeah. And it's one of those things too. Obviously, this is ten years ago, so it isn't as fresh in people's minds. But if we had any show today that had two matches as good as these on it, people would just like be freaking the fuck out about oh, it. Yeah. It's great, yeah. 
and Cena now pop- popping his head out to now. Well, you seen it watch Dynamite every week. Guillotine. He's Cody McKenzie hopping on it. Yeah, it's a good call what you said earlier about Triple H. He does do a very good job of just being, you know, in the background here. And the thing about Brian, too, like watching this, it makes me realize that it did have to drive like Vince and Stephanie and those people mad that he was like just, he caught on like fucking wildfire because even with the yes stuff he still just wrestles like a wrestler and like an ass kicker like he wasn't like he didn't have a people's elbow or something and like they that's what you have to have you know you gotta be a star he just he's easily the one guy that you know even punk's a little bit different his WWE stuff you watch any of Brian's ROH shit it looks like this He's also, you know, Punk had the promo, right? Like, Brian was a really good talker, but Punk was always going to be out of talking. Brian being a big deal in WWE is fucking incredible, really. With his look and his personality. Like, again, he can talk, but Brian's general personality is not that of a, you know, WWE superstar. He was also, like, part of the thing that was so endearing about some of Brian's promos is, like, every time he had to do, like, you know, the super serious ones he could nail, but anytime he had yeah. to do like kind of like a quasi serious, he always kind of almost had like a, a, a smile breaking out because he didn't, he was, just thought it was so silly. And, oh, I, still, I think that he was relatable. I think this is like, I'm watching this match and it's crazy. I'm again, 10 years later, where these guys are John Cena, big time movie star in Hollywood. Yeah. Vince, not Vince, uh, Hunter running WWE for now. Yeah, for now with the base maker. <laughs> And then, uh, oh, <laughs> board of directors, more like board of rejects. <laughs> I bet the board is spelled B O R E D. <laughs> and then you got you got Brian Danielson with the broken piece, arm, you know. Yeah. Oh, he's cool. injured again, so he's not gonna be at Wembley. Yeah. No. No. This is the second biggest show he's missed. He got he got his arm broken like. I called his elbow draw like completely freak fucking deal. Dave's, Dave's ready for that match is fucking funny too. Like that was like a a no happening match. Like I'll it was do just this. he gave it four and seven quarters or four and uh, four and seven quarters. Yeah, four and three quarters. Fuck, those bumps Brian's taking, man. Oh man, if this Jesus. is the the scene as leg drop, this is lethal. Oh no! In the face. Yeah, Cena's having a tough day at the office, man. He's getting hit in the face repeatedly. Good Ooh. Lord! Ooh, with a torn apart with that. Oh no! Oh, he's got the legs hooked. Oh, that's sweet. Great visual. That was strong. That was very, very strong. People love that. Shades, Shades of Benny. Look, yeah, look at that. That's the bridge spot I was thinking of where he bridges up. Yeah. People came up head. for that, man. He doesn't still do the flying headbutt, does he? Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does? Yeah. He did it He did it in the Roosh match. Oh. Dex did one last week. Dex always did. Dex does the uh, Harley race one where you just fall. Yeah. Which is also not good for you. <laughs> uh, bro, Don't worry, you, he, lo- he loves his family. Who's bro, to say, you? really? <laughs> I mean, 
of all the things Dax Holwood does in the wrestling ring at this point in his life, well, is that the one we're going to draw the line at? You know, <laughs> poor fucker can barely walk. When fucking when fucking Cass from Big Bill fucking choke slam Cass. Oh my god, yeah. Hip. Oracle, that match was fucking awesome, right? Yeah, it was good, man. That shit was good. FTR has, oh, not anymore, I guess. I was like, FTR probably has like a clear runner tech team of the year, but Cash might end up in fucking county. Who knows? <laughs> you talk to you talk to Papa about this, Joe. Oh, here you go. This is what I was oh, talking fuck about. No, no I'm, I'm brushing that one. <laughs> If that match, if that match doesn't get cancelled, I will not say a word to him about it. Fuck, I ain't explain all that shit to him. Yeah, so he oh. flashed a gun. Like, fuck, man. Right, no good straight up to take the lead drop. That's nuts. Yes. Yeah, it's vicious. The, the slow mo replay looked uh, incredible. Oh. If they, if Tony it's doesn't suspend, if if Tony doesn't suspend Cash, then fuck. If they suspend him, then you're gonna have the Usos out. FTR out, Stenera go out. Fuck, oh, man, the Bucks is going to run away with it. I'm going to go with the Butcher and the Blade if that happens. That or, or Ozzy open. It's like the uh, end of Saw where we see that the Bucks sabotaged all those teams. <laughs> <just breaking up. laughs> Uh-oh. Or MGM um, now call my runaway with the D2. John's got bad intentions, folks. Shades of the Bob Lash match coming up here. Oh, he's got him up. Brian, going with those Gary Goodrich style elbows. <laughs> FTR promo is just announced for collision. <laughs> I wonder if it's going to be a shoot. Let me let me shoot with you. <laughs> does the old... I'm shooting from the hip. Here comes no. Cena. Cena does a fucking. Gonzo. Oh, is this a spot where you? Oh yes, it's probably almost yeah. drops him on his head, right? Yeah, he almost does it. Yeah. That almost looks like an avalanche style clash. <laughs> oh shit, Mox versus Phoenix on Dynamite. Oh fuck, he almost broke his neck and killed him. Yes, yeah, scary spot. Real grabs, baby. Mm-hmm. Mox and Phoenix it sounds awesome, but I mean, fuck man, I don't really see Claudio. Well, I guess he already wrestled him. I'm I'm near in uh, Oracle status on Ray Phoenix, unfortunately. I hear he had a really good match with Commander, though, so I'll try and watch that. Welcome but, to the right um, side of history, brother. Oh, man, he rolled onto his back with uh, it. I was, I've been very frustrated as of late. I've been holding it back because it's been annoying me. But I, you guys said that, but he, had a, he, he rocked a Hayabusa mask on, on Wednesday. You know? At one point, when, yeah. like, when like Brian Arch's back, it looked almost like a surfboard STF. Yeah, that looks Fucking pretty dope. gnarly right there. Fuck. This is the physicality for this is really stands out, especially for the way WWE was generally worked at this time. I mean, obviously, on this show, we have Brock, but Brock always had his own rules. Yeah, you know? 2013 WWE in ring is the best in ring year in the history of the company. Would you, I, dude, the main event of Survivor Series was Randy Orton versus The Big Show. Let's calm down with that. <laughs> would, you, well, would, you, would you agree this is stylistically is a bit different? You weren't watching the TV every week, understandably so, but the TV every week was like... Shield and stuff. In 13, yeah, I was still watching TV every week at that point. And yeah, yeah I, I jest, but the Shield, like, being yeah. around really up the game. But <laughs> to Joe's point, like, this, the physicality of this is a lot different than most of their... Yeah. You know. It was way different to me. They announced a Bucks FTR face-to-face on Dynamite. <laughs> Interesting. 
Fuck it, bro. I thought the show was taped though, right? Or or or, or maybe they no. Nah, next week they're doing double taping. It's oh, Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so this is this is live stuff that they're that they're putting on. Yeah, yeah Dynamite's okay, live. So then. I, guess, I guess the match is still on then. Oh yeah, Oracle. the match. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oracle, here comes your fucking yes, Larry. Oh, there it is. I just got to. Oh. I'm about to get to it here in a minute. Mother of God, the angle on that too, the camera shot too. Oof. Someone should clip some like 1995 New Japan commentary over that. <laughs> Let rock, you know. <laughs> With the crowd too. I need someone to explain to me what's more dangerous, the cables or the ropes like Salibur does all the time. Yeah, I know that um, your boy with the tennis racket is very passionate about that. My boy with the tennis racket? Um, yeah. The difference between ropes and cables? Remember, remember Alex when he got very mad about it? <laughs> they, sent, they sent ropes to OVW. It's like one of his oh, ropes. he prefers cables? I think I can't remember which way around it is, but they sent one of them to Jim and he fucking lost his shit and told Johnny Ace to go fuck himself just or whatever it. he did. You know? John Cena just threw a sidekick. What the fuck? That's how, uh... Fuck you, Dave Batista. <laughs> That's how Foley <laughs> lost his ears because he tried to do that neck, that Samoan neck spot in those cables and it just pff, snapped his ear off. Mick Foley just sounds like a broken man, you know, just... <laughs> That's how I hear about That was like one troll oh, looking dude, at the bull fucking headbutt. Real men just jumped into each other with their heads. Yeah. That rules. He had a almost scene was almost like Keith Jardine there, Alex, as they traded blows. <laughs> you see the, the stance he took? We're about to get the spot, right? Or did we already get that? We're about to get the stop spot. Yeah. The same John Cena implementing the same strategy that hypnotized Chuck Liddell. Didn't he beat Forrest too? He Sorry, beat, yeah, yeah, beat the shit out of Forrest, yeah. Yeah, he stopped him, you're right, yeah. That knocked him out. And then What's Houston that? Alexander beat the shit out of him. So did Vondelay, right? Vondelay stopped oh, him in yeah. like a minute. Yeah. You see Forrest like Griffith is now. Forrest Griffith is now the like, commissioner of slap boxing. Oh, That's fuck. <laughs> yeah, okay, indie wrestlers, if you're watching, this is how you do a slap exchange. But I mean, don't do it because these guys have done it. Well, any wrestlers don't watch is, wrestling anymore. They just watch this, meme accounts. Cena really taps into a great energy. Oh, boost. and Cena starts like cowering away from him. So good. Yeah. Cena's so good here. That fucking they get rules. they get a bit overexcited here and kind of yeah they do yeah. Just they were they were a, a beat off there on that AI catch sure. The crowd went nuts on that slap exchange, though. You could tell yeah. like, Brian won the. Oh, Spinebuster. Hey, and know. Brian, at least, like a pro covering his mouth there when he's talking to him. Cena just. Like, yeah. Huh? Cena said, okay. <laughs> Man, they didn't have like, That's fucking stupid. There's that really great Ziggler Wade Barrett IC match on Raw from years ago where they're mic'd and the ring's mic'd too much. 2014. Yeah, and Ziggler, like, at one point just goes, they're hot tonight, brother. And Wade goes, what? <laughs> you remember when Dolph had to try and put together that chamber match when something went wrong and he was, like, I was directing at that traffic? Show. 
Yeah. Of course you were. Yeah, I remember this. Thing. Like Kevin Kevin the one when Mark yeah. Henry came out of the pod. That was the Kevin Cena show, right, Alex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Ziggler's just like not even trying to hide it, just like sending marching orders to everyone in the yeah. ring. It's like, oh, small it's package. Like Jericho and uh, the first one, guys. <laughs> No, that was worse. Jericho stood next to the cage and was talking to Aubrey like they were at fucking coffee. It was insane. <laughs> he ruined that match, man. That's the first before the match beyond. That's the best one they've done. And that it shot of the crowd. fucking Fantastic. sucks afterwards, man. It's brutal. Oh, this was the first use there of the, is. the knee. Oh, shit. He's a real champion. That's, and that was the reaction across the globe. Oh, for my that. God. What a spot. Oh. That was the, that was like a real that finish packed a real punch. It really did because it's just he just pinned him clean with a knee. It's like mm-hmm. John Cena clean. Yeah. Now Triple H, way to go, buddy. I still think that's the best knee he he did in the Fed at least. Oh fuck! They just showed Pierce Morgan. That's unfortunate. Pierce Morgan, what? Yeah, he's in the front row. I just saw him. He was sitting next, to, sitting next to Michael Elgin. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Man, he's holding me for so this point. Someone who's actually there. <laughs> oh, no. I got him confused with Adam Pierce. And I said, what? <laughs> Adam <laughs> Pierce Morgan. <laughs> oh, you're good friends with Pierce Morgan. Poor Bobby only gets cited when we're referring to his political fucking <laughs> social beliefs. Oh man, look at look at Cena giving that stink eye, bro. Let's just look at him. Just, just... Bobby and I repping our repping our uh, teams here. Triple H, it was three. I counted it. LeVar <laughs> Ball, Michael Elgin, and Pierce Morgan walking to a bar. Cena's like, you gave me a black eye, you son of a bitch. Great might have been nice. In real time, this God. This felt like a significant moment. And then uh, with what's about to happen, it felt even more so of like, oh my god! I don't like how Triple H is just trying to take up the spotlight, bro. I just, well, are you trying to grab his hand, bro? Just become apparent quickly. What was your immediate reaction when uh, when Triple H pedigrees and Mid Orton catches in, Alex? Like, it wasn't when this show ended. It was like. Um, childlike anger. I wasn't like, I'm going to go online and complain. It was like, those motherfuckers got me. Like when Hogan, when Hollywood Hogan would somehow retain the belt, like I was like, oh man. Because it all made sense. And then, I mean, we're here, so we might as well talk about it. Uh, As Triple H says it goes, (laughs) WrestleMania 30 was the plan from this moment. That that was going to be the main event. And they lucked into how it played out, but if you're watching week to week, you know that after Hell in a Cell, when they yeah, yep. they were just like, all right, that that's it, and then you know, going the over to the to, to the to the Wyatt family feud. The only thing that is wrong here just happened for me is when Brian fucks up. He hears the pyro and he sells, 
Because I, I think he thought it was a sig- he thought it was a signal that, that all his music was cut. You know what I'm saying? I never noticed he, that. He sell was like, "Whoa, what's that? What's up?" And it's it's for his fucking celebration. It's the only yeah. thing that always pops through like this. That was this uh, is, uh, Go ahead. I was gonna say this is like a crazy like shock to me. I can't. Cause I always thought Brian won at Mania. Like his first thing was at Mania. I, so I is he won at Mania. He was that was like when he finally conquered it all, and that's why yeah. the narrative Triple H has of like this was always the plan works because like it's if you look at it surface level from this from yeah. this point to that one it works out, but it's like it's kind of oh, obvious. Yeah. That's what that's I what I mean. Like, I didn't know. I, like that's what I mean. I didn't know he won here. I thought Mania was where he won. Oh, Randy, yeah, because the Randy video package. Too. Yeah, and you know part of this cashing in right away was Orton's like I'm not fucking carrying this thing around with me. Like, he came out on TV with it, like, three times and looked like such a dork. And he was just, it didn't, having a big red suitcase didn't fit the Randy Orton character. Well, I think he's coming out in his undies, kid. I'll tell you that. He's got, he's got that six-pack going on there. That's true, yeah. He's got Randy that Hogan just, tan, too. Randy seems like a thing, like, a wrestler that everything annoys him kind of thing. Like, he, <laughs> yeah. it, it seems like he, it seems like he hates wrestling. He's like, I, man, I have to do it because I'm good at it, you know? It's like. It's like a basketball player that's good and they're in the NBA. Like, fuck, we got to keep playing. <laughs> I don't people, know, bro. He's back as fuck. Theory, He's coming back. So. Theory at the time was that, uh, like, because I think Orton grew the beard around this time. And, mm-hmm. like, people were like, oh, he's going the beard. He's turning heel. Well, um, as history no. No. unfolds here, we have some history on the late night green stream. We have a, we have a sixth man here for our final minutes. My goodness. This guy's American nightmare. Outstanding. Look at this one. Look at that one. That is awesome. That's wonderful. That is nice. It is so. So, The big man is back. So I I get back for. I, I had to go to the CBS office in Fort Lauderdale a few weeks ago. So I leave. Come back home. And the day I get home, this comes in the mail. My wife tells me she purchased this while I was jumping up and down during Cody Rose's entrance during SummerSlam. <laughs> he was laying on the bed on the phone. She was on WWE shop and she ordered this while I was marking out for his fucking entrance. Like I always do. I was like, are you serious? And then I have to show you guys too. She got uh Cody bear for Penelope too. There were two things in there. This for me. And the bear for Penelope. Outstanding. And you took the bear too, I bet. Huh? I saw the bear last night. Oracle, you watch that Triple H patting him on the tummy there? Like, good job, (laughs) Randy. (laughs) How's the comfiness? Jack, is it comfy? Because WWE clothing can vary on comfortability. No, this this is actually a really comfortable sweatshirt. Is that a tap-out hoodie? I love this thing. Oh my God! Do they still have that partnership? I think so. Do they? No, they own it. Yeah, but I, they, at one point that was like the they was all the adverts, right? They had the wrestlers and Tebow. I don't know if they do that anymore. Do they? Didn't they buy that up from the UFC? <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, they no because somebody still wears their tap out gear. Uh, who is it? Uh... No, I think you're right, Manny. Somebody does wear the tap out gear. I can't. No, it's, they're in AEW though. They still wear it. <laughs> they're in. Uh... Well, it's Cla- Claudio still wears his tap out gear when he works out. Oh. <laughs> AEW, my God, man. What a day. 
What a day, Joanna. What a fucking day, man. Hey, bro, how about we? I can't believe Cash Wheeler's getting chastised for being a professional wrestler. Like, what is this? Like, what? He brandished a gun. Like, what Look, the, watch a fucking dark side of the ring, you dorks. Listen, MJF, we do this another time, okay? We don't need, we don't need to dive into this tonight. Let's wait, wait, let details emerge. We'll leave the world's champion to jump to, to rush and, and make the tweets. You know, we'll, we'll be more. Did you, did you see that they're still promoting FTR <laughs> on Collision and, and Dynamite? I mean, Triple H doing the yes chant as we go off the air. <laughs> WrestleMania 30 was always the plan, baby. <laughs> also, did y'all see the fucking notes app? Two-page notes app post that Lefisto did to MJF. Oh fuck! Wait, did she? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't read it. I didn't give a fuck. I've been out. Like I just got home. Like I I texted Joe because I knew you guys were doing this. I thought I'd be home earlier where I could join you guys for like the whole thing, but I just I just got home. So I. We can it's a dissertation. It. It's like an essay that comes with a Criterion release. Jesus, dude. <laughs> Man, he said so, we uh, can rewatch so it. Are you calling? So Jack, Jack, are you calling? Uh, are you calling Big Ten games in twenty twenty four? Is that why you had to go to the office? Well, I had to go to the office for college football reasons, obviously. <laughs> but um, God, it, it, it's it's so weird to me seeing like like, like these advertisements because we. The, the the contract doesn't fully kick in until next season. Right, but we, right. we have seven Big Ten games this year. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a soft open. First fucking first week of the season. Because I was down in Florida. I didn't even realize this. Well, I, I did, but I forgot about it. So I get the, uh, I go to Fort Lauderdale. I get in the office. And we're breaking down, like, week one. And I'm making the presentation in front of all these people. Oh. Right? So I'm going through week one. And I swear to you, I'm up there at the whiteboard, and I'm like, all right, Ohio State, Indiana. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Ohio State versus Indiana on CBS. Like, CBS proper, not CBS Sports Network. Ohio State versus Indiana. I'm like, weird, what the man. fuck are we going to do with this? Yeah. Did you do this while we're in the American Nightmare hoodie? Or? <laughs> no, I didn't, no, because I didn't have it yet. You had the big suit on when you're doing this? How is you? How are you looking for this, Jack? Paint the picture for us. What are we, what are we talking no, about? No, I wore one of my golf shirts and jeans. Oh, that's unfortunate. No, you see, the thing is, like in a, in an office like CBS and ESPN too, because I know people. It's it's really casual. You still, you know, a little polo shirt. But like, you know, when we, uh, you know, when your guys get NWA on the network and you're on color commentary, you're going to dress up for that at least. I know these guys know Alex. <laughs> did shoot or Joe ever tell you what they did to me one time that had me wanting to fucking kill myself? I don't believe so. <laughs> doesn't really you doesn't really whittle it down much. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, because it's kind of every day with you two. Um, do you remember when Billy Corgan was teasing like a huge TV announcement <laughs> yesterday? Yeah. Well, no, no, and I guess this is a while back. And then, do you, like, shortly after that, might have been a few weeks or a month tops, he tweeted out a picture of the CBS logo. <laughs> so, now here's the thing. Because I work on the CBS sports side, I don't deal with the regular television stuff where, like, if we were to get professional wrestling, I wouldn't really know about it unless I asked someone. 
Well, so Billy Corgan tweets his picture of CBS, and I went, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Only because, like, not saying the NWA was going to be on CBS, but we have Paramount Plus, CBS Sports Network. I mean, we have friggin' bull riding on CBS Sports Network. So for me, like, putting the NWA on there wouldn't be that far-fetched. <laughs> I said, st- so then these, Joe and Shooter busting my balls all day in the group chat. They're like, oh, yeah, it's happening. They're going to CBS. Oh, the, the NWA is going to be on CBS. I literally started calling the people that work on the TV side, and I was like, legit serious i was like hey do you guys know anything about us getting into professional wrestling (laughs) (laughs) and they're like what are you talking about i was like you know the nwa like billy core you know a smashing pumpkins guy like do you guys know anything about that like have you heard anything and all these people are telling me no jack we haven't heard we haven't heard a thing but even still, fucking shooting Joe all day. We're like, no, nah, they're lying to you. Do you remember that? The, yes, the payoff to the bit was at the end of that day, Sean Rossap tweeted, surprising TV deal in the works. Story <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, when, Sh- when Sean tweeted, surprising TV deal, the NWACB, I went, oh my God. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. And then we like we started tweeting pictures. We started tweeting like congrats to our friend Jack Crosby, dream come true, and shit like that. I mean I the boyhood I, dream has come I, true. I could say I could say it now. We we made a play for AEW yeah. when, when they were open, but our package wasn't really it wasn't what Warner gave them. Uh, that's all I yeah. can say. It wasn't what Warner gave them. They're, they're deep in bed with each other now. My God, free TV shows. You might make kind of my three hours. Don't say things like that. Why to review three hour dynamite? That be the end. Of- Lately, there's some weeks we can't get through a fucking two hour dynamite. Yeah, you should so. see me yesterday, Jack. Bro, I fucking went off. Like, I called Tony a motherfucker, bro. I said, hey, man. <laughs> I love him. I, I I love him, but he would do the same to me. Like he talks shit, but like confirms shoot. Like the best is like Joe and I in the group chat. Like if a dynamite sucks, we'll be like this fucking sucks. <laughs> Confirm shoot will try to rationalize shit to us, <laughs> or tell us for whatever reason why he liked what just happened. And I'm like, buddy, I've known you for years. Just fucking say it sucked. <laughs> Yeah. It gets nasty sometimes. And I, I said, man, Tony's gonna go in that fucking presser on Sunday and be like, "Yeah, guys, you know, we had a lot of injuries to the roster. We couldn't, you know, we couldn't do it. You only have three injuries: Brian, Pack, and Jamie. If, if those three guys messed up your card, how shitty was the card before? Like, <laughs> Mandy, are you on a ship? Where are you? It's not me, is it? This, this is I miss many. I think it's Alex Henson, I think. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's Bob's fucking fan. Yeah. Damn, that fan might actually be my fan. It's true. <laughs> Dude, Bob, Bob O'Neill. I, get, I gave Bob O'Neill a nice idea this morning. You did. Just just, just realized or just lost many of you on a ship. <laughs> <laughs> What do, you, what do you guys think of this? Let me crowdsource this. So a few days ago, Bob O'Neill tells me, like, we were talking about, like, like moving on and shit like that. Like, not much left for people to do in a certain company. Like, Brock Lesnar, what is there left for him to do, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If Brock, and Brock really seems, from what I 
from what I can see, when when I do watch the WWF, like he's having fun. Like he, the dude mm-hmm. is in his, the stage. Where, why can't? Why why wouldn't now be the time to just put him and Shelton Benjamin together and tell them go have fun? Good idea. Did you tell you said this to Bob? Yeah. It's a, why not just finally oh, just oh, finally on, put man. Brock and Shelton together and tell them go have fun? That's not Oracle messaging me. Why don't they put the belt on Carl Anderson? I mean. <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> like it, not, no, but I, no, but I'm serious because like for years, like putting Brock and Shelton together, especially given their history, always seemed like a, the right idea. He's, he's all over. Shelton's Jack. not doing anything. He's fifty years old. He doesn't have much to do. Give them a little faction or something. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not talking about fucking Gable Stevenson. No, no, no. Like, give, give them a few young guys to work with. I'm not sure that Gable Stevenson thing is going to work out. No, no. no. I personally personally don't know about y'all, but I'm still waiting for Brock and Heyman to reunite. I mean, the the funniest thing to me about Gable Stevenson is that it seems like his brother is is better suited for professional wrestling. Let's rewind. So, so what was Bob's reply when when this was pitched to him? Please tell me through this, Bob. Oh, Bob said that a rule. Of course he did. Did you? Did you did you send like a U.S. flag back to him? What did you do? How did you respond? Oh, that's a good idea. Brock and Shelton tag team Minnesota Wrecking Crew back. Bob O'Neill. No, see, I wait. wait, wait. Yeah, is Ole still alive? No, Ole could be the manager. I would call them though the Minnesota Stretching Crew. Okay, <laughs> because really of the technical crew. bag, the Minnesota Stretching Crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When was Brock the last time you saw Shelton wrestle, Jack? Holy shit, man. Wait, are you trying to tell me Shelton Benjamin can't fucking go anymore? He's fine. He's Bubba. He's, he's fine. Bubba. He can't run. He's fucked. He's 50. Fuck. I'm, I'm cooked and I'm 25, 26. Where the fuck I am now? You're 25? <laughs> oh, no, it's horrible. It's horrible. The other day I finished WrestlePure's show. What is that in British years? Oh, it's like 45, I think. Like 25 in American years. You're like fucking 62. I think you got, I think you got like double it, yeah. <laughs> the other day we finished the wrestle period show and I put my head I swear I put my headset down and I walked over and there's a mirror right here and I just looked to myself like look at the fucking state of you you know like just an absolute catastrophe I was so honestly like, many saw me last night we, but the post show I was just trying to get out there trying to leave and the venue monkey, let us leave. And, I, and I got up and I just looked and I said what a fucking liberty this is you know just spent two and a half hours talking about that shit you know <laughs> finished I'm finished yeah. I've got nothing we'll left well, to be fair, I'm 25 too, and I feel like shit. But that just might be yeah. Mexican genes, bro. They we age bad. I mean, just You're I'm fucking 39. Manny the Hooper's physically. He's like he's risked for a, a career. It's incredible. Yeah, I went to the chiropractor, and they don't know what's wrong with me. I, <laughs> I can't. I can't turn my neck all the way around. And they, the, the one of them said, "Were you a wrestler?" And I said, "No, I, I stopped playing football freshman year." And they said, "How many wrecks have you been?" I said, "Never been a wreck." Like, how, how, how do you get like this? And I said, I don't know. And then he Pretty- says, uh, are you always in pain? I said, yeah, I just deal with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they asked you if you're always in pain, you should have hit him with the Jake Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, how, and I remember him asking me, like, how long has this been going on for? Like, you can't really do stuff with your neck and your back and all that. I was like, oh, maybe around since I was in eighth grade, eighth, ninth grade. And he said, how old are you? And I said, 25. And he says, <laughs> he said, you might need some medical help. I said, oh. 
<laughs> well, well, I'm right here. What the fuck are you going to do about it, pal? Exactly. He couldn't pop my neck, and he said, you come back tomorrow, we'll get you with another guy that'll get you right. The other so guy... The gimmick doctor I can see. <laughs> the other, the, I went the next day, and the other guy said, I can't pop your neck. He kept asking me 21 questions. I said, fuck, man. I'm, I can't come to the chiropractor no more. And I just... So what did you guys watch tonight? Uh, 2019 SummerSlam? 2013. 2013. 2013. 2013. 2013. Yeah. 2019, I thought it was a long one, right? It would have been here for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It was too Well, that was, uh, that was Brian beating Cena and then Randy Casher, right? Yeah. And the Look at Crosby. All-time all Brock Punk match. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. Oh, it's so good, right? That was such a good match. Yeah. Um, You were talking about Brock and what's left. Do you remember... When Frank Mir was trying to get a job at WWE, yes. <laughs> is is he still fighting? Where is Frank? Oh, yeah, I think he does very natural stuff. All he like, does... all he, all he um... does is like post about how great Donald Trump is, and then he oh, had that God. fucking boxing match with Pulev where he got absolutely yeah. Burned. That was uh, ridiculous. That should never have happened. It was no, insane. and that, the fact that that got sanctioned was ridiculous. He had that Bellator deal that. Yeah. I think he lost twice, and then I know last as far as active competition goes, he was training um, his daughter for yeah. MMA. Yeah, because there was a card they both fought on together. I remember that. Do you remember they I did could... it was in Hawaii or some shit? Yeah, the main thing was he conned Brett Lauderdale out of five figures allegedly for a three minute match, and then try he used that platform to try to get a job with WWE. Yeah, that <laughs> so sounds like some a... real fucking grabs, bro. Well, exactly. don't forget Brett, Brett and Stephanie McMahon are best best friends. That's right. Yeah. Um, Doesn't really get you much one in these days, though. I know I've seen Frank does commentary for one of those lower level. Yeah, I can't remember. Bro, did you see? Speaking of, of commentary on lower level, did you see the Pat Militich story? No. Which one? You know, fair. Um, you know the guy who beat Punk, the photographer dude, Mike Jackson. Mike Jackson. Oh, I'm yeah, friends yeah. with. I'm friends with Mike. Okay, well, this is this is not going to bury him, so don't worry. So. Pat Militich trained him, but then Pat Militich went to the uh, January 6th deal. I'm not going to do any jokes. Don't worry, Bob. And uh, <laughs> that now has set up a fight between them in which it is a – I believe they're describing it as a cultural war. Yeah. That's why they're promoting this. <laughs> Pat Militich is nearly 60, I'm pretty sure. I'll never forget the night Mike beat Punk. Uh, no, no, the day Sadly. after. is the day after. <laughs> He fucking, he called me and he was talking about us. What a nice guy Punk was. Like, he was really nice. Like, was you no, like, yeah, that's his, that's his rip, bro. He was a nice guy. That's what everybody like, says. Oh, he's really he's, respectful. You know, he's afterwards. America's sweetheart. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Are we talking about the same guy? But yeah. it, obviously, Punk was probably, you know, in the, in the UFC world, he was probably different than. Of course. I mean, Punk well, can be that guy. He just, you know, he's Punk, right? He's well, very Christopher Daniels, Copeland, But I was like so taken aback by hearing CM Punk, good guy. I was like, wait, what? We were ever enemies, Jack. You know, granted, his list is very long, <laughs> but we were ever enemies, you know. <laughs> just so you know, Frank Mir won his last fight against Roy Nelson. Just uh, oh, the fuck oh, did he fight Roy? Roy? And, I know they fought years and, ago. Uh, Bellator. They fought in the UFC. Yeah, yeah it was in October 25th, 2019 for Bellator. He won Knocked by off. decision. That they, sounds awful. They, that sounds terrible. Because the, the whole thing, they 
fought in the UFC because they had a jujitsu match years yes. back that Roy beat him in. And that was the um, fight where Roy claimed he had the flu, remember? <laughs> so he, so all he big lost, country. So he lost to Junior Dos Santos, Cormier, Josh Barnett, Overeem. He beat Antonio Silva, beat Todd Duffy, and then lost to Andre Olaski, Mark Hunt. Then his first fight in Bellator was Fedor. He beat him by KO. Fedor he beat lost, him by he KO. Lost, yeah. 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 And then Javi Alia. Javi Alia. Yeah. 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 And he hasn't wrestled since the Roy Nelson win. Wrestled? No, fought. Well, he, he wrestled Dan Severn at Bloodsport. Um, he should be on collision, Dan Severn. I'm surprised they haven't done anything with it. Has uh, Ken Shammy got any paydays from Tony Khan? Give it a couple more, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting on that one. Yeah, he probably will bring him in at some point. Usually, I mean, the Van Dam thing, he waited for credit to him, he waited four years to bring in Van Dam. Well, no, it's pretty he, impressive. He actually told Van Dam he's wrestling Jungle Boy in January. Yeah, I don't believe that, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he I mean, I know that's like walk, that was you know. dope though when he came out to walk, it was cool. He has a cool deal, yeah, yeah, because that's what that's what RVD said. He said, Tony Cotton, that's, that's that's a, a worthwhile use of money, right? That's, exactly. that's what you should be doing. Oh, that was. That, it may have been. <laughs> I mean, I know I've, I've told you guys a bunch of times. Like my old ass, I was like I remember watching all you could, when he came out to walk. I lost my fucking mind. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That was a, that was a cool deal. Honestly, so he looked pretty good. I mean, he's obviously you know he's told us that he has brain damage and stuff. If you put that to the side, he looked quite good. His ass and, still holding up, Oracle. Yeah, I didn't think it was the same. Like I'll be honest. <laughs> Oracle's froze, I think. You can't, can't remember. He is. Uh, yeah. Didn't have the same pep in his step, you know? He's in his 50s, right? Yeah, still. No excuse. My hair. Yeah, you're back. Yeah. Oh, mate. Mm. Yeah, I'm it's like good. He's fucking Tenru. He's RVD doing monkey flips and shit, man. It's 52. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. 52. Why did you, you said that very aggressively. Inside of a Denny's in Orlando, Florida. Really? WrestleMania 33. Yeah. Was he standing that, the way he stood in that match where he sort of his where, chest where, where the Sandman showed up. Is that where uh, MJ was in the house? <sighs> Maxwell Jacob Friedman? <laughs> Who's currently furiously drafting a, his response tweet to LeFisto. No, I'm pretty sure he's been on a lot of writing out and deleting, writing and deleting. Yeah, well... Yeah. yeah, when's uh, Party Marty Janetti going to get a payday from Tony Khan now that that Dark Side of the Ring came out? Okay, I was wondering, when you said Party Marty, I was very Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Usually you ask me that off the air. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, that, that, thank, okay, now I just got it. Yes, he was, uh, Marty was trying to give us, uh, like, he's Which trying one? to, like, work us into going. Janetti. Marty Janetti, yeah. yeah, he, he was trying to work us to go to, like, uh, some, like, off-brand indie show that's like like they like that like nobody even knew about for, for uh like WrestleMania Sunday and we were like mm. you think you made the right choice Marty's killed men before <laughs> fair yeah drinking you take him Bob I don't know man I watched that dark side of the ring he's not moving around too well but he's crazy Dude, that for like in the first two minutes of that, when they show that shot of just that massive open wound on his ankle, I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. it was messed up. I'm sure it's fun. He's a good start cast. 
He still has that wound, or would it? What, I'm, just, uh, his ankles are all fucked up, man. They're the size of pumpkins, and like one of them's just open. Like it's just. I think this has been the best. Like, I think this has been the best season of Dark Side. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't hear anybody but, talk about it. Well, the thing <laughs> is, like, in, in my opinion, the Adrian Adonis episode was miles above anything they've ever done. It's pretty good. The Adrian Adonis episode was so fucking good. Problem with that, this season is it had the Bash of the Beach episode, which they should actually be arrested for putting on TV. It, <laughs> You know what I, I I think what it is is that the bad and, oh the bad yeah. unbearable man. It's well, also like Laps fan did everything you could possibly yeah. do on the yeah. subject. So yeah. it's like Russo honestly but like Eric Eric has his issues and comes across bad on that show. Russo is and, unwatchable on that show. He's awful on it. Because yeah. Jute's not here, Alex, I'll use you as the older guy benchmark. The thing about the honest episode was I don't know if it's safe. I learned a lot of stuff I didn't know about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really only knew well, Fat Adrian. Like the my yeah. first, my oh, like the shit, Adrian I knew was alive? Fat Gay Adrian, yeah. who was the oh, bad shit. guy. So, like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're live, folks. Sorry, <laughs> like most, most, most dark sides that us nerds watch, it's like, oh well, I knew all that already. Yeah. But like the Adrian Adonis episode, I kept going, oh no shit, oh really, oh okay. Yeah, and like the, that one. The the ones I've enjoyed the most are like the kind of silly one-off ones, like the Collision in Korea one, and then yes. the Brawl for All yeah. one. I thought mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah, that they actually had fucking Butterbean in there, who when, looks a lot better now than he did in that episode, by the way. So I'm wrestling here. So they should put Scott Norton in the Hall of Fame, and his video package should just be his performance on Dark Souls <laughs> and Collision in Korea. And then you know, Mike said something. But Mike was just being Mike. <laughs> when he when he goes when he says he's on the phone to his wife and he goes, Tammy, you don't know what we're going through here. <laughs> You're in North Korea, brother. <laughs> Poor the too cold, cold is like too yeah. cold score, the too cold Scorpio hot I mean, thing, man. I, oh my god. I should probably try Dark Side, but the way that the way it's produced bothers me. I don't like the production. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Tape, I know tape get, hates the fucking recreation. You know the. Uh, I hate that shit. Not, not like, I love them, and they're still to me one of the, like the Road Warriors. Still to me are number one. That's I don't know. The story that is so funny about how like, but when they trained them, they didn't tell them it was fake, so they just let them like hit each other in the face for a few days. Like I'm so, like I know I I know I live now in the generation that likes work great and shit. But to me, like when people say who's the greatest tag team of all time, my answer is always going to be the Road Warriors. Yeah, it's it, I don't think that's ever gonna. All about uh, Hustle Benjamin. Jack. But but as I as I get older though, it, it's like not that shocking that Hawk was kind of a pussy. Yeah, Drake, you could take him. Like. <laughs> Like he was just some roided up dude. Just big that was, dude, yeah. That would try to remember. start shit though, and like guys that could legit fight would whip his ass. It always pops me when the Minnesota crew. They always say like the actual tough guy was rude, and his gimmick was like the chicken shit on TV. Yeah. And WCW wasn't a chicken shit. He was like a fucking murderer in WCW. But in like, like Alex and I were like, <laughs> it, it seems like you did not want to fuck with Adrian Adonis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you did not want to piss him off. Bob might have. Mm-hmm. The the Dynamite Kid one's really good too because they have his whole family in there. 
You know, and anytime yeah. you get anyone who's a heart or related to a heart, you know you're in for a hoot of a time. <laughs> I got real emotional during the Benny one. I, I did not watch that. Did you not know the ending? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Big swerve. It just it brought me back to the times where I, where I just remembered when I didn't know Benny was dead. So I remember when I was a kid and I was watching him at my my mom's uh, Herbalife shop, and I just saw the documentary of Chris Benoit like on E. And I'm watching, and I was like, "Wait, you th- what, what? Hold on, man. This hold is a real thing. I'm, not, I'm gonna on, let you guys on, enjoy this. I, I don't want. I really don't want to interrupt. You didn't know Benoit was dead. What? <laughs> I was a kid. When did you find out? Remind me. What year is this? How old am I? Six you or seven. Were... That's the what year. Was what year did you find out? What year did you find out? It was around the same time I found out Michael it's... Jackson died. Bro, we're no, talking no. about this like like we're asking about like Santa Claus. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I was watching and I he saw was on the, the cover email. of People. They had the shot of him like he was the world's sexiest man, but instead it was tragic family murder suicide. I was watching the doc and I was like, my mom's making Herbalife for customers, and I'm just watching. And I'm just like, what's going on? And then they show these dead. What's going on? That's the same way I found uh, when I thought Eddie Guerrero was alive all the time. I would go to El Paso to see my dad in jail. I thought I would bump into him. He was dead. Do y'all remember? Do y'all remember several years ago, Alex? You might remember this when when uh, when uh, Freebird STF Dave like drove by the Benoit house, took a picture, and posted it on Twitter. Have you ever seen uh, our good friend the Frey Movement selfie from outside of Benoit Manor? Yeah. Yes, I have. <laughs> that was. I remember when WrestleMania 27 was in Atlanta. The word was the two most frequented stops for the Benoit house and Abby's house of ribs. God, God bless. My Mike. dad I, really wanted to go to Abby's house of ribs. He tried to like book it and everything, and we couldn't make it. But he was like badly wanting to go to Abdul the Butcher. Alex, Alex bringing up Alex bringing up the Frey movement. I I fucking love that dude. I truly love him. He's one of my closest friends. I've seen that dude as lowest low as highest, but I fucking love that dude. Yeah, Mike's a good guy. He used to piss off so many people. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's. I remember the first time I met him and talked to him for five minutes. It's like, oh, all that shit he does online is just like a joke to make people yeah. mad. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it is. Like when you meet, he is the kindest human being I've ever met. But like when you put him on Twitter, he's fucking prick. Yeah. Is is that? I've not. I'm gonna meet Bob for the first time in Chicago in a couple. Is it the same with Bob or is he the same in person? Is he like? Well, the times I've been in the same town person. as Bob, he's big time me and refused to come see me because I didn't wow, pay you the, met? his booking fee. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, we I'm gonna... not sure, like, you know, if I say St. Dom, is Bob going to just, like, stand up in the building and bury him for it? Was he gonna... uh, he w- I was going to meet him when he announced that he was going to go to SCI in uh, 2020, and then almost immediately after he announced he was going to SCI, COVID <laughs> happened. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've only met you. Wow. Wow. Well, interesting. Um, that's probably one of your, I'd say... Creating COVID was one of your lows. I'd say I don't think it's as bad as when you kill Ring of Honor, but they're similar. Oh, you know? no, I'm sorry. Bob's <laughs> killing Ring of Honor was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. It's a balancing act, isn't it? You know, Ring of Honor paid a lot. I mean, God bless. Beer City Bruiser was getting a check, bro. Bob took that away from the man. Fucking, fucking <laughs> Bob O'Neill was like, I'm going to start getting into Ring of Honor. And they're like, No, you're not. That was my fault. Yeah, Brett Clark was the only person that was posting about Ring of Honor on my timeline for months. And then Bob it's... says one thing and it's over. Every time that poor Brett has to make a comment on current Ring of Honor, I feel for... like I weep for him. You know, it's like, it shouldn't yeah. be this way, man. 
John, we should all go out as heroes, you know? Do you realize this is the first time Alex and I have been on a stream together? Someone asked. Someone that sent a DM a while ago. Someone sent a DM a while ago and said, have Alex and Jack ever done it? Like, so you were like Hogan and Andre, you know? He said, they ever done a show? I don't think so. <laughs> the powers collided. We should have made a video uh, about this. Uh, Lashley and Lesnar it was the last big yeah. match we had left for the we fucked now I don't know what we got left we <laughs> blew it hour three of this fucking show no, no this, this Joe, is you should have tweeted where we have Alex. you should have said you should have tweeted that we're live with yeah. these two guys Clash of the Titans yeah this is the first step in Alex and I like easing our way into doing fucking like UFC watch alongs and shit UFC one like we're just each gonna get a case of beer just fucking slap it on the thing go let's go <laughs> yes <laughs> That would actually roll, though. Here we fucking go. That'd be tremendous. That'd be a good deal. I try. I try doing that on Russell Pierce, uh, and uh, a- Ao and all that were able, wanted to do it, and then they turned off the stream, and I didn't know, and I kept going with Marcus, and then nobody told me the stream was over. <laughs> Waited like an hour, and then and Marcus kept talking, and I was just like, and then I realized we're talking about the NBA, maybe like ten minutes after the show ended, and it was still on the NBA thing or before it ended. And I was like, man, man, it must be really fucking boring, man. This chest's not moving or anything. I look and we're we're not even live. I said, fuck, man, what the hell? <laughs> we're live, pal. And then I well, Marcus, Marcus, you know, we weren't live this whole time. We said, yeah, well, I just thought we were just talking. I said, oh, I <laughs> Paul Marcus just thought you were being a friend. You were just there for the fucking views. <laughs> as soon as Hoover realized he was off there, he said, fuck this, I'm gone. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I'm gone. Yeah, that's still surprised me. We got done hey. with the show a couple weeks ago, and many goes. I got to go. I got a pickup game. <laughs> Comes back with the big bag of ice on his neck, like he's DDP. No, that's the that's the day I I, I fell on the floor, and then everybody had to help me get up, and I and everybody said, "Are you good?" And I said, "I just need to sit down for a bit." I just, Oh, here's a big bud. Jack, uh, do you think we're going to get official releases of those Ronda WWE in the UFC font? Or are we going to have to go to the, the bootleggers to get one of those? <laughs> have to go to the fucking bootlegger. Dude, I was laughing my ass off when she showed up doing her like serious walk, and then she had the WWE and UFC font on her gear. Not like that match was a disaster or anything. Oh. Fucking yeah, Ronda Rousey, man. I'm I, telling I, you, that show was not good. I'm convinced of it. I, it was bad. I mean, like, I get. I honestly did not hate it, but like, it was it was a very disappointing. Show. It wasn't it was fun, not, you know. It wasn't no. fun to watch. That women's triple threat match was offensively bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I know. Like it. I could get I like it. hanged. Charlotte for was. Charlotte was a problem in that. Yeah. There was no need. Like, I. That's just. I was saying that a lot during that show. I say that a lot in general now. There's no need for this. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's i'll be no, saying I've, that a lot in chicago i assume i've realized as i as i get older here you know the oracle of wrestling is he's he could sometimes you may listen to an oracle of wrestling take and go i don't know if i see that and it's years go by you suddenly you look yourself in the mirror and go oh my god i'm the oracle of wrestling now you know i mean it's a real thing that happens to me now I text Oracle. Oracle's the only person I reach out to to ask his opinion of wrestling shows at this point. <laughs> like, Jack and I will do our bullshit, but I'll never just, like, we'll never hit each other up. Like, right, Jack's like, if we're watching, we're watching, fuck it. I will message Oracle on Friday yeah. and be like, did you watch Dynamite? <laughs> no, it, th- that's the best thing. Like, my text messages, professional wrestling, 
It's Joe and Shoot in the group, <laughs> and it's just fucking bullshit. I'll say the most He's... outlandish shit. If Joe and I want to text each other seriously about something, it's boxing. Yes. Or, like the way our conversations just turn from bullshit to serious is wrestling to boxing. Like we, that, that in a way fight. That yeah, exactly. We would text him back. You and I were going back and forth. We never do that for wrestling. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, got him. Got him. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's. <laughs> That's both of y'all with me too in the DMs. We never talk about wrestling, but anything like MMA or boxing related, it's like holy shit. I, I can't tell you the last time I talked with Alex about fucking pro wrestling. <laughs> but Joe like, and I did have like a twenty minute phone text conversation over uh, Oppenheimer. We did, we did. <laughs> like yeah, whole paragraphs about it. Hell of a yeah. picture. It was. Oh, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, bro, that movie fucked me up for a couple of days. <laughs> It didn't have the end of that one either. <laughs> Fuck it, Blue. <laughs> you, guys, you guys want to know a fun fact about me? I even went and got the fucking book. I haven't even read it. It's just fucking done. <laughs> What's that, Jack? I haven't been to the movies in 16 years. Wow. Bro, you're part of problem. This is why we're losing cinema, bro. This is what's I don't like the movies. I just thought I don't like you gotta make a sacrifice for the rest of us, brother. You gotta yeah. go and you gotta pay yeah. and get Wait, yourself a ticket. Yeah, six, 16. You're gonna have to break it in December when the Iron Claw comes out, though. And then, we'll make like, a- when I started dating my wife, she was like, "I don't like going to the movies." I was like, "Great, God bless." Yeah, you are gonna go to the Von Eric film, right, Jack? You got that. You got. It. I think I have to. Yeah, you got to. I think yeah, that's where to. the three cast stand because, like, that's that Von Eric movie. No, you can't do that, Jack. Once you sixteen years, you can't just industry like that. For a Von Erich movie with fucking Zac Efron, guys, the fucking gas that Zac Efron got. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Tell him Kevin Von Erich. Come on, he should be Kerry though. That's the only thing I know. He wants to live, fucking loser, but he should be Kerry. He looks more like Kerry to me. Yeah, fake fan. Jack, what do you think about Edge? I want to get your take on Edge. Oh, uh, what happened tonight? He doesn't Ed, know. He just asking what you think about it. He said, "What do you think is going to happen to him? What do you, is he going to is he going to stay with no, the? I, is he going to go to the Fed? No, he, it's a good question. What did he actually do? Did he just win a match tonight? Right, he... Wait, did did he beat Sheamus? Like, I don't know. I just I just Bob, saw Sheamus. Bob, help. What happened? I just heard it was good. I didn't hear who won. I think I would imagine Edge won there in Toronto. I think he did a promo after the show, but I didn't watch it yet. That was on Twitter, and uh, that's about it, yeah. I do think – I honestly th- – and I could be wrong. I think he's going to go to AEW to be with Chris. Yeah. I yeah, really I'll have do. fun with I that. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> and I am okay – I'm okay with him going there. I'm okay with them having the match with FTR. Edge and Christian versus the Bucks. Yeah, only because Alex, like, just to say it happened. I'm one of those guys. Like, just to say it happened. Uh, The ass boys. If Edge starts getting into single stuff, though. They go wise to go, brother. Let me tell you. (laughs) Can you imagine? Many men. Yeah, Imagine, that, was like, that was a good deal. That was a good deal. Tony just says, "Okay, when 
Edge and Kenneth Jerome ask for 47 minutes on pay-per-view. That's what well you took the word because <laughs> what I tweeted what I well actually Bob 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 and I were talking like we were talking about matches that he could have it like yeah Edge versus Kenny Omega on paper yes that is something you want to see on the marquee Edge versus Kenny Omega okay but like man we, we have to tell like if Edge goes there Tony has to have a talk with him that like listen man let's keep these a tight like if it's with Kenny, 25. Let's 25, and then we're out because Kenny could at least do most of the work. But like if Edge is like, yeah, I'm gonna wrestle, I don't fucking know, Darby Allen. The thing Edge is will be like, listen, we could do a good 52 minutes. And I could like, no, 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 man. I mean, no, no, it's no. okay because we've seen like Tony's very good at reining guys in and stopping them from doing oh, stuff, yeah. you know, especially sure. like Legends that he respects, he's very good at telling them to stop doing stuff, so we'll be okay. Sure, we'll be fine. It's the FTR tough. match will rule if it happens, if it's got much more big in the last couple of days. But with it, if the match no, happens, I, it'll be great. And I brought this up to Bob. And if, if Shelton Benjamin the report or something, the kingdom match will be good too. Just uh... <laughs> my thing is like Edge, Edge is Edge is admitted his face. <laughs> Edge admitted that when he got cleared, he turned down AEW. Mm-hmm. But I think the difference now is he and Triple H don't really, they're not best friends still to this day. So for Edge to be like, all right, now I know Vince has some influence, but if Triple H really is running most of the show there, Edge might be okay with say, like he went back for Vince. Like Edge was a Vince guy. Yeah, he was. They did fall out over the Judgment Day thing, though. Remember that? Oh yeah. Why? Well, Vince yeah, wanted it to be supernatural. <laughs> yeah. So my <laughs> thing is, <laughs> like at this point, like if Edge, well, if he had a falling out with Vince and he doesn't really like Hunter, Edge yeah. might be okay with saying, "All right, I'm out." Yeah. And I'm gonna go over there now. Well, that's how we started talking about the you know guys that don't have anything left to do there either. Edge was the first one we brought up because. He came back. He's won the Rumble. He had the Mania main event. Like, yeah. you know, there really is fun. nothing. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing left for him to do with that. Now, if he goes to AEW, there's a lot for him to do. Yeah, there really is. And you know, we can we can joke about like the two like the time length on matches and shit. But there there are some cool things Edge could oh, do yeah. over there. Oh yeah. That there's more there's more for Brock to do over there too. Well, I mean, fuck that. Arsenal. Look, I still maintain I would love to see Brock jump to AEW. Brock and Ronnie? When I was in the, the pisser, I, I'm sorry if this was already discussed, but I did have a thought of a like a 12 to 14 minute TV match with Edge and Roderick Strong, and that made me very happy. So, Alex, yesterday everybody said on the Russell Pierce show, like, we can't really see much for Edge to do in AEW. And I said, well, you can't wrestle Roger Strong. You can't just quote people like that. You, I'm I'm literally on that show. You can't just quote me like I'm not going to respond. What is this? Fox News? What the fuck? Joe, you don't think there's a lot for Edge to do in AEW? No, I didn't say there's nothing I want to see him do other than the FTR match. Man, he turned into this fucking... <laughs> no, it's Edge true. and FTR. Edge and Christian the box. That um, I want to see Jackson. That's I'm just no, saying. What the really... shit will you want? That's what the point was. I was just giving my viewpoint. Like, now Manny's the... misquoting me. 
what the fuck could Brock do in AEW? Darby would be awesome. Darby if you could good. convince him to have a real program well, with well, Eddie Kingston, it would be wait, fucking wait, amazing. Wait, <laughs> wait, stop for a second, guys. We've okay, been sorry. through this a million times. <laughs> We've been through this a million times. Brock and Brian Cage. Oh, that fucking rule, bro. <laughs> Brock Lesnar works, obviously, works best with the people he likes. Yeah. Personally. That was it down there. Who on the AEW roster who's got that Brock would just look and go, I like that guy. Darby would be one. I, I do think Brock would like Darby. They'd have a good match. Very good match. Brock yeah. would like him a lot. Yeah. Who else? There's a few. Uh, I think he would like Roderick Strong. That's just me. But, you know. Bro, let it go, man. It's over. <laughs> I, 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 They'd honestly, like line up the uh, the 8x10s of the roster and he would just point at MJF <laughs> and shake his head no. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. <laughs> but I, I honest to God, in my heart of hearts, think he would love Roosh. I'm sorry. I'm telling you guys. Because Brock is one of those guys, I'm going to give it to you, give it back. And if you can't give it back, I don't want it. Yeah. Bro. Oh, my God. Uh, I oh, think that could be you could have a Bruce Brody <laughs> situation. I had a chose you out there, man. Yeah. It's interesting. I, yeah. I think he'd, if he actually came over, I genuinely just think he'd work with a lot of the guys he's familiar with, which is not the fun answer, but I think he's most likely. Yeah, Joe, um, Brian Punk. Yeah. Probably which, with Kenny. Yeah. That could be great. Yeah, he might. He might work, Kenny. Yeah, if he were to go. It would be in real. It all just depends what Heyman thinks. These guys would be in. No, I I know there used to be people that joked or like, well, you know, Kenny telling Brock about the one wing. I think I think Brock Lesnar legit would like Kenny Omega. No, I agree. Yeah, I think he would. Just show him his He wouldn't take the one winged angel, but he would like him. Yeah, he'd like Kenny. He'd do good work for himself for him. It's the last time Brock went to or something. He wouldn't put anyone over in AEW, right? No way. Yeah, probably not. No. Which is where it kind of all falls apart. Yeah. Yeah, you think? <laughs> I mean, maybe we can bring Shelton in with him. He can do the jobs. <laughs> there you go. You're solving your own problem there. <laughs> Rush and Andrade versus Brock Lesnar and Shelton Benjamin. And... Jesus. Oh That's who, would you, who would you like to see uh, Brock Lesnar tag with in AEW? Um. Pentagon Jr. Dex Hallwood. Uh, well, Penta doesn't Pentagon. try. Pentagon. Imagine Brock doing the deal. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Penta versus Brock would be the funniest match ever. Actually, Pentagon's another guy Brock might take a liking to. Yeah, uh, he doesn't take any bumps. He might pop him. Yeah, it's about to say... The, the only problem is they'd have to figure out who's taking a bump in that match. Brother. What happened is, is, well, here's what happened. Pennant would throw one of his unprofessional chops, overhand chops, and Brock would be, fuck this, I'm throwing you, brother. <laughs> Stay down. <laughs> Don't kick out. Um, I That's think like we're, the... we're all no, missing right. the most obvious Brock Lesnar match in AEW. Oh, you know how awesome that would be? Oh, man. Get Double I J think, out there. Last I'm outlaw. sorry to say it. I think I've hit the wall with the Jeff Jarrett bit. And I know there's a picture in behind me right now. I think I've, I think I've maxed out. It's not a bit. I'm sorry. I think it's over. It's starting to, it's starting to come. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's the fact I mean, that he has like I, a whole I, army like with him. Jeff, it's like, you know. Yeah, I like Jeff, but in AEW, it's like I never had enough. No, I, mean, I did like the value Jeff Jarrett provides to AEW is backstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not so much. Yeah. What, what about Brock versus Warlow? My timeline tells me that Wardlow fell is done for. Bro, he sucks, bro. He's red hot, bro. Bro, I see, people, I, I see, I, I see people crying about him all the time. I'm like, bro, you guys suck, know, well, you know a lot better than me. Is he one of like the actual homegrown guys that got like red hot and then Tony just yeah. didn't know what to do with no, him? In all seriousness, I'm not a big fan of him, but they fucked that up so bad. They so fucked bad. that up so bad. <laughs> so I mean, they had they had a legit. Like WWE type star on their hands, it just packaged. If you just packaged them the right way, they had like their legit guy that they could sell to people as like a, a godlike looking. and they fucked it up. Well, well, Jack, I don't think his matches would have worked in AEW because people were getting tired of him by the end of the by the end of his but, run. They could have still, they could have given him a better shot than they did. That's all. Yeah. I don't think it would have, I think it would have fallen apart, fallen apart anyway. But the thing they did where they put him with Joe, who's like the more charismatic and popular guy, was so fucking dumb because it just yeah. undercut him, you know? Like, yeah. They had that match at the dead, that pay per view match that sucks. The people were just cheering for Joe while he was fucking getting heat on Wardlow. It's brutal, man. It's brutal. Gotta be smarter than that. It's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, and hindsight. Now, and now the mojo comes out, and like the fans go completely nuts. Yeah. Like... Honestly, man, look, people are doubting it. I'm not saying it's going to be a match of the year. I think the atmosphere for Punk and Joe at Wembley is going to ensure that match is tremendous. I'm convinced yep. it. Oh, yeah. That place is going to be electric for that match. I'm very excited for it. I think. I think Joe wins. I think Joe mm-hmm. should win. He's the real world champion, though. Can't lose the belt. Oh. Speaking Are they of, going to announce any matches for Chicago before next week? They're doing uh, Darby Willie Hobbs. Dino Man. Yeah, they're doing the Luchasaurus versus the Darby Allen. They're doing Miro versus Will Hobbs. Will Hobbs is the big, like, strong fella, right? Yeah. Okay, that could be fun. Yeah, that would be good. Well, you know, Miro has had a real match in a long time, so, you know. Will you stop, man? But he's, a, he's a collider, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah, but not all colliders are all equal, you know. I don't know. Just... <laughs> so, if you had to guess, though, what kind of main event am I am for in Chicago? MJF and Punk going to do the unification match? Uh-huh. Good luck with that one. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> that's, that's, that's what they asked Tony this week in Creative. What kind of main event are we in for Chicago? Said, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Penzi wants to lay down for Phil, brother. <laughs> He's gonna walk into the locker room and say, "Who's happy to let Phil drop the leg on him in Chicago?" <laughs> yeah, at the last TV taping, MGF came up and Phil just told him, "You're not on my level, dude." <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get our migrants to catch. We're gonna get Eddie and Moxley. Ooh, uh, yeah, that'd be, be fun. Really that okay, that Takeshka guy's got a steep hill to climb with me. The mm-hmm. only thing I've seen of him so far was I watched this year's Bola. And uh, to be fair, he wrestled all of the favorites. Mike Bailey. <laughs> yeah, off to a bad wow. start. And then who's the guy who really sucks that walks the ropes? 
It was a commander. He wrestled a commander. Hawk that's man. it. Yeah. Okay. So commander, commander and Takeshka had this just god awful match, and you know, <laughs> people tell me this Takeshka. He, he wrestled someone else that sucked. So I don't know. I, I hope his match with Omega revitalizes my opinion of him because people are very be complimentary of him. Now he's one of those guys that doesn't. He doesn't care about his body size. He's gonna sell for any luchador or whatever. Now, can we talk about? For a second, <laughs> some of my wrestling takes. Alex probably isn't going to be friends with me anymore. Like I'm the big Will Osprey guy. I love Will Osprey. I think Will Osprey should uh-huh. be a multi-millionaire right now. Hmm. What the think, fuck uh, is this Chris Jericho match going to look like? Yeah. Um, fucking grass, bro. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be hilarious, <laughs> especially because people were saying he might be the pain maker in that match, which would make it even better. Oh my god. <laughs> You're gonna get all Japan. You're gonna get all Japan. Jericho. He's gonna come out there and r- wrestle like it's Sumo Hall or something. I'm telling you. Yeah. He's I, gonna I, do like, he's gonna try to take like a reverse Rana and do a bunch of stupid shit that he can't do. And like you know, that sounds Jericho, pretty awesome. Though. And like yeah, poor it, poor Will's like I I have to do what? Poor Will. Poor Will. <laughs> well, because like, most of most of okay. it's gonna be on him. <laughs> it's alright. He's. He's used to his name. I thought his name was Billy Ostrich. So he's somewhere in between, I think. I did. So to clarify my stance on Osprey, he's just yes. one of those guys. He's like Kenny in that, yeah, when he's like on for what you know I enjoy, he's like untouchable. It's just like a lot of those guys can't get out of their own way sometimes of like yeah. being cute and doing too much. And I agree with that. He's Bill is being great. Yeah. Absolutely. Bill is incredible. Like his match with Walter and like I'm the only person I know that is like he had this match with Lance Archer in Dallas for the G1 that was just fucking unreal. Mm-hmm. Like he's amazing <clears throat> at mixing that big, and he's not a little guy anymore because um, he that dealer from the wrestler he ran into, and he's bulked up quite a bit. But uh, he still can do the little guy big guy dynamic really well. And um, the match last year with uh, Orange Cassidy at Forbidden Door I thought was fantastic yeah. too because Osprey was such a dickhead in that match. It's just when he tries to be cute and. Yeah. You know, that, that shit, like, when he does those matches, like, w- w- with Ricochet, and I'm assuming there's, like, contemporaries that he does that same well, thing. Alex, you know people were asking for his match with Sammy this weekend for Dynamite. I said, fuck no, you don't want that match on Dynamite. You know what Sammy should do is just not be on television. Oh, oh my God. Thank <laughs> you. It could have gone so many different ways. You know what Sammy should do? Him, well, huh? Turn himself <laughs> in. Vince. <laughs> My wife still, every time Sammy comes out on Dynamite, she will quote the stupid shit that he and Tay did on that All Access show. Because it was the dumbest shit. That show really caught on, right? <laughs> Dude, Sammy's That was my thing. favorite bit, bro. I'm sorry. My, <laughs> my wife has me almost in tears laughing to this day. Every time Sammy comes out, my wife will pop up in the bed and go, Honey. And I'll say what she'll go. This is the biggest match of his life, <laughs> and if he doesn't turn it on tonight, he doesn't know what he's gonna do. And it might be like, ser- I watch that show every week because my wife loved it. Yeah, and every good. single fucking week, no matter what Sammy Guevara was doing, he would look into those shoe cameras and go, "This is the biggest opportunity of my life." <laughs> and I, 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 just, I just don't know if it, if it doesn't work out. I don't know. My career might be over. That's what he was doing. Like he was doing. Like, but every single 
week, like the first. He week said, "I don't even know who I'm wrestling because I don't know how to read." <laughs> the first week, the first week, <laughs> the first week on the show, it was like a one-on-one match with Brian, which was understandable for him to yeah. go if if I don't do good here, like. Well, then it was like, I'm in a six-man with it. Oh, if I, don't, if I don't really show out this week, you know. I'm wrestling Billy Gunn tonight, man. Like, what? <laughs> so now, pretty... seriously, every time he comes out every week, my wife will go, I don't know if he doesn't <laughs> show this week. The funniest moment to me so dynamite is last week when Tay was cutting that promo on Jericho. And she says, I'm pregnant. And then the crowd just stays quiet. <laughs> It's pretty fascinating what they did with her because, like, when she was just kind of bubbly and there, like, people, people liked, liked her. Lot, yeah. yeah, like Tay, and you know, obviously she's a very pretty young woman, and um, for like she did that shit like that death match or whatever that was fucking awesome with uh, her and Jay yeah. against the bunny yeah. and so. Who, the, bunny, the bunny's yeah. the one that like fucking went coast to coast, right, and just well, like yeah. cut a gusher. But yeah, and then immediately they put her with Sammy and they try to make her like, you know, a badass. And it's well, like, you know, I think the problem with Tay was that she just started. I, I think somebody talked to her about, you know, being too stiff with people. And after yeah, that, she, she started, was, yeah, she started wrestling Sammy Guevara. And I said, bro, I don't want to see that shit, bro. I wanted to see you kick the shit out of people. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> who cares if his jobber says they hurt? It's like, well, you know, you're getting paid. Like, just who go was out there that? Who got? Oh, it was Kenta. Y'all remember when he got spooked because he knocked someone out in one of his first NXT matches, and then like, yeah. like yeah. He, for a while, it seemed like he didn't know what he was doing anymore. I mean, obviously, their system mind fucks a lot of people into like not. He was like reason. cursed in general for a while. There it was fuck. Remember, guys keep getting hurt against him in like weird ways. It was really mm-hmm. odd. It was... Yeah, and then. When Nakamura came in, he like injured two people right away, but didn't give a shit and just kept wrestling the same way. Yeah, fuck it. Wasn't gonna bump for any of them. <laughs> oh no, he broke a. There's that fan cam of him breaking Aries orbital bone and just does not care. I mean, it is, you know, it's still wild. shades of Bob. <laughs> like they signed Kenta, and they had fucking Hulk Hogan and Jimmy Hart go over to Japan. <laughs> Used to be better. <laughs> you know, Hogan made sure Kenta didn't get behind him either. He was like, "All right, brother, oh, yeah. you stay right here, dude." <laughs> Another great Hogan story when he was telling Devon, he's like, "Yeah, I used to go to I used to go to fly to Japan on Friday and come back and work in New York on Monday. You know, was, that's how I used to make my dates and how I worked four hundred days a year or whatever." Bullshit that's the best, yeah, the double date thing. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, when they got Kenta. There's that. You know, and he got injured. He tore his rotator cuff or something, right? He got like a really bad injury. And yeah. uh, when they did that big send off for Nakamura to go to the main roster, you can see Kenta just like all dejected in the back background. Yeah, it should have been me. We did but have that match. Got though, man. Him and Bob Rube for the NWA World title. That was a fucking oh, that hell match. Of a match. It's fucking yeah. incredible. And then match uh, ruled. He did a lot of good shit on their house show tour. I mean, LOL, Austin Aries, but the one I went yeah. to, they they had a match that was great and. um well, NXT house shows, workers, man. You know, he just he just uh, crossed oh, yeah, the boss. You know, he crossed the boss, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that first NXT when they left the Florida loop, that first round of traveling house shows was just like unreal shit, man. That's still my fate. Like of wrestling I've watched in real time, being a young fella. 
the NXT, black and gold NXT is still like my favorite. It was so awesome. <laughs> like old studio TV. They just do like four squash matches and give you a real match to close. It was fucking awesome. Man. It came and it went so fast. Yeah. But like that, that golden period of NXT was something really special. And the cool thing was we were able to like understand it was special so much so that if anyone had just paused for a second, they would have been like, Yo, this model's not sustainable at all. But it right, was like yeah. so good in the moment that it, no one really cared. So. I, I remember because that was around the time because just got the network at that time. I had and I was starting to watch all the old like you know U.S. wrestling shows like the Territory TVs and Saturday Night and even old Raw. And so the format popped me so much because in a lot of ways it was like that. Like I remember Joe's first match. The main event was him having like a three minute squash match because the big thing in the show was Samoa Joe in action tonight, and it was like that was the way they did their wrestling show. And People now obviously talk about it and are like, it was never good, but it was fucking <laughs> just a nice uh, wrestling show, man. I miss it. I was listening to Joe yesterday that somebody posted the picture of uh, the Iron the four man Iron Man match when oh, yeah, uh, AW when AEW and NXT were going together. I remember wow, watching that wow, shit wow. live, watching that shit live, and be like, you know, fuck NXT, bro. I'm not gonna watch this shit no more. And I never watched it again live. I just said, I'm done with this. And that was way past the peak. Way yeah, past. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had. Uh, watched in a long time and i really lucked out with that great american bash show there was a lot of good stuff on that yeah. and that elia what's the other uh carmelo hayes that match yep. very much delivered. really good match really that, good match that carmelo hayes guy really is a talented fella yeah i just i i fear for it i He's see small. so many i see so yeah. many people get like like oh can't miss can't miss and i'm like please stop doing that because you know what's gonna happen, and my heart breaks for the guy because he really is talented. And like, I don't watch it NXT, but over WrestleMania weekend, I watched um, that show just because of WrestleMania. I had nothing to do here, and I saw the match with Braun Breaker, and I was like, "Oh, he is fucking good! Like, he's really good." And but I'm like. All these people I see every single like you see them every Tuesday. Like, oh, when this dude gets up there, it's like, oh, please don't do that to yourselves. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah I don't know if people expect anything at this point, man. I mean, that's the other thing with the NXT Golden Era is there was a renewed sense of optimism around the company, and as each yeah. call up got fucked with, that faded. Yeah. By the time the Undisputed Era rolled in on NXT, it was like I couldn't care because all of the guys I liked have been killed. You know, like. We, like, I always fuck around about and post the funny clip when he was feuding with Roddy, but hey, bro, yeah. Dad, Bob Rude came up as a fucking baby face mm-hmm. <laughs> because they were going to sing the song. Remember that? If they sing the song, he has to be a baby face. The, the Undisputed Era on the main roster is one of the biggest what-ifs yeah. of this generation. It would have gone really bad. I mean, like, of this generation, I mean that. Like, uh, like if used properly... Like them just was, coming yeah. in. There's no way, though, Jay. There's no way. No. Imagine no, Vince not, tried to book Roddy no. Strong and Kyle O'Reilly in the game. No, that's <laughs> why I said, like, if used yeah. properly on a on on a national TV show, yeah. it would have worked. Come on, you guys. Hold on, hold on. Let's be honest for a second. Vince would have loved Bobby Fish. They could have talked about, about like saying. the, the yeah. comic books they used to read when they were kids and stuff. <laughs> what? <laughs> Serious question. We're still on the air, but no one's watching. It's just we're just talking as friends here. Do we all miss Bobby Fish? Or is it just me? Because I miss him. I'm gonna be honest. I miss him. Dude, 
Well, he's a bit of a rube, but he was a really fun worker. He was one of those guys that was really loud in his matches, would talk really yeah. loud shit. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was, like, he was entertaining. He wasn't really good by the time he got to AEW, but he was very funny. Yeah. They kick out the Ring of Honor song that he had. And yeah, and he had <laughs> the theme. And he would hit his, he'd hit his deal, and he'd do a little mustache twirl. Him kicking out of CM Punk's finish at like 3.1 is still the funniest thing that's ever happened. Oh, bro, I remember yeah. he had like, he got like two squash wins, and they booked him and Punk. And my dad had just started watching wrestling, and he was like, I think Punk's fucked. <laughs> I was like, well, he's like, he's Bobby Fish, he's serious, man. <laughs> and then he, he had that match with Brian on in that, one of those Florida shows. <laughs> Bobby Fish, bro, and he's really slow high kicks. <laughs> it's and they were one of like, 10 years ago around this time, they were one of the last really good, like, big axe in Ring of Honor that was a draw. Yeah. That Red Dragon tag team was mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. The thing that's yeah. going to be completely forgotten in history is the one of the big teams at that time was fucking War Machine, who now are, like, a laughing stock. Like, what? Do, they're, what they're they're a new generation like, tag team. It's crazy, right? Like, yeah. people will not realize how they were perceived before WWE. People were like, this is like a hot team. Yeah, New Japan shit. What the WWF did to them is a fucking crime. It's kind of funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> the Valhalla. Raiders. Yeah. Ray Rose a bit of an idiot, so I don't yeah. have too much sympathy for him. Yeah. Before we go on from my fish, remember that, have you ever heard his podcast where he talked about it and says, yeah, the Bucks didn't want to put us over. We're friends with them, and they just want to... He said that, he said that they didn't want to put us Ray over. Rose. <laughs> Listen, you'd have your friends. You might be friends with it. I don't mean you have to be a fucking mark, you know? <laughs> and losing nah. the Bobby Fish. Fuck that. Their lasting legacy in this uh, in this industry is the fucking what, Jeff Cobb, the hanging with war, war Machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What the fuck was that all about? It was something about Jeff Cobb smelling bad or something. No, like, it, it was Elgin. It was, it was Elgin. Elgin. Yeah. yeah. They all got like story, buried uh, together, I think, right? Our buddy Justin kind of blew the lid off that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of big time Ring of Honor X, manager to about Elgin anymore. He brought up a few times tonight. Hey, man, his match with Kenny Omega still rocks in. His match with everybody says his match with David Richards sucks, but man, I liked it. It's not that it sucks so much as that you have to realize that at the time it was like the people pretended it was like the greatest match in the years. That was the issue with that. Oh, Mike yeah. Logan, David Richards? Yeah. Oh, that match. Terrible, but it's but the, I guess what I'm saying. But you remember you watched it through the lens of this got five stars. That was a crazy match. To, that was yeah. nuts. Yeah, that's true. Give it five I, stars, bro. I just yeah. remember that Davy Richards was on the comeback trail. Yeah, he was gonna get to AEW. Wrestling's, fun. you know, like Davy was gonna. There, I mean, I remember hearing talks about him going, but oh, he he was good. He was the, he was ju- he was just about there. Come on, Davy Richards. Tony Khan was probably salivating. They were going to poach Eddie Edwards, reunite the American Wolves, have them on Bucks on pay per view. Eddie Edwards is having fun being Tony, Tommy Dreamer and Impact. You know that's just his shit right now. Dude, he's like immobile. The last match I watched of his was we did that Grin Grappler recently with the yeah. match with Lashley. He was still in good shape then, but now he's just walking brawl, dude. Who's that? It's unfortunate. Eddie Edwards. Oh yeah. Taking baseball bats to the face by uh, Sam Callahan. Sam, yeah, Sam Callahan. Do you? I realized the other day how long ago that was, and was like baffled. Like almost right? ten years ago. Yes, yeah, fucking mm-hmm. insane. I'm sure that Sam Callahan is an AEW. I was stunned that <laughs> that. Okay, who needs that? I've got enough problems in my fucking life. Jesus, Moxley. Moxley. 
Oh, fuck. Imagine me showing up on a Thursday review a Sammy Callahan opener. Fuck. It's really funny because Callahan was like, for like the like niche hardcore fans, he was like super popular for like two or three yeah. years. Mm-hmm. It was like he was good like for one of the best wrestlers in the world, like back he in just, 2012. And, and that he's era. one of those guys who he got his shtick and he's not moved on. He's just got mm-hmm. his thing he does. Now. It's been he had this series with Finley in 2012 that was like incredible. Those matches are great. That whole Finley run is a yeah. treat, man. Oh, Wait, sure. oh, Alex is here. Oh, oh you're here. Yes, I want to ask you this question Hello. about how do you feel about the all uh, PWG just booking a bunch of AEW guys now for like what, their? What else are they gonna do? There's no one else there. Like no. it's oh, you can discover people's... talent. I mean... Do you think they should sign a working relationship with the World Wrestling Federation and bring in like Otis or whatever? No, I, I mean I don't know. I just, just thought it was funny. That you can you imagine how awesome that would be? <laughs> I watch. Uh... Bola one, I watch PWG once a year. I watch that's like one of the traditions I still have. I yeah. will buy and watch Bola. But aside from that, it's like it's gonna be whatever the like I don't know how people have this hang up. It's gonna be whatever Super Dragon wants it to be. Whatever he wants to book is what it's gonna be. Yeah. And so if people are if influencing him or they're getting money from AEW or some shit or or marquee name talent at like some sort of like working rate price or some shit, then yeah. Of course, that's I mean, what he's gonna do. The reality you... is, is that tournament was at its height when national wrestling was in a very different place. In yeah. the sense that there was only one company, and they didn't want to sign a lot of those guys. Yes, yeah. as that like, has changed, it's transformed. Yeah. Right? I feel like at 14, 15, 16, yeah, yeah. those lineups appear ridiculous, like comically yeah. false because of how like loaded yeah. they are. Yeah, exactly. But now it's you're like, seeing shit like Mox. Like, there is definitely something with Super Dragon and Tony. Yeah. It's like, almost there, like there's a mask bloke who's there's there. something yeah. there. Like, yeah. like when I saw the other, like Mox showed up at P. There was Moxley, like, Takeshi, right. Roddy, and there were some I mean, other people. I mean, Roddy makes sense because Roddy was like. Roddy yeah. was like a multi-time PWG champion and whatnot. So yeah. that makes sense. I just, I just thought people were upset because all, all of them won. And they didn't put any, any guys over. And I was just one... like. Fucking guy was upset about man. He let go, man. Let go. I would more Who's challenge someone to be like, who should go over here? And like that whole Why thing with like you know? women, like, oh, oh, never mind. We're live. I'm not going to go into the women's wrestling thing. Uh, no, I do you some, na- some of the names that people wanted to get booked shouldn't be booked PWG because it would go badly. Like, you can book Masha Slamovich. Absolutely, you can. You know, but there was names that were suggested for PWG that should not be wrestling PWG because it would not go well in front of that crowd. Oh, and that's now, the other thing clear, people man. don't respect. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm going to cut you off. No, good. No, go and go. Uh, people don't respect enough, too, is that there are a large amount of those people that go to those PWG shows that do not watch any other wrestling. And so, exactly, yeah. like, that, it's a very different uh, type of fan base. And PWG's just become this thing that people online are obsessed with, like, bitching about because they only do physical media and they yeah. don't book well, their favorites. And it's just kind of like, dude. Their model works for them. They sell out every hey, show that they do. Look, let me be clear here. I, a lot of the wrestlers that I like would not do well in the PWG scene because that's not, you know what I'm saying? It's like there are guys who are great on TV who should not be wrestling there. We've seen that through the years. There's been obvious examples of it through the years. <laughs> it's, like, it's a real thing. It's a different environment. And it's, especially now, it's, it's just, you know, guys go to uh, R at the, the big moves, which is fine. It wasn't always that way, but it very much is now. So I want to see Matt Cardona in there. I want to see what he looks like. You don't. You ever see Myers match there? Huh? See, bro, you see Brian oh, Myers match? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I see Cody wrestling there with a big ass PWG logo on the side of his pants. And then 
Yeah. If I ever actually went to one of those like uh, Major Brothers lives, I would just be so tempted to ask Myers about what went wrong, man. Like that's that is the perfect example because like genuinely he's not a top guy. Brian Myers is a good pro wrestler. Yeah, he's a good worker. Very good fundamentals. You know, yeah. like, I'm I'm not surprised. Always a great trainer. But he in that setting, it was like he didn't have enough. You know, he didn't have a bag, so to speak, right? He didn't have enough cool shit to go into. No, P- PWG really is a different world. Yeah. It really, Very small world at this point. Like people, used world to, people used to, like, apples to apples with Ring of Honor. It's it's not. Like, no. PWG has it, like, again, those so glory it, days, 2014, yes. 2015, 2016, like, holy shit, man. It was a special time. I was about to say, if I could, our uh, 2016 Battle of Los Angeles lineup was comprised of Zack Sabre Jr., uh, the now Malachi Black, Bill Ospreay, Ray Phoenix, John Morrison, Matt Seidel, Ricochet, Jeff Cobb, Trevor Lee, Hiromu Takahashi, Dalton Castle, Tommaso Ciampa, Mark Andrews, Pete Dunne, Chris Hero, Liger, Pentagon Jr., uh, Redacted, Cody Rhodes, Sammy Callahan, Mark Haskins, Cedric Alexander, Matt Riddle, and Kyle O'Reilly. That just... That's fucking nuts. So 2014 yeah. had IWGP Heavyweight Champion AJ Styles in it too, right? I think. Yes. I think, yeah. Yes. Which is then, like, insane to think about. 15 2 before that 205 thing took off, you had like Biff Busick and Drew Gulak, and those guys were around too, and it's just fucking nuts. Is, is Drew still working? Regularly? Yeah, he's the, he's the manager for uh, Regal Jade Gables. Not Jade Gable, the. The guy that's it's a criminal in NXT that his brother. No. Uh Stevenson Stevenson. Stevenson's brother. He's his manager. And they got Drew Gulak managing him. Yeah. And he's with but he's with Regal's kid too, right? I don't even watch the product and I know this. Like I just look at tweets. Does he does he wrestle regularly though? No, not really. He does the raw official Twitch stream every week. Drew story is such a good worker. He's so good. Yeah. And the yeah. thing I've kind of Frankenstein together from different stories is that he's like their go-to guy for training people. Yeah. Like he's the yeah. guy who trained Bad Bunny. And uh, and then there was that story of um, right when the pandemic started, his contract was up and he held him up for more money. So you know Vince respects yeah. him. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, yeah, he's a really good pro. Absolutely. I found um, one of the bootleggers I frequent put uh, – ripped off the network the entire cruiserweight classic and put it on a blu-ray set and i was like watching back through that gulak wrestles like zach saber jr on one of those and that that whole tournament you know joe and i assume jack yourself you're like joe and me have just such a whore for like the sports style presentation yeah. and how they presented that like a real like sporting yep. event was just fantastic there were a lot of guys in there that had no idea really what they were doing but uh, there was also I love that oh, in, the, in the first United Kingdom tournament. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was where I really, really had hope for Triple H. Like, that was where I was kind of like, all right. That was well, the vibe. Oh, wait then. a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if this motherfucker is going to be in charge one day, whenever that is, all right, it's good. Like, we're good. Yeah. Everything's fine. That was fine. the vibe then, yeah. There was, uh, that's what I mean. There was a lot of optimism that time. It was very mm-hmm. different. Very, yeah, very different. Yeah, first UK tournament and, yeah, the Cruiserweight Classic. Fucking awesome. Oracle, do you remember they actually signed Ho Ho Loon and then he like Yeah had no idea the amount of travel they do and was just like, No, I'm going home. Yeah, <laughs> this is too much. Do you remember Tajiri's run 
after the tournament. I'm going to pull this up. I think it's a pop you. Because they signed Wrestle, like, Yeah, he yeah, went to well, the They came back and they had that great YouTube segment where he like ran into Regal. Okay. I do remember that. that. In the yeah. performance center, Regal did like his faces where he was like upset that Tajiri was there bothering him again. Okay, I'm going to try and pull this up. So, because I remember 205 Live for the first three months, there were these like ongoing vignettes. Tajiri is coming. <laughs> and he made yeah. it to like one match and was never seen again. He was hurt. Um, yes, he, got, he hurt. got injured. Yeah. And then he just like, nope. But there's a match. I'm going to try and find this here. Okay, here we go. There's this particular match he worked at NXT. So he did the tournament. He had, um, he had NXT, face somebody for tag titles or something like that. Or? Him and Tozawa versus DIY NXT tag titles. Yep. Yep. 17 minutes they went in Osaka, Japan. My God. Oh, shit. Here we go. Here it is, folks. An all-time Bing Bong production. The dark main event for NXT TV taping. Shinsuke Nakamura and Tajiri. Versus Bobby Roode and Samoa Joe. God, that has was, a rule. Oh my God. How, we got to find the footage. That's a dark main event at Full Sail. What the it, fuck? It has to exist because they NXT, film everything. Ever since Marty killed that guy, they have to film everything. Full, full Sail hosting a match with probably a combined age of like 200 there in the uh, <laughs> developmental territory. Amazing. Man, beautiful. It was an interesting time. Very interesting time. Remember when SummerSlam was on? Yeah. Still. Optimism is the right word. That was a really optimistic time, and yeah. now we've seen what Triple H and power means, and it's Killer Cross. Yeah. He beat the machine gun a couple weeks ago. Did you see that? The machine gun just... Oh, yes, I did see that, because now his new finish is that really fucking stupid F5-looking move. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so bad for WWE fans right now, because I feel like it's at a, like an all-time high right now for them, and then Next month when that shit merges, man. Oh, uh, it's, of course. Yeah, but that stuff's... I know what you're saying, but the way that people like doing... I'm not, as, wor- I'm not like... as worried about that, but I, I will say that I... Oh, I'm, not worried, about, I'm worried about their fans. <laughs> Can that lawsuit that's going on with the UFC right now affect that merger in any way? I don't know if it'll affect the merger, but it could definitely affect them in terms of if that shit goes through, their contracts are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Hate to see it. Yeah, right? Absolutely. What? Explain this. There's an antitrust lawsuit. So this started when I was like, I think I was literally in college. So this would have been like 10 years ago. These people started and tried to file a lawsuit against the UFC for um, basically monopolizing the industry and taking too many shares of the market illegally and file an antitrust lawsuit against them. And uh, what happened was a federal judge last week or two weeks ago actually like coded it and said like, this can move forward. So now there could actually be like a, there's going to be a lawsuit. And if you read some of it, like it does seem like there's some illegal business practices yeah. going on with the UFC. Yeah. Did Jack or Joe, did you see the part in it where like the, the prosecution calls out how Bellator is not a real yeah. rival. Just Bellator catching I mean, shade. Look, let's be real. The UFC, a lot of their business model and the reason it's successful is they looked to what WWE did in terms of exploiting fans and said, yeah, we'll have some of that, right? I mean, yeah. there's a lot of overlap there. So, well, And no uh, disrespect to any think, fighters watching out there, but it really seems like the crop of people UFC is dealing with are somehow even less intelligent than professional yeah. wrestlers. Yeah, so absolutely. My oh. thing is, like, strike for, I can understand strike force because I don't remember what's going on with that, but Pride, what could, what could, nobody could have said Pride. Pride was fucked. I mean, from the Yakuza stuff and all that. Well, but, yeah, there's some different things yeah. going on there. Yeah. So, I mean, well, and also, 
that was, I don't know if that's part of it, but that, remember Dana and said like we're going to keep running Pride as a different brand, and you well, know he, he said, claims oh, that. Well, let me tell you, I watched a Pride Never Dies documentary like a month ago, so I'll tell uh, you. What. Okay, good. So they they said with uh, Dana really wanted to keep Pride going, but he said nobody wanted to do it because the yakuza influence and no matter how much he kept telling people i'm running it there's no yakuza whatsoever but they said the name was so tarnished that they just can't do it and nobody was willing to accept it so you just had to kill it should have brought anoki in brother he had a clean slate there was also a problem like yeah they couldn't get any tv deals in japan and then also contracts a lot of the top dogs yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weren't, uh, some things Fedor. sometimes Fedor wouldn't good. take 30 grand for a fight what do you know some things are better off dying man you know I mean, look, I often think about World Champions Wrestling. That's how you're supposed to go out. Just fucking explode. Just implode. Yeah. Embarrass best, yourself. Disgrace that yourself. That really is the way to go. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, look, I'm, glad, I'm really glad I mean, people are getting paid an impact. But, I mean, come on. It would have been more funny if they just fucking capitulated. Said, fuck it. We're well, out of here. At least WCW you know? went out with Sting and Flair, yeah. whereas, like, the last Pride event was... Kazuyuki well, Fujita yeah. and Jeff Munson, <laughs> the main event. Yeah, you're, 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 in that, you're in that Pride doc. It, it says that you know Dana. Dana had all his marbles in Chuck Liddell, and then he saw Chuck Liddell get KO'd or whatever, and he says, "Fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> there goes our UFC. He chance twice was surprised when Chuck lost to Rampage. It happened to Dana twice, two different times. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't put that equation together. Bless his heart. Uh, blessed content for us fans. The first one he was actually on commentary, and you can just yes, hear he like was. his heartbreaking. Yeah, he just kept saying, "He needs more low kicks. He needs more low kicks." And, and like Rampage is just beating the shit out of the ground, and he's like, "This is uh, not what we practiced." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pride was so good, man. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Best pro wrestling company that's ever been. <laughs> Factual. That's good. That's a good call, Bob. You got any comment on Pride? I never seen it. Bob, we have to get you into the real sports. <laughs> it was very insulting. <laughs> I spoke to those little kids. No, I, I want to talk. I want to talk some boxing with Bob. Yeah. MMA. No, I I watch you know, like the boxing UFC. I watch the big stuff, but yeah, I don't like know what I'm watching like you guys do. Did you tune sure. in when CM Punk fought? Did you watch those? I I watched the first one. I don't remember if I watched the second one, but I definitely watched the first one. I watched did Brock you... against Mark Hunt. Um, <laughs> All time fight. When you watched that punk fight, did you know enough to know he didn't really look like what he was doing? I did, yeah. Okay. I could tell. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say we can watch Pride One, but I don't think anybody wants to watch a one hour Sakuraba and uh Gracie yeah. fight. It was well, ninety minutes, thank you. Oh. Yeah, it was. I would like every fucking minute of it yeah. too. Alex and I would watch it. Watch the shit out of it. I, I love that shit, but that's that fight is a slog, man. Mm-hmm. It gets the exciting Pride, um, in the last round, but yeah, up until that point. Pride Pride 28 high octane with Vondelay and Rampage rematch. I got that DVD when I was a young man. Brother, I watched that shit front to back so, <laughs> so many, so many times. It was incredible. I love that shit. The presentation was- with Bat with Bus Root and doing the, the uh, vignettes and stuff. Wow. That was the one on Halloween night. I just remember yes. that was part of the marketing. I can't, I can't get into it. Although Dylan Dylan tells me some good childhood stories of like, because like dad and, and my dad and uncle were kind of like into boxing and like back in like the late 80s and 90s when it was like still like universally popular, I guess, in the last stages mm-hmm. of it. He's yeah. telling me about like one boxing fight in the early mid 90s where some guy like flew down into the ring and some like. My dad and uncle like took him into a bar and he was clearly like underage. Right. He was like 13. 
to watch this fight and like some guy flew into the ring or something. That's insane, yeah. That was Holyfield's right? boxing. Huh? Wait, oh, no, never mind. Yeah, Holyfield Tyson, yeah. It was Holyfield bow too, right? Because that was when Holyfield was boxing his head off, remember? Yeah. Because one and two, he loses. But the second fight, he's boxing so good. He also good. sent me a clip of one where there was like a riot. And, and like Madison Square Garden, a boxing fight. That was probably Riddick Bowe and Andrew yeah. Lotto. Yeah. 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 That's why he kept punching him in the balls. just like a wrestling angle. <laughs> and the, <laughs> he keeps just continually punching him in the dick. It's incredible. And the same guy got shit for both of those incidents. One of the guys from Bo's entourage yeah. beat the shit out of the fan man with a walkie-talkie. And then he started bludgeoning Andrew Galata with a walkie-talkie yeah. right as the riot was starting. Like spiked I remember seeing yeah. that when he showed me the clip with the, yeah. of, the, of the riot. Yeah. Used to be better, I think, is what you're saying, right? Is that what you meant? No, so, instead, uh, instead, yeah. instead I watch old college football games to get good up for the season. I'm watching, like, God, I can't like wait for football. all of, like, 2006 SEC games that I can find. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. You're gonna get collision cancelled, bro. You're one of like the eight people left watching it. You need. Oh, I'm telling you right now, buddy. But then it's it's over for. It's over. I'm telling you right now, collision is fucked. Oh, it's done. I don't think I don't think collision is fucked. Two weeks. Two weeks. My game talks My game talks are you know on on game day for 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 the UNC game. So. Yeah. I don't think they're fucked. I just see him back. I don't know about that game. They're fucked, man. He's over. Get him out. Sorry. CM Punk's gonna be like, I want to be on. I'm gonna be on Dynamite. You can. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it and all that shit. And thing is, I think like if it does get bad, I think it's good that they're you know Punk's a kind of cool head in leadership and can <laughs> can navigate those wars. You know, it'd be, it'd be fun. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, sure I'm sure he it. won't like use that as a way to step on a grenade and get himself out of there. I'm sure. Uh, I, did, I think most fans that watch professional wrestling, I don't think there's a lot. That are gonna grab it. I don't either. Well, there's not. I mean, no, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a fucking rare breed. I mean, honestly, they're already under 500k. So fuck, man. I mean, I wish what I was does, um, for a Punk rally cry. Is Dynamite still doing a million every week? Not quite. No, if you want the if you watch the quarters, the punk, the punks, the bucks, just <laughs> a bit outside. <laughs> <laughs> the Bucks tank the quarter, you know. No, it, they, they've got a problem with that show where people just turn off every main event of that show. I've never seen anything like it. It's fucking insane. It's Dynamite is fun. They've got free TV shows, ultimately. You know what I mean? Like, they'll be, they'll be okay. Dynamite's fucked, man. They have too many people. <laughs> they have too many hands in the cookie jar. And, you know, I, I just want to see my work rate shit, bro. I don't want to see any of this Fed Light shit. If I want to watch Fed Light, I'll go watch the Fed, man. I mean, fuck. Dynamite is dreadful. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking terrible, man. Like, um, I'm just close to telling Monty, man. I'm done, man. I can't do these every, flashes, every, every Every week, Joe says, you watch Dynamite? I say, laugh out loud. It sucked. <laughs> I literally say that like every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. We, we do the Dynamite reviews. Manny, myself, Monty, and poor Charlie, and three of us are like, I guess we're gonna be on this show this week. <laughs> we don't want to do it. It's incredible. Yeah. <sighs> Somebody has to tell the truth out there. Everybody's I, out here. I honestly have a who once we get rolling. It's just one. Sometimes our chat can be brutal over there. You know, it's like. So like, I thought they could have done this slightly better. It's like go oh, fuck yourself. Well, just want to review the show, man. Just, you know. 
I was you know, telling like, everybody before the show, I I think Tony's fucking trolling us. I mean, I've never seen a guy troll us. very worked up about it, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I was like, look, I wasn't saying I had plans for Wednesday, but I could have done something. I could have I could have done something and I said, you know what, let me watch Dynamite Live because then I'm not gonna have time to watch it later on my free time. So I'll just watch it live. And after that I said, I could have been playing pickup basketball. I could have been doing something. And I just you know, I got to watch Adam Cole and MGF go out there and do back-to-back 30-minute segment in which, look, the segments are good, but I don't want to see it back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. I mean, that's just my thing. Hater. It is what it is. I mean, like sexist, fan. a hater, fake fan. And he doesn't like watching generational talents, apparently. They they, they made fun of Christ. I mean, it's fine. I just, I'll just take for me. <laughs> <laughs> What do we? I feel I'm gonna like clip the rest of this show after SummerSlam and upload it. Something different. This deserves it. What is this called? What have we done here for the last hour and a half? This is like a post show, but on the air. Yeah. To be fair, I didn't even know we were alive until like 30 minutes we were doing it. So yeah. Talking shop. Yeah. There we go. No one's ever used that before. Jesus, you guys have been here for four hours and 16 minutes. We watched SummerSlam, bro. We did. You know yeah, the one with CM Punk and Brock Lesnar? The SummerSlam. Well, the good thing about doing <laughs> Watch take that's half your content right there. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's good. What else was on that card? We had um, uh, Bray Wyatt and Kane in a Ring of Fire match. Oh, God. Cody Rhodes and Damian Sandow had a fun little match. Uh, was happy to show Joe how good uh, Christian versus Alberto Del Rio is from that show. Um, what else? Natalia versus Brie Bella. Oh my She's God. very good, Alex. Very good. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Caitlin versus Biggie Langston and AJ Lee, which is a fine little seven-minute match. And then the uh, the two biggins that both got a half hour. Good you know show. What? Oh, you know, or I designed a t-shirt for you. Good transition. <laughs> What's the t-shirt? It's him just as Aristotle. And it's just like, he has like a tablet or whatever fucking Romans did, you know, just, and he's like looking over his shoulder and says, what Lord, the oh. fuck are you talking about? You? Oh, Danny, I don't know what the fuck happens in your brain. You're talking heart. about this like we've seen it and know what you're, what are you talking about? <laughs> I never drew it out. I just, it just came in my head a few days ago. Okay. <laughs> Maybe sketch it and then come back to this. I don't know. That's right. Alex, did you, watch, did you watch the uh, Jake Paul documentary? Not yet. No. Might do that this weekend. Whipped. We're in the fifth hour, not the 15th. <laughs> Fuck. We've got to draw the line somewhere. Listen, listen. Mind Joe, of Jake Paul. Joe, I don't think I told you. The Jake Paul documentary on Netflix, The Untold. Is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty freaking good. Check it out. It's it's pretty freaking good. I need to see the Johnny Manziel one. Is that one good, Jack? No. No. (laughs) Really? That's why I'm so worried about this Florida one. Oh yeah, the the, uh, Tebow one. Yeah. Well, yeah, Swamp Kings. The fuck, Florida. This suddenly got really like antagonistic. They want to get the fuck out of here. Well, that's one thing Jack and I can agree on is fuck Florida. Yeah, I'm sure, there are other things too. 
No, the Jake Paul one though was was really good. I thought I thought it was really good. I texted Alex as soon as I was done. I said this is really good. And Alex was like, Are you doing a bit? He was in Diaz for it, right? Uh I went to the weigh in. Uh, oh, okay. And then my buddies live up in that area, so we just watched that and um when we, when I was at the weigh-ins, I was like, I went with my buddy John, and I was kind of looking around. I was like, there are going to be a lot of fights in the crowd tomorrow because yeah. it was like a bunch of very naive, unaware white kids there to cheer Jake Paul, and then you know the type of crowd the Diaz yeah. brothers att- attract. Yeah, and uh, that's everywhere on Twitter the night of the fight. And there was a big brawl that broke out opposite Hard Cam during the main event that you can see happening. Um, the fight was what it was. I yelled when Nate grabbed a guillotine. <laughs> I thought that yeah. was really funny. Honestly, uh, Nate did better than I thought. I thought it was going to go much worse, to be honest. No, he did better. At, yeah, I yeah. agree. I didn't think he was, was going to make it the distance, genuinely. Classic Diaz fight. I remember one time, I think it was Caposa. Uh, so the Diaz brothers typically don't lose. They just run out of time. And it's yeah. like, that's not, <laughs> those last two or three rounds, yeah, he was turn, well, tuning it up. but like, Brother. If I, uh, Nate and Leon Edwards. Yeah. That was the funniest shit he's ever done. Like, Nate, like, I, I was so mad at Nate because I was like, motherfucker, couldn't you do this two he rounds He did a victory ago? lap. <laughs> he hit him with a good shot into the victory lap rather than trying to finish it. So, you, know, wow. <laughs> you know what kind of Nate you're getting if you, when you start slapping people around and start, when he's losing, he starts throwing the middle fingers. And I will say, I, even as the young fella among us, I feel old when I realize that a lot of people think of Nate as the Diaz brother. It makes me very uncomfortable. Nate's yeah. the kid, bro. Yeah. bro. Nick was the Diaz brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For real. No, yeah. There are a lot of people who don't realize Nick is the Diaz. When, like, when I was really big in MMA, watching MMA, like, when when Nick was the champion strike force, that was some of the most fun fight nights. Oh, yeah. But we need to fight, like, Cyborg and Zeromkis and Daily. God almighty, the Daily fight is crazy. Just beat yeah. the shit out of Scott Smith. I mean, talk about pride, the yeah. last great pride fight, uh, him and Gomi. Gomi. Yeah, him and Gomi, for sure, yeah. I know it was called a, I know that they're saying that the next fight was going to be in the PML, PFL, but then right after that, Nick's like, nah, I don't feel like doing that. Like, I don't want to There's do no that. way that's going to happen, yeah. I was kind of surprised um, the PFL didn't score Derek Lewis. I assumed they were going to throw him a lot of money. But... Yeah. Well, they're, they're spending all their money buying the Bellator, so... No, Dana, Dana just loves having Derek around. But I think the thing is, like, Derek always draws in the people. They love him, yeah. They love him. He's like, a great guy for the undercard, genuinely. Like Derek, Derek Lewis is one of the few people I think that Dana White takes care of. Yeah. Like, one of the that. few fighters that Dana's like, all right, man. Here, and maybe it's under the table, too. He's like, here, man. Like, here's your contract, but here's 100 grand. Here. And Derek's just like, all right, whatever. Ronda yep. Rousey, where you'll find ass at. When he said that. Because the... he's typically like, <laughs> win or lose, it's probably going to be an exciting fight with him. It's uh, hilarious. Like, his most boring fight was that um, Nganu fight. You know, that was awful. Yeah. Two firefighters and that thing just fucking sucked. But the, like, what, but the funniest was when they, when they put Derek in there with DC. Oh, that was a clear separation of levels. But that was like his—that was like his lifetime achievement. It's like here, like here's your reward 
for being a loyal soldier. Now she's gonna fucking kill you. (laughs) And but 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 the best part is we could try to sell people on the fact that hey, if you catch DC, oh, you could knock him out. Only takes one shot, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Daniel Cormier is gonna fucking murder him. That was like, like Bob. I've talked. I've talked with you. Like when people wanted to see Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Cormier, it's like DC will fucking murder him. Yeah, Don't do that. That was, like, that was direct. He just targeted Bob and said, "Your boy's fucked if this no, fight ever happens." I think Bob. I think Bob asked me, like, 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 "How would he do it?" I was like, "DC would fucking kill him." Yep. Like if Brock got in there with DC, DC would fucking embarrass <laughs> we, him. Before we all go to bed, do we have any other pitches for Shelton Benjamin? I think the tag team's a good idea, Joe. Listen, dude. Just wondering. Can't believe Nick Diaz only has one fight of the night. My dad was in a. Uh, he was around before that. Those awards yeah. were or those bonuses were really yeah. prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, might be a little off base saying this. Give Shelton like the the build we saw to that Christian match tonight. Give him the. I got one last run of me, and I want to go home with some gold. And he challenges Gunther for the IC title. Give them. I like it. Twenty three minutes on a pay per view. That might be good, actually. That is good. uh... Well, it's Gunther, so it would be. But yeah. Wait, I have a question. 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 Like Gunther, got this year before the year ends. He's a world champion, right? I mean, if Seth Rollins can be, anyone can be. I don't know about this year, but he will be. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna win the Rumble and beat Seth at Mania. Seth Freakin's gonna hold it to Mania. Uh, they don't change your titles anymore, man. I'm sorry, man. Oh, I have to get hold of that, bro. Chill. I'm upset. When's he winning it? How's Cody getting? Is he? Is, are they, they gonna do like a chamber or something? How's he gonna? So. Yeah, man, the American okay. Dreadful is gonna win the Rumble. When's he winning it? Oh yeah, yeah. What the fuck's going on here? When's he he's, winning it? No, see, I would go a different. I would, yeah. I, I would go an unconventional route with Cody going back to, to Mania. I'm fucking at Cody, brother. When's he winning it? Forget Cody. Doing, we got some money. DMD or what? LA and I lost to Theory. <laughs> this is yeah. what I'm talking about. This is why the game I love is gone. Did this he? is whole... Give him his fucking free sixteen push, brother. Let's see what happens. This role. <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but like LA Knight was wrestling the, the big fella from the, the rap group last weekend. Oh, top and, dollar. Yeah. Top dollar. <laughs> and, and he like someone just posted uh like I don't remember Steve Austin wrestling Kurgan on television. <laughs> Michael Cole's commentary in the match was hilarious. Michael Cole goes, I mean, imagine having to come over here to imagine having to come over here and have a match with Top Dollar. He he buries top dollar, right? It's like he the does. bit. It's hilarious. So what are we doing with LA night here, man? Dude, like the smart money you're not gonna talk Roman into doing anything he doesn't want to do. The smart money is immediate rocket, build him up and he loses to Roman and get like a good number or like a good crowd investment out of that. Like he should wrestle Roman at Survivor Series in a title Why match. Would shoot put the world's title on him, like unironically, the Seth Bell days. Okay, yeah, I was about to say. Because because the biggest knock against it is it's mid-card. But guess what? That belt was already mid-card, so fuck it, you know? That's yeah, true. I, I actually think this is an interesting comment right here. 
He's DDP and Hunter yes. thinks he's Zack Ryder. That's kind of beast, actually. That's, that's excellent. Yeah. DDP was better as a worker, but that is an interesting no, That's very good. Yeah. Because he's, just as a promo alone, he's more interesting than Zack Ryder was as a top guy, potential top guy, player on TV, you know? Because I, I still think no matter what, Cody is the one to beat Roman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes is the that's one. Fine, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> we need to figure out this freaking this freaking thing. You know what I mean? Freaking too good to be losing anytime soon. <laughs> well, we got to do something. About it. It's a catastrophe. I don't know what's going on it's over there. Terrible. It needs. <laughs> it fucking sucks, man. We need some of this. Which is good, but I mean, Seth Balor's over here doing this great limb work. And then Seth gets up and proceeds to fucking deadlifts and running fucking fireman carries and shit. You fucking suck. I I just, I'm sorry. It's funny to me. Like the the WWF (laughs) is like, the WWF is like, we're going to create a secondary world. We're going to create a second world title again. All right. Well, it's, but uh, here's the thing. Like, is it important? Yeah, just as important. How many fucking yeah. pay-per-views has main evented? And I'm sorry, but Roman Reigns is such a fucking star. On no planet can you put that title and Seth Rollins in the main event of a pay-per-view. They were supposed to close a couple of times, and Big Roman said, "Good luck." <laughs> no, good Don't for him. Yeah. Good for him. Because, like, I agree. And, and uh, Seth went, "Okay." I've said, <laughs> I've said this so many. <laughs> Alex, I know we've never talked, but like, I've been watching wrestling for fucking 36 years, whatever it is now. Roman Reigns is legit one of the best top guys I've ever seen. Oh, he's awesome, yeah. Ever. He did fly I, too I close to the sun, Roman though, Reigns. Last one. Yeah, and especially yeah. when yeah. it finally clicked for him that, like, hey. Yeah, I was about to say, it took him a while to get there, but. I could tell these people to fuck off. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes, sometimes Alex takes a while to get. You know, you have to really <laughs> like when I when I saw it was so funny because I'm such a Cody Rhodes guy. Yeah. But when I saw yeah. that thing from Fightful, <laughs> where they were like, "When's Ro-? they asked someone in WWE, when's Roman going to lose that title?" It's like whenever the fuck he says he's going to lose, and I'm like, "Yeah, oh, buddy, it's, it's fucking awesome." I just like he, yes. <laughs> It's just it's unfortunate. Go. The last match was unfortunate. That's what I would say. You know. Oh, no. like it, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I gave it a star, bro. I give it one star. No, that was not the righteous are coming to AEW. Fuck. You're right, mate. Yeah, they just announced. They just the, the righteous are coming to AEW. They're gonna be. It's all about LA night here, son. Take it easy. <laughs> Big Bobby Dutch getting that paycheck, man. Good. Listen, listen. The righteous, low key, banger entrance entrance thing. Yep. Yeah. All other righteous, good wrestling. Low key. If they're going to be on AEW now, though, that it's only a matter of time until those accounts get their hands on those Bill Carr shoot interviews where he says some, yeah. uh, pretty ridiculous stuff. Yeah. And then Tony Khan, this your guy. Guys, mm-hmm. before, before I leave, this your leave. guy. <laughs> Next Sunday, is everybody ready for a fucking hearing Madonna like a prayer? Wembley Stadium, fucking 80,000 people making Grado 
Grado look like the biggest fucking wrestling star on the planet? Grado. We haven't heard anything about it for a while. I hope it's still happening. Don't we have an hour an hour long dark uh yeah. thingy majig? Yeah. I don't know. They might be able to wedge him into one of the nine tag matches on the show. Yeah, they have got some free spots on the Blackpool combat. When Madonna so. hits in that place. Yeah. Like Grado is legit gonna look like one of the biggest wrestling stars of all time. You know it would probably even look like He's a bigger star if he showed up at all in. Actually, kind of He'd get a hell of a reaction. He would. Maybe Jay Uso is going to show up. Bro. He's a free agent now. He quit. Oh, quit no. He did. Can you imagine how funny that would be? <laughs> it was a shoot. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to go team up with Toa Leona. <laughs> <coughs> hey, man, that gets an agony. It's no joke. They're the real man. I think they should be the world's tag team champions. Or at least the United States tag team champions. Somebody has, somebody's got to be world's tag team champions again. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, the, the FTR have the tag belts right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one's going to come and take them now. <laughs> it's fine. The Bucks will win those belts anyway, right? You got to be like, puts the gun on the belt. Come and take it. <laughs> like Rick Rude. Yeah, <laughs> remember that story when Rude Bischoff had to get the belt for him, and he walked around to his car and put it in the trunk, and it's fucking there's guns everywhere and just the belt in the middle. <laughs> Good luck. Like uh, I'm sorry, like fucking Cash Wheeler was acting like a professional wrestler. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, but it's it's very awesome unfortunate. Yeah. Awesome match, awesome wrestler, awesome match as well as a wanted man. Like one of the first things, one of the first things I saw today was like somebody misreported it as like domestic violence, and I was like, "Oh, this is bad." Then I learned about this stuff, and I remember Joe. I texted you and she and I was like, "Wait a minute!" So all he did was like brandish a gun. And- <laughs> That's what I said. That's okay, what- uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on. It's still very bad. Can we because we need to clear eyes. But to be fair, well, oh, okay, Joe, you're British. The allegation how guns work here in the U.S. In fairness, allegedly, in fairness to British, Jack, in someone? twenty or thirty years ago, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. No, I will just. I want to note this now: the allegation that Cash was going in and out of traffic and had the gun out of the window, I think, is a little extreme. Personally, um, that is merely an allegation. Serious. It's merely an allegation, folks. Just shooting at like the road signs and shit. We will, we will let it be a very different charge. We will let things develop as they should in the legal procedure unfold. No, we'll return to this conversation that. next week. I don't know, Jackson. I don't know what's going what on. That? Jack said to me earlier, he said, if I wasn't working, we'd go live. Right? I said, I know we would. Okay, let's talk about this. Jack, Jack wanted me to do a live report. There has only here, been man. there is before before I leave because I do have to go. I have work tomorrow, but there has only been one live emergency episode of this show ever, right? Yes, yeah. It was when Cody Rhodes left the AEW. No, it was Joe when Mr. I Man got fired or quit. Joe and I, eleven o'clock in the morning. Different, yeah, yeah. This was early, yeah. No, this was as soon, like they sent yeah. out the announcement at like ten o'clock in the morning. 
And I told Joe, I was like, hey, we should just do a live podcast right now. Just talk about the news. Because I, I just happened to have, I forget why, I think it was on vacation from work or something. Yeah, you were, yeah. But I was like, we should just do it live right now. Let's go talk about it. Let's do an emergency podcast. At like fucking 11 o'clock in the morning here, Joe and I went live talking about Cody Rhodes. And what was the first thing we we agreed We on? nailed that, Jack. We actually We fucking... No. I don't know we, if you, We fucking rolled, at, bro. Joe and I immediately said Cody Rhodes will be better off in WWE. Yeah. Turned out all right. We, we fucking cooked We immediately that, said, look, he's leaving AEW. He'll be better off in WWE. Shoot, should have paid us more for that. And show. we we had people in the comments like telling us, no, he's going to resign with AEW. It's just like, no, he'll be better off in WWE. He should go yep. to WWE. I mean, it didn't help that they fired Brandy or whatever, but. <laughs> what? No. So, but. but... So, but that was my first pitch for a live, like, emergency episode. My second one was for the Cash Wheeler thing today. Despicable. Absolutely despicable. Outrageous behavior. So I'm going to go, a, go live for through the fucking court hearing. Come on, bro. Oh, man, right. Dignity, right. have you not watched the last four and a half hours? Come on. All right. Where do you get that black eye? Bud Matt. Miura. Yeah. He hits hard on Bud Matt, yeah. Oh, Alex, are you aware that on Saturday there was Let's Go Buddy CM Punk dueling chance? God bless. We finally made it to the dance. That's my boy. It. Hell of a All weekend right. for Buddy. I guess we should go, right? Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah. yeah. It's late. Alright. Um I'm gonna like clip this or whatever the fuck and call it talking shop. <laughs> it's a good idea. <laughs> Make sure you put a trademark at the end. Thanks for doing it. I'm yeah. glad we got to commemorate my fave show. It was fun. Oh, it was time. awesome. Yeah. yeah. We had a hell of a time. Great time. Uh, we hope everyone who's somehow still with us after nearly five hours, we hope you enjoyed this. If not, I don't know <laughs> you're still here. Yeah. Um, I am not responsible for any of the comments of my co host this evening, only my own. Um, and Retweet if I said something dumb. Equal endorsements. Yeah. And if I said something dumb, I'm not even sure that I'm responsible for that at this point because, you know, is what it is. Uh, with that in mind, let's give everyone a last chance to. Say goodnight. Bobby, any final words, mate? No, uh, this was a lot of fun. Join us Tuesday for Grin Grappler, Mickey James. Join us Thursday for um, Late Night Grin, All In, Preview or whatever it yes. is that we're doing. Um, yeah. The big men are back. Uh, yeah, good times. God bless. Beautiful. Uh, the Oracle of Wrestling. Mm. Any final words? Uh, for the first time in a while, I think I'll be doing three shows in one week tonight. Tuesday and Thursday with this new Beautiful. laptop. I think it's the first in a long time. I love it. I love it. Fired up. Good times ahead. Manuel the Hooper. <laughs> what do you got for us? Nothing much. Just, just watch me on Worldwide on Tuesday, on Monday. And then. Uh, you Worldwide? Oh. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I'll try to get Bob Holly on as a guest. Uh, don't spend a hundred dollars on sushi and don't leave it in your car and have a great night absolutely um i just wanted to read this quote actually this is bob holly describing jeff jarrett in his book yes he's the furthest thing from a man 
He reminds me of Triple H, and that's not a good thing. (laughs) 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 Jack, uh, you you joining us has meant we did this rest of the show. Actually, it's been fucking awesome. So do you have any final words, my friend? Subscribe to Paramount Plus. Go get him. You use the discount code LNG. <laughs> I wish I could get this. Can you imagine? They did a huge high package. They did a yeah. on Rampage celebrating AAA title. Wow. Um Alex, this was uh this was your this was your concept. This kind of I think evolved in the uh since then. Um but we had a hell of a time this evening. Any anything to add, anything to put over, go for it, mate. No, yeah, no complaints. I'm glad we got to do this. We've been talking about it a while, and uh, I've seen that show a bunch of times, but it's always a pleasure rewatching. Had a good time doing it with y'all uh, at Contrarian Prime on Twitter, and uh, wearethecontrarians.com. And join us on Tuesday evening for Grin Grappler Mickey James uh, when yeah. I watched my first ever Diana Perrazzo match. She's very good. She's we'll very see. good. We're calling this, we're actually officially tying this Grin Grappler Mickey James, the Alexa Bliss edition. I think is what we're titling it. Um, so I told you, I've like I've bookmarked three additional matches that I came yes. across when we were putting together things to watch. So I'll bring those to the table as well. Mickey is one of those unfortunate cases where she has like two obvious matches and around 15 interesting ones that would be like cool bonus matches. You know, she's, yeah. I think we're going to have a hell of a time nonetheless. So that's Tuesday. Uh, nothing going on over the weekend. Just join us then. Join us for the green, as Bobby mentioned earlier. And I'll probably do some other shit along the way. So uh, we've enjoyed this. We hope you have too. You all right, Manny? I was doing an outro, didn't I? Sorry. You waited like 30 seconds, you know? I'm just kidding. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Enjoy this outro. Bye.